I, I don't know, man. Like, the only thing I I really don't like about it is, like, you know, clicking the link and and coming to where our show's at. And we can't even, like, it's not where I listen to any of my podcasts at. So, I don't know. I'm kind of over it by now. You mean going on Facebook and finding our uh, page every week? Yeah, yeah. It just pops up the little window or whatever, and you got to listen to it from there. Well, the actually, all messed up. Actually, thanks to our host, Anchor FM, uh, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Breaker, CastBox, PocketCast, Good Pods, Radio Public. We'll soon be on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and of course, you can find us on Spotify. You both didn't already know that? Jeez, you're idiots. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Clinton, Brett, and me. Because it's our one year. Oh, wait a sec. It's an anniversary, huh? Yeah, you can still say Happy birthday to us. Hey, everybody. Welcome to High Spots at Kickouts. I'm Brett. Sitting here with Clint. Or I'm Rich. Yeah. You're Brett. You want to be me today? You can. That's <sighs> what I pretend to be every day anyway. Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> We're all anyway, here. Clint's here, too. Yep. We're not all here. Mark's gone. Yeah. He only does it when he wants to. That's because he's a special guest. <laughs> oh. He comes and goes. He's part-time. Oh. <laughs> old, old part-time Mark. Shout out to Mark Trimpy. You know you know you're the one that starts the show, so what are you talking about? I have no fucking idea what I'm talking about. I just did the best Ric Flair promo in my life. I know that. I'm excited about fucking StarCast. I might even fucking, I don't know about the pay-per-view. I might get the roast of Ric Flair, though. Are we still doing that? How is that the best promo of Ric What? I know. I, He's 73 years old, dog. I mean, it's a good promo. What other 73-year-old do you know that fuck? It sure as fuck ain't Sting. Uh, <laughs> I'm saying there's a lot more better Ric Flair promos than that one. Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah, I'm between 35 and 45 when he was in his prime, and he's fucking knocked it out of the ballpark a million times on either side of that. He also wasn't allowed to say the F word then either. Yeah, dude, that was nuts, right? Like, why? Because I'm a big fucking deal. What, Nanook? <laughs> you got the dog scared. I know. You get her all frustrated. <sighs> I got nothing to rant about. I've been saving up that happy birthday for like two weeks. Yeah, I know, because you, you can't remember dates. <laughs> I think you also just wanted to sing yourself happy birthday, because it was your birthday like two days ago. That's true. He doesn't have a big, too big of a head about it, so that's all right. Uh, <laughs> on my birthday? I fucking worked till 10 o'clock at night. I know, that's what I'm saying. You have too big a head about it. You didn't have a How am I supposed to have a big head about it? You didn't have a raging ass party for yourself, or fucking buy something expensive ass or ignorant shit, or, you know... What are you talking about? He bought a magnet to go freaking fishing in that the river. Wasn't, that wasn't expensive, and he didn't like try to sw- like he didn't try to swim the river or do some crazy shit. Like I'm jumping off the bridge because this is my birthday. No, but I got some ideas. I'm <laughs> we need a bigger magnet. Yeah, we need more than one. Well, I mean, I bought myself one. I can't help. Well, I'll get I'm, gonna, else I'm, for that. I'm going to. They're purchase, forty bucks. I'm going to purchase one myself. <sighs> Welcome to magnet fishing with Dick and Clint. <laughs> 
So I mean, let's get to be the executive producer, sit here and come on, you guys can do yeah. it. Come yeah. on. It's a new venture. All you got to do is look up fucking random facts about magnet fishing. We want best circumference uh, surface area per weight ratio lifting up. Thank you, sir. Let's get on Step YouTube. Step one. Man. Don't go in the Illinois River. <laughs> get on YouTube. Fuck them out. <laughs> Let's get on YouTube and watch some videos of some of the wild shit people pull out of the Dude. water. It's like, I got to do that. I went down like a five-hour rabbit hole with that. That ended in a $40 purchase. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right, though. It's a good $40 It was purchase. fun. It was fun as fuck. I didn't find nothing. I found five old rusty barn nails. So far. And fucking, and I was excited the whole time. Kept me active. Kept me fucking moving for like two and a half hours. I threw that fucking thing in the river so many goddamn times. And every time I'd be like, oh. Do you feel that? Did you feel that? Is that stuck on something? Oh. Oh. And then I found those fucking nails. I'm like, it's a success. I fucking love it. <laughs> I love fucking it's rusty bar nails. Well worth the $40. Fuck yeah, someone threw them in there trying to get rid of them. You got a room to roll up for us? <laughs> a little bit, really. There's not a whole lot going on. Yeah, I know. The rumor roll up. Which is kind of strange for once, but there's not a whole it's lot. It's fucking I mean, summertime, man. Like wrestling. Yeah, but there's always some kind of weird shit brewing. But not really now. And Sasha Banks was spotted out and about with uh, uh, the dude who used to be Kalisto. I quit paying Samurai. attention. Is she in? Is she out? Samurai. Her lawyers are working on it. What's going on? Samurai Del Sol. No one knows, but she's col- she's taking every- all the color out of her hair. It's her original hair in the picture. She what? don't have any like is pur- it brown? Pur- any, you know, purple or no fucking orange or pink or wild shit in it. It's just her normal hair. Um, is it brown? What other fucking color would it be? Black, I, don't know, I guess. Maybe she's a blonde. blonde. She's not a blonde. <laughs> and fucking, so anyway, uh, she looked pretty happy in the picture holding the dog. You know, she was with Samurai Del Sol, used to be Kalisto. Um, Dave Meltzer says that her lawyers are vigorously trying to get her out of her contract, and so supposedly she's silently done with WWE, but they're not like saying it yet because it's not like 100% official, but like it's known that she's done, done. And I don't think they're fighting her on. I think probably with Triple H and Stephanie kind of in charge now, maybe they might just be like, "All right, you can go ahead and go." Or Triple H might be if he's really back. Come we'll on, back in, to NXT, girl. We'll get into that in a minute. Um, you know, he might be trying to talk her out of it. But once he's I'm back, then all of a sudden, you know, as soon as she's like, "Oh yeah, I'll stay," then here, oh by the way, Vince is in charge again. You know, which I don't know. He might have silently got retired. As now of, we're then now together forever. Yeah, I'm not together on that shit. Um, <laughs> He might have silently got retired back into a character for TV. You know what I mean? Well, it's the worst version of his character, just to let you know. <laughs> well, everybody's pretty sure you were shit lit the other night. Um, I would agree. Chris Jericho did a, Except for the memes. Those have been fucking delicious. Chris Jericho did an interview with Alex McCarthy of TalkSport. And they asked him what he thought, um, how, if he thought it, how MJF would fit in WWE. And Chris Jericho said, um, absolutely. Um, he his character would be a watered down version in WWE. He's better off staying in AEW. But again, don't stick your finger in the light socket. You tell a little kid not to do that, and they're gonna see what happens. I'm not going to tell anybody not to go anywhere else. I did it. I did it for years. So I mean, you know. Well, figuring he also didn't he also say in that interview that Vince asked him if he could get out of his contract after he said he was going to AEW. Hey, I don't know. I didn't read the whole interview, but he they, tried to just, he tried to make it a Scott Hall situation with Eric with uh, Vince. Um, I, I just know that... Uh, oh, it'll be like, AEW's going to pay me this much. What are you going to pay me? Right. They need to um, do something with this MJF thing either this weekend or have him tweet something next week or do something because they're going to lose steam with it real quick right now. It's like the hottest story in wrestling. But if nothing happens for six months, people are going to be like, eh, moving on. Until he comes back. 
Right, and then everybody's going to be like, oh, that's cool, he's back. But then it's going to lose steam immediately because they left it hanging before. Unless it, he comes back, like, addressing that situation twice as hard as before. I don't know. I, I, I like it. I, he's had he's built up enough faith in me that I will see. I will wait giddily. I think for the, him. I hope he shows up this weekend and costs Moxley the title. Even though I don't think AEW should let somebody from another company take their belt, I think that's the ultimate fuck you to let somebody else take your belt and go to another company. Interim champion. <sighs> Either way, still champion. Seeing Punk. Sorry, I'm pretty sure their guy's gonna win their belt. That's like anyway. Bret Hart taking the WWF championship to WCW. You know what I mean? It'd have been a big Tony would let that no. happen just so he could watch it. I couldn't do that to my own title, dude. <laughs> it was the greatest 10 seconds ever. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to see my title ever. on somebody else's TV station. But what if MJF comes out, costs him the title, and then like, ha-ha, fuck you, AEW, for not paying me my money. So what if like Japan has just been baiting him along all the time, playing him for the mark he is, and then they get his title, and fucking that's the catalyst that sends Tony Khan into rehab. And then they blow his title up on TV and shit, <laughs> yeah. and they're like, fuck, you going to do about it? We're in our own country now? And then get fucking... Uh, Time slot on fucking Comedy Central at fucking six o'clock. Comedy Central, that's a great yeah, because they're a fucking joke. I don't think they ever. <laughs> I don't ever. I don't, I don't think New Japan ever actually got their original championship oh, belt back. Anyway, me. I'm pretty From sure Brock, Brock Lesnar has it. Uh, some of the shit I've been seeing on this American TV they're trying to push to me is is pretty sad. So <laughs> I do like this Jeff Cobb though. This motherfucker's name. All I have to say about that is motherfucking. No, we'll save that. Never mind. I got a good one-liner for that, though. I got a good one. <laughs> You're going to forget it by then. No, no, I've been working on it all week. Oh. Uh, so You didn't even see Jeff Cobb till last night. <laughs> Not Jeff Cobb. Oh. I was talking about fucking Forbidden Door. So um, there's only seven competitors in the women's Money in the Bank ladder match now. Yeah. Um, but the graphic shows another person not. If you look at the graphic, it still shows one person left to be oh, in the match, but there's not supposed to be anybody else in the match. I guess it's only supposed to be seven people. Could be Britt Baker. Let's see right now. So either WWE's fucking up on their website or they <laughs> yeah, haven't, they haven't updated. Well, but it has all up. seven competitors on, on the website. They have yep. all seven competitors plus one more. And that's why it's because Vince ain't in charge no more. The fucking wheels are starting to fall off. We got Lacey, Oscar, yeah, uh, Liv, Alexa, Shotzi. Raquel Gonzalez. Who the hell's the other one? Rodriguez. Uh, uh, just says all right here. It says confirmed entrants are Shotzi, Oscar, Alexa Bliss, Lacey Evans, R- Raquel uh, Rodriguez, and Liv Morgan. That's only six. Right. So there's still one more left to go, I guess. But they're not saying who it is. It's a mystery. So maybe it's Bailey. Show. But the fucking thing says eight on it. It used to be eight, but now they've shaved it to seven. But then they've only named six. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't know if I think uh, Vince Russo is taking that consulting fee. Sami Zayn is going to be in it now too. Yeah, he qualified last night. It's supposed to be Shinsuke, but they took him out the last minute. And the men's is still an eight man. Which all they have right now is Seth. Drew, Sheamus, Omos, Sammy, uh, and Seth. And yeah, Seth. So and that's in July second. Yeah, next Saturday is next when Saturday. That I won't be watching it. I'll be uptown. It's old daddy ass. Sorry. I got excited. Oh, scissor me? <laughs> so, I don't know, man. I, I think the money in the bank's going to suck just as bad as the last pay-per-view they had. Until you just said that, I had no idea the next pay-per-view was money in the bank. Yeah. Money in the bank. and then Is it this around. Sunday? Next, next Saturday. Next Saturday. Oh. Oh. It must be important if it's on a Saturday. Is it two nights? 
No. Why the fuck would it be two nights? No, SummerSlam. Because it's on Saturday. Isn't SummerSlam going to be two nights? No, it's one. Oh, I thought they were doing two. For is it on a Saturday? SummerSlam is, yeah. Hmm. Uh, Rhea Ripley has brain injury, but... Uh, I heard that. What? Apparently, She's... it's not bad enough that's going to keep her away for very long, and they're not saying exactly what the injury is. So, but it's not going to keep her away for long. She so. said she put out a tweet said something about brain injury. I think I'm guessing that it has to do something with a concussion or a fucking. I mean, they usually don't call that a brain injury. Like, just well, she out. took she took a knee to the face and had to have her teeth fixed. So I'm pretty sure she probably got a concussion from it. Huh. Um, the reason we got the Ray Phoenix and Andrade match just a few minutes ago when we well, I guess it was last night now on rampage is because they're not allowed to wrestle for two days ago when this when anybody hears this yeah uh but they, they're not allowed to wrestle at forbidden doors so that's why you got that match on on uh rampage i guess yeah because they're part of triple a which it was a decent match from what i gathered of it but they always do the same oh, shit. At, that's tony fucking giving the marks what they want they always do the same shit at the end of the show and fucking rip the mask of the fucking other guy off that's like between him and fucking pinto that's what they do every single match now they rip their mask off and it's like oh they can't do nothing because they gotta keep their face covered while the other one gets beat up it's like hey, you guys gotta come up with something new so let's see um fightful claims that Ricky Steamboat was open to wrestling at Ric Flair's last match, but his asking price was extremely high and a deal could not be reached. He's Ricky Steamboat. What do you mean? Ricky Steamboat versus Ric Flair. That's a big fucking deal. Oh, <laughs> pissing my dog off. Uh, Sorry, dog. Sky Blue is the latest AEW wrestler with an injury, which she's fairly new. Only been around for what, since last September? Haven't First you heard time yourself? I her. Hey, don't say. Yes, I got to add Kyle O'Reilly and... Uh, Jungle Boy to that list too. I don't think uh, I don't think it's a big deal because she ain't a big enough name wrestler to tell what the injury is. Hey man, they won't see What's her on her elevation. Sky Blue. Huh. Isn't that a housing development? Yep. Uh, <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Which? Um, Tony Khan has promised great moments when mystery opponents debut this Saturday at the pay per view. Do you say opponents? Yes. Mystery opponent. Oh, I'm sorry. Mystery opponent for yep. Jack, Jack Zack Saber Jr. So yep. Tony Khan's fucking promising great things for whoever this person is that's debuting versus Zack Saber Jr. Right, and it's supposed to be whoever the newest member newest of, member of the Bullet Club. Yeah, no, of uh, Black Blackpool Combat Club. Yeah. So you want to speculate? Cesaro. That's who you think it's going to be, Claudio. Uh, that's who I want. It's not to Cesaro join. no more. It's Claudio. Yeah, it's C S E R O. It's Claudio. He trademarked the name C-S-E-R-O. Cicero? That can be Cicero? It's still Cesaro. Yeah, you can't say it like that. Enzo still Enzo. Uh-uh, he's real one. Well, an MLW. But his his rapping is N-Z-O, and it looks like the fucking N-W-O stamp. Shameful. <laughs> Shameful. So I don't know. I, I'm thinking it's still going. I still think it's going to be Kashida. I don't. I don't see you how. You think we'll have a Japanese member of the? There. I mean, I. I don't. Blackpool Combat Club. I don't. His wrestling style doesn't fit what they're trying to do for their their fucking group. Like he. Who's? Fucking Claudio's. That's because all you can remember is the fucking big swing, motherfucker. He's one of the most technically sound wrestlers he, on this planet. He's not the dude who holds them down and elbows their fucking head. The fuck he minutes. ain't. He is not. The fuck he ain't. He's Go not. back and watch a Cesaro match. I have. He is vicious. I've been watching him since fucking went so hard he knocked WWE. his fucking teeth through his fucking 
Because he hit a fucking, he jumped and fucking hit the, his face off the pole. Dude, I didn't, he, I didn't, he is didn't. capable. Go back and watch some ROH fucking Claudio shit. He is fucking more than capable. Thousands of wrestlers have lost their teeth. That ain't nothing. That ain't nothing. He's more more than that style. He is specifically built for it. That's why I've been pining for it. I don't think he fits the group at all. I don't. I think that with it being Forbidden Door, I do. I think they're gonna go Kushida or somebody like that. Somebody that fucking Tony Khan's gonna blame right. about. And t- Kushida's a big deal over there. If, <sighs> You can ask him. He'd have to fucking stay and fucking be a part of it, and they'd have to actually congeal yeah, and be well, a fucking team for I it think to work. He, he, but none of those things are happening. I think he wants to be in America because that's why he came to be on NXT. He wanted to be on American television. It just didn't work It'd out. It'd be a lot cooler <laughs> if Shinsuke would fucking drop out of WWE and be the yeah. fucking fourth member. He'd need 90 days to do that, though. Yeah, they'd have to have a civil war if that happened. I would, I would assume it's going to be... Who do you think it's going to be? You hoping for Claudio, too? I really don't give two shits. No, as long as <laughs> you they, don't like Zack Saber. As Jr. long as they beat Zack Saber Junior., I don't care. Well, they're saying that he had he used to have a big rivalry with Zack Saber Junior. Claudio did, so that's why people are saying likely it's him because him and Daniel Bryan were you know WWE. What I, actually, what I really want to happen is a swerve. It could be Johnny Wrestling, and it's Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah, but he's hurt, so unless that's they're a, just bullshit. That's why I'm saying a swerve. Yeah, maybe, but it could be Johnny Wrestling. Bobby Fish. I'm okay with Johnny Gargano. It's about time for him to get back. I was like, just people thinking been, that. People have been talking about it too long because it was too quick for him to come back and join his baby and shit. I mean, but. Johnny wrestling. Wrestling is what the Blackpool Combat Club's about, unless you're John Moxley, I guess. But John Moxley can fucking wrestle, too. I don't I, know why you keep saying that. I ain't seen him put on you a technical match You watched him in like yet. two fucking hardcore matches and been like, you can't wrestle. I haven't seen him in any technical match ever. Watch any Dean Ambrose match. No, that ain't a technical match. Bullshit. He hits a motherfucker with a cane in almost every single match he's in. No, he does not. He does the fucking Terry Funk drunk, drunken fucking fall over the rope and run back at you and clothesline you. It was typical WWE fucking three-move chump shit bullshit. No, it was not. Anytime I've ever seen him wrestle... was not Roman Reigns. Anytime I've seen him wrestle outside of WWE, CZW, the shit he used to do back in the day was always cut your face off hardcore that fucking... CZW was. And he still does it now. He's done it twice now, like three times, four Fuck. times now. But he's had fucking killer fucking matches. Him and fucking Dante Martin was a fucking technical wrestling fucking clinic. Dante Martin just doing flippy shit, dude. It's not true. I don't know. I got to see him wrestle a wrestler. It's going to make me think he's a wrestler. Like Daniel Bryan, when they formed the Blackpool Combat Club and tore the fucking house down. They just beat the shit. They just beat each other bloody. It wasn't even a match. Yeah, they did, dude. They put on holds. They started the whole fucking thing with like a six-minute fucking back and forth on the fucking mat. (laughs) Fucking holds. Wrestling. All I remember is Regal smacking both of them. Let's sort this place out. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I think it's going to end up being more of a wrestler than a non-wrestler type of person. And I don't, I don't. See, I don't know what the too, fuck you're thinking in your mind. To that me, he's too much of a puts per- people in either fucking to, to, combat or any category of that. What do you mean? They're, I don't know. They're just the combat. Name one club. person that's fucking not a wrestler that's wrestling now. I mean, he's not. He's because uh, even the big motherfuckers it. like Wardlow can fucking go. I don't know how to put it. Like, like Claudio reminds me of the Rock type of a wrestler. Like not, you can't put him in a group behind Daniel Bryan or Brian Daniels Danielson, whatever the fuck you say his name, or, or behind on dudes. He's <laughs> too much. Dragon. He's too much of a, a a standout person. He ain't good on the mic, but he's too much of a person who's out in the front to be put in a group like that. That's why I don't think it'll be him. He ain't gonna fit in that group. I mean, that's gonna that's gonna be what he wants. I don't think he's ever been his, that. He's always been a tag team specialist. Well, every time they've given him a chance, fucking he can't talk on the mic. Well, and they've and only he's let a him good talk singles like twice. wrestler, but when he gets on the mic, he fucking fucks up. But his his character 
any wrestling that he's in, ROH, fucking WWE, wherever, it doesn't fit that group. Like, if he's in that group, they're going to end up kicking him out or he's going to turn on them or some shit because his character is like a... I think him being in that group would be more of the same. Like, he would make it excellent, but he, ain't gonna be he the leader deserves more and he should if not he be ain't that. like the leader of that group, I don't think it works because... Right, and he definitely ain't leading John Moxley's Moxley group. and fucking... That's why it's going to be somebody like Kushida. You think it's John Moxley's group? It is. It's not. You don't uh, think it's Daniel uh, Bryan's group? No. Uh, uh, fucking uh, William Regal even said that it's John Moxley's group. Really? Mm-hmm. He's the leader of it. That's why I'm like, I don't. You know, they're fucking savages. They're supposed to be. That's why they all do the fucking elbow spike in this the whole ring time. Been the... thinking it's Daniel Bryan being the fucking leader of the group. Me too. But uh, William Regal straight up said that it's fucking it's John Moxley's group and Daniel Bryan's in it and fucking. They both wanted Wheeler Yuta because he's their guy, and then, you know, uh, they might be, obviously they're adding more people. What if it ends up being, I don't think it'll be Daniel Garcia because he's too much in with with those guys, but what if Ricky Starks turns on Team Taz and fucking joins up with him? He ain't done nothing fucking in a while. They're both, he's, he's a William Regal guy. He's never done anything vicious either. Ricky Starks is a fucking pretty boy, yeah. They're William Regal guys is all I'm saying, him and Daniel Garcia both. Really? Yeah, but Dan, but then again, I guess Daniel Garcia is kind of like Claudio, where he's like the rock type of wrestler, where he's going to be the dude who in the in the group is going to People stand out. People keep saying that, but he ain't done shit either. Two point sucked. Like two point yeah. played second fiddle to a terrible version of Matt Hardy. I would have took Daniel Garcia over Wheeler Yuta than joining that group. Then I you think so. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, kind of. Wheeler I was just running around with the best friends, being goofy and fucking yeah, Daniel Garcia like, has always. It been was serious. only during the tail end of that after Orange Cassidy was hit though, hurt though, or whatever, and like he always had legit fucking matches on it. Yeah, like I, I hated the idea of Daniel Garcia, but then when Wheeler Yuta joined, I was like, damn, that's fucking sweet. And then he had that match with him or whatever, and was like, damn, yeah, no, he's legit. Like this is the shit. And he's but, been the only continuity between the two of them either, anyways, too. Yeah. Like, he's got the trunks, he's got the boots, he's got know. the music. It's, it's a odd. All he did was take an ass beating and bleed. It's a weird group. It's definitely a weird group, but it's... it's I don't know. They, gotta, they, they well, need I to do something with it, or else it's dying. With but. everyone getting hurt, I think it's hurting what they did, because now they got John Moxley doing something else for the heavyweight title, and then they interjected them into the Jericho Appreciation Society bullshit, which they shouldn't have done that. They should have kept them guys far away from that shit. They should have kept Eddie Kingston out of it's muddy in the waters with John Moxley's last presentation. That's what I mean. They should. They almost made it look like oh, Blackpool Combat Club and and what is the fucking bastardization of LAX is going to become. One they should have had together. Blackpool Combat that. Club, Adam Cole with fucking Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly battling Christian, fucking Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy this entire fucking year. Maybe so. Maybe so. I don't know. They've dropped the balls a lot, but then there's some shit that's doing decent, you know. And then, you know, Jericho made his comments about nobody giving a shit about Cody Rhodes. Leaving, uh, like, he was here. What do you say? He was here. It, it was kind of cool that he was here. He helped us out a little bit or whatever. Now he's gone. AEW's doing just fine without him or something. Like, something to that yeah, Jericho's definitely, he's definitely working an angle. Um, Triple H back at the Performance Center. Showed, I'm back. He showed up and made a few statements. I guess he had a brief comment, talked to, like, all the talents and basically told me he was back nobody knows really what that means or or what is going to happen but he's starting to talk his underhand you're like hey guys i'm back vince is vince is a little hurt right now he's gonna be stepping down guess what though i'm back i'm here for you <laughs> if you need anything i'm right over here to show you <laughs> make sure you let everybody know that i'm the one that's here for you he praised you're doing great i think he praised sean too while he, uh, 
doing his job in the absence. <laughs> so um, I'm trying to find it, and I haven't found Sean's it Sean's been doing it this whole motherfucking time, hadn't he? Yeah, yeah since Triple H is gone, they put Sean That's crazy. Time. Yeah. That's probably the most consistent thing he's ever done in his life. Um, Consistently made NXT go like this. <laughs> get get a little political yeah, right now for true. a second. Uh, WWE Hall of Famer Kane and Glenn Jacobs uh, tweeted out um, that he's happy that Roe v. Wade has been overturned. And there's a lot of uh, the wrestling world. Well, probably more than just the wrestling world. But there's a lot of wrestlers, female wrestlers, mean tweeting the fuck out of Kane right now. And so he—he's he, not his first. He's not the first time he's no. Uh, he's opened his mouth. <laughs> Kit Kit Sabian row. Oh fuck off, yank him. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. We shouldn't be laughing at that. Uh, Isaac yank him. What else you got? Uh. Britt Baker wrote, no wonder you couldn't cut it as a dentist. Hashtag idiot. (laughs) (laughs) That is fucking terrible that wrestling is even doing that. Um, Idiot. Absolute idiot. Shut the fuck up. Uh, That's Ty Valkyrie from Wrestling Impacts. Uh, I guess she wrestles for Impact now. Yeah, she won the tag team championships over the weekend at... Slam anniversary. Her tag team partner also tweeted, "You little, you literal piece of shit." But <laughs> Rosemary, yeah, she's. Upset. I, mean, I think most of them women wrestlers are from Florida too, right? And they're about to go far right. Um. So Paige, um, uh, they had the most constructive response out of everyone. That's res- so her. She said, "Glenn, you were an idol of mine, and I sung your praises to anyone I met." But this is the biggest piece of shit I take from you ever. Very disappointing that you think controlling women's bodies and taking away rights is your victory. And she's about ready to be released in like the next seven or eight days, Paige. Hashtag her slash Sharita. So that's kind of interesting, yeah? Hmm. Kane got to stay relevant. They put him in the headlines when Russia invaded Ukraine too for something. And Bray Wyatt has um, just trademarked uh, Wyatt 6 for clothing purposes. <laughs> okay. Um, he's That's re- interesting. He's retained the services of Michael E. Dawkins. Is it for masks? And he's also the same attorney who handles trademark issues for many pro wrestlers, including wrestlers who work for AEW. This does not necessarily mean he is AEW bound, though. He just wants to make money off of his own merchandise? Uh, probably. It says the Wyatt Six might indicate that this will just be the name he plans on using going forward. He is doing movies, so that could be the name of a film company starting, you know, some shit like that. Uh, the trademark for Bray Wyatt is still owned by WWE, um, so he can't use that name. But he could just use the name Wyatt, or they could call themselves the Wyatts, and he could just be, I don't know. See, this is a crazy wild shit that no one... They, and then I get to, like, who the fuck are all these motherfuckers? Look, throwing fucking sad jabs. That's Will Ospreay. That was Will Ospreay. Why is fucking Trent letting fucking uh, Orange get beat up on the other side of the ring and he's just hanging out? can't do nothing about it. His ankle hurts. Uh, he runs the other side eventually. He was just fucking sitting there chilling. Like, what are you guys doing, fighting? <laughs> then he got Jericho running away from Kingston. Jericho no more, dude. He looks like a fucking fool. 
So anyway, that's the last thing I had was a Bray Wyatt had a trademark the Wyatt Six thing. So and, you know he took that picture not too long ago with uh, Adam Shear and Eric Redbeard, and then they CGI'd uh, they CGI put fucking uh, uh, Luke Harper in there with them too. Um, I think they took the picture by themselves, and then Bray Wyatt put another post up later, and they had CGI'd fucking old boy, or photoshopped old boy in the background of the picture, so they could all be together and shit, which is kind of cool. Hmm. Um, they had a little reunion someplace. I don't know if he went to the Control Your Narrative show or <laughs> or if I, or if him they were just all in the same area. That's unsanctioned. Yep, to the no, pit. You're right. That's it. Right, you're the indie mud show reports just as long as. And now, the Indie Mud Show Report. <laughs> the, rumor, the rumor roll up. There just wasn't, there's just nothing going on. You had Slammiversary over the weekend. Slammiversary happened. Uh, let's see. You had like five title changes. Shut up, phone. Uh, new women's champ, Jor- or Jordan Grace. New tag team women's champs. It's Ty Valkyrie and Rosemary. Uh, new X division champ. It's uh, Speedball Mike Bailey. Uh, what other belts changed? Uh, tag team champs. The Briscoes lost to Good Brothers. Good Brothers. But that was a good match. Did you watch it? You did yeah. watch it. Was it a good match? It was all right. Shh, I got breaking news. What's Steak, that? Steak and Shake don't have chicken tenders no more. CEO tried to get rid of the cherry off the motherfucking milkshakes I'm and fucking saying. made all of his fucking shit drive through and fucking I'm no just, dine-ins. Yeah, I'm just saying there ain't no reason for me to go there. And on the Forbes 500 list, the fucking okay. failing companies for like 10 years running. Chicken tenders. What the fuck kind of fuck shit steak is shake. Yeah. <laughs> you want to go back to Slammiversary? Oh, yeah. That happened to you. <laughs> this is more important. Yeah, probably. What? Ch- chicken tenders is like life every day of the thing. You know what I mean? I don't know Slammiversary about that. is once a year. A lot of people like chicken tenders. I've never liked them. It's weird. You're fucking weird. Maybe it's you, not <laughs> everyone else. <laughs> Literally, the only title that didn't change is the world title. Still Josh Alexander. He defended the belt against Eric Young. That's nice to see that the guy with the weird fucking headpiece is still relevant. What are you talking about? Josh Alexander is the guy who wears oh, the fucking yeah. earmuffs. Is he still? The wrestling headgear. He's gear. still champ. Does he still wear the headgear? Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. He's the fucking dog face. He, he almost lost his ear, like, yeah, fully. Fucking all y'all motherfuckers that always preach the motherfucking, a oh, fucking wrestler, he's the wrestler, blah, blah, blah. That's a motherfucking wrestler with the headgear. Every one of them should be wearing headgear. I just Not like, a goddamn one of them's worried about cauliflower ear. I just like making fun of him because they already have it. He wears an outfit that looks like something Ryback would wear, and then his fucking, he's got, like, fucking the dog face gremlin headgear and shit. And it's like, no one does that shit anymore, wears a wrestling headgear, which he was really the only motherfucker that did it anyway. I, I don't Rick, ever remember anybody else doing it other than Rick. Uh, well, Kurt Angle did it when he got his head shaved. Yeah, but. no, there was a fucking, uh, in WCW, there was a. Uh, Fuck, I don't, I'm never going to become a... Become. <laughs> they had the Varsity Club with fucking oh, Kevin yeah, Sullivan Kevin and fucking... Uh, it was also uh, uh, Bray shit, White's... that was your time. Bray White's dad. Uh, IRS. Don't remember, I remember it. It was, it was IRS and fucking Kevin, Kevin uh, Sullivan and fucking... Uh, so Mike Rotunda. And uh, goddamn... I can't think of who wore the fucking headgear, though. Rick Steiner. They all did. Oh. At one point in time, they all wore it a little bit. I think I, I think it was a thing for a minute, and then it was just ended up being Rick Steiner because there was just too uncomfortable. 
goofy looking. The whole show ended up being a throwback to a 20 year anniversary of TNA. That's fucking cool. They had like the TNA originals and like they had a good promos harking back to the TNA days leading up to the show and shit. Is that where Chris Harris and them were at or did they show up on Impact? It was Impact's pay per view same anniversary. Was that where they showed up at there, yeah. or did they show yeah, back up on the anniversary? So it was just a one-off for them then, or are they actually yeah, going to be a tag team again? No, I think yeah. it was a one-off. That's too bad. I, liked, I used to like Chris Harris back in the day, man. He was the shit. They showed up after the uh, Good Brothers and Briscoe match. Those two were arguing in the ring. And then the Cowboy, James Storm, and Chris Harris came out and brought a six-pack, well, a five-pack. Chris Harris drank water, but the other five shared a beer. all shared a beer together. Yeah, he, he can't have beers. Because he gets fat and forgets how to wrestle. He's still pretty chubby. I mean, he never got back down (laughs) to regular Chris Harris. Dick's girl, Dixie Carter, showed up and introduced the fifth member of the uh, TNA originals. She missed her timing, too, when she didn't join EC3 and WWE as fucking his manager. Which the the fifth member of the team was uh, Davey Richards. He's not a TNA original. I mean, Eddie Edwards. I mean... The American yeah, Wolves. But, like, that was, like, post-fucking-2010 shit. Fucking after Hogan had ruined the show. <laughs> <laughs> Even he that's not, it. That's not really original. Like, it ain't AJ Styles showing up to lead the team. No, but AJ had a promo. Yeah, that's weird, right? How's WWE going to let AJ and the... Who the fuck at Anthem knows who the fucking WWE? Because, matter of fact, Bruce, there's Bruce a lot Pritchard. of WWE motherfuckers. Bruce Pritchard. And you know how much money that WWE has given them for video to have on the network? Yeah. Probably owe them one or two. Who runs Anthem again? I'm not sure. I could Google it real quick and find out. I don't know. It's a Canadian company. It's a Canadian company. So, probably Bruce is it Pritchard. still part of fucking DOA's fucking company? Do they still have anything to do with it? Well, yeah, no, AJ. AJ showed up and uh, had a video talking about how uh, TNA was made off of him. Christopher Daniels and Samoa Joe. And he was grateful to be voted the uh, most impactful male of Impact Wrestling or whatever. Leonard Asper is the president and CEO of Anthem Sports and Entertainment. Who is it? Leonard Asper. I've never heard that name before. Mm, let's see. Founder and CEO of Anthem Sports Entertainment 2011. Um, Global Communications Scored 2000 2010. <laughs> Multinational media company, three billion in revenue, Is he the market. owner of a wrestling company that's never been on TV before. He ha- says he has holdings in Canada, U.S., Australia, New Zealand, U.K., Ireland, Europe, and parts of Asia. Uh, chairman for Rumble Gaming, chairman for Asper's Foundation, graduate of University of Toronto Law School, member of the Ontario. Uh, Ed Nordholm is the chief cooper- corporate Ed officer. Nordholm, yeah. Uh, Nyral V. Merchant is the chief financial officer. Michelle Hall is the HR advisor. Frank J. Tanky, if I'm saying that right, is the president of Sports and Music Group. That's so, uh, that's that's who Bruce knows is Ed Nordstrom. Let's I see. I forgot about that. Um, oversees all operations and financial performance of Sports and Musical Group, which includes Access TV, HGNet Movies, as well as Impact Wrestling and Invicta Fight Championship. Former GM of Country Music Television and TV Land of Viacom, under his leadership, both networks experienced major growth in ad revenue, digital engagement, and brand partnerships. Former EVP of Marketing and Creative at Spike TV, so he knows Bruce personally. So <coughs> that's probably why uh, Bruce was not Spike. 
he le- he was on he was he was part of WWE for a little while huh? on, on Spike till two thousand oh, WWE yeah, 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 yeah. so that's how he knows him from Spike. Um, let's see. Um, let's see. Led the rebrand of the network and launched mega hit series Lip Sync Battle and grew ratings for records for Ink Master, Bar Rescue, and Bellator MMA. So, and oh, form, former SVP of marketing at Nickelodeon as well. So, this motherfucker's had some hits. Uh, oversaw global hits SpongeBob, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Dora the Explorer. Um, brokered numerous strategic partnerships with the NFL, MLB, NBA, NASCAR, and Sony Music. Um, and served on the Viacom Marketing and Diversity of in- Inclusivity Councils at Viacom. So this fucking dude's done a lot of shit for just 20 years. He's worked for this company too and done all that. Hmm. That's crazy. But so that would be your bridge right there. I, I would assume to why they did it. But as much stuff as WWE's borrowed from Impact and TNA, they might have just. And he's a big. He's a linchpin there, you know. And so I'm sure maybe it was AJ might have asked him and stuff and. Well, yeah, I mean, man, maybe yeah. At the end, at the end of the video, he thanked WWE for letting him do it. I mean, they let they let Mickey come be yeah, with the impact. So, I mean, there's, I think Bruce is kind of helping out with a little bit of a working relationship there. Honestly, I think I think it's a secret farm league still. That's where are we going to see a WWE championship on Impact TV be lost to a fucking AEW employee? Kind of like the WCW, ECW, WWE well, shit. Was if you look at WWE with... right now, it's kind of like Impact employees working in the back anyway. <laughs> the original. So <laughs> all the y- fucking producers know, of WWE right now would have been better fits for the fucking fifth member of the also, TNA originals. We haven't even brought this what, Pete, up. Petey. Also, Petey, we haven't even. Joseph Park. We fucking Shane Helms. And Jeff Jarrett now. Jeff Jarrett. So there's another bridge to TNA or Impact Wrestling right there that we didn't think about that he could have made a phone call or two or him and Bruce together. You know, it's weird. It's weird. It's, it's Jeff, Jeff, and Jerry. It's like Bad Vince video. is like, we'll be a part of it as long as it's not AEW. It's a it's a hell Jeff. of a time to be a wrestling fan. It's, it's a weird Jeff, working Jeff relationship. And, Jeff and Jerry both had videos at the beginning of the show. Did they? Yeah. Sting had a video. Kurt Angle had a video. Like Dixie Carter was there. James Storm was there. Um, Earl Hebner was there. A couple days after his brother died. Yep, and he he counted the. Pinfall and the, you know uh, Dave would want him to probably keep working. He wouldn't want him to sit down. He counted the pinfall. He was in the he was in the crowd watching the match, and then Brian got knocked out, so he went in there and ca- ripped his shirt off and had a a referee shirt on. Yeah, <laughs> made, made the count. D'Lo came out during that match too. So weird. Slipped on the top turnbuckle and had to rebalance himself, and then he gave the frog splash. Uh. Of course, the TNA original team beat the Honor No More Ring of Honor team. Uh, they beat PCO. Yeah, motherfuck. Nick Aldis kind of makes PCO look little. <laughs> Nick Aldis is a big motherfucker. Yeah, or Magnus, whatever one you wanted to call him at the time. I I could never understand why WWE didn't want nothing to do with him. I heard it was because his attitude, but everything I seen on screen was fucking amazing. Until he went to NWA anyway. Then you had Moose being a hardcore wrestler. They had a Monsters Ball match, him and Sammy Callahan. And there was barbed wire doors and bats and thumbtacks. And best part of the whole match was Moose no selling a pile driver on the tacks. He, <laughs> Sammy pins him and doesn't even get a one count. Just Moose just pops right up. <laughs> I mean, he does lose the match, but. Uh, let's see. 
NXT this week. Uh, that was NXT this week. <laughs> well, now, now, now Triple okay, H back now, in charge. Nikita, you might be worth talking about again in a couple weeks. You know, Nikita Lyons is supposed to come back next week from her uh, MCL tear. Uh, Briggs and Jensen are apparently the new UK tag team champs. Uh, Santos Escobar already turned on Tony D'Angelo. I thought he was hurt. Well, he. I don't know if he is or not. I mean, two dimes is still on TV with him right now. It's two dimes. They've already taped like two or three episodes. Oh, that's funny to me. I think all the episodes leading up to Great American Bash are taped. Fucking two dimes. How they gonna call him two dimes and fucking Enzo's whole catchphrase was no dimes. I think it was two dimes and stacks or his little lackeys. <laughs> uh, it's trash. Zero dimes. They're bringing uh, Jordan Devlin over, but they repackaged him as uh, JD Madonna. Madonna, the guy that wrestled Santos Escobar to uh, unify the cru- the cruiserweight championships. I know he remembers the match, but he ain't listening. What match, motherfucker? You remember I'd seen something that was way more entertaining than what you were talking about? Remember, remember us, us, or Santos Escobar and Jordan Devlin? Yeah, oh yeah. They had the ladder match. Yeah, they're bringing Jordan Devlin over, but they repackage him and he's JD Madonna. Because Jordan Devlin. Oh yeah, but why would you want to change his name? Fucking, why is JD Madonna so fucking good? He's already great, already over his fucking Jordan, whatever no, the fuck Jordan, is. Jordan Devlin's his real name. Is he oh. supposed to be an Italian guy now? No. He's still an Irish dude. Madonna. <laughs> you thought an Irish guy was going to turn into an Italian guy? His last name is Madonna now. Is that a Don? Is does that, that sound fucking Irish or does or that sound Italian? Not. Oh, it's Madonna coming down the street. <laughs> ah, it's Madonna. It may be pronounced differently. That's just Don't what sound I Irish at all. It's and he sounds Ma- Irish when he talks. So how are you going to pull him off as a Madonna? What the fuck? It doesn't make any sense. That's my only problem. I already pre rented your rant before. I know. Sounds like an Italian guy. You don't guy. like his name. It may be, like I said, it may be pronounced differently. But Devlin is a fucking Irish last name. Doesn't well, that sound Irish? name. They already put that thing, that rule out. Can't have your names. Might as well fucking call him goddamn. He's what still, do they call Pete Dunn now? He's still going by the Irish ace, though. Lesh, butch. They should just call him that and drop the name. Just Irish Ace and drop the fucking name. Madonna. That's an Italian fucking last name, bro. It don't sound Irish at all. Or Scottish. It might be be like McDowell or something like that. Who knows how they actually pronounce it. It can't be McDowell's because they'd get sued by Eddie Murphy. (laughs) (laughs) Or a high school principal. I'm washing washing the lettuce right now. If I do a good job, I'll get promoted to fries. (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. Do a great job. Do a great job there. <clears throat> Two years from now, I make assistant manager. What's he say? They're the golden arches and we're the golden something or others. I can't remember. <laughs> what that. Trying to sue us all the time. <clears throat> Sexual chocolate. <laughs> Fucking love that movie, man. The second one's not. Sequels good. not as good. Took too many years to make. Comedy sequels aren't really good anyways. I fucking love when he's at that basketball game. He's getting a dude fucking freaks out when he sees him because he's from his country. And he's like, oh, no, no, trying to hide the fact that he's the fucking <laughs> king of Zamunda and shit. And every time he touches that dude, that dude fucking gets on his knees and starts praying. And she's like, no, 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 stand up, stand up. Fuck, did you turn on? 
Is this the one with NXT? Yeah, it's because, the last good Survivor Series they've done. I was going to say, because there was a sign the in the crowd. The last good Survivor Is this when they were fucking being held captive? Yep. There's yep. a sign in the crowd that says, baby. It's the last good, this is the last good Survivor Series they had. NXT versus WWE, man. It was a fucking tremendous Survivor This was Pete Dunne and Adam Cole, and those guys had that Brock, match on this one. You mean Butch? Brock got oh, on yeah. playing, and My everybody got caught behind. He's a brute. Yeah. Good brothers he's were a like brawling. tweeting out like, hey, everybody's going to die. Yeah. He's, a, he's a brawling brute. I thought this was a SmackDown. Kevin Owens. It started on it started on a Monday Night Raw because they didn't have anybody make it back, and then it just led into the pay per view that week because they thought by the weekend they'd be back, and then it was like, no, they're not going to be making it. I think the only people that made it back were the two champions because they flew them out in private. I know Brock Lesnar fucking. Yeah, he flew with Vince McMahon. Flew with Vince, yeah. Vince was like, ah, fuck the rest of you because uh, Miro was tweeting shit out. I can't remember if it was what I was making up in my mind at the time, but I thought I read somewhere that. Didn't Vince call Trump to be like, Yo, yeah, yeah, he tried to hide, call Trump are... to get help and shit, and they're like, oh, what the fuck you want us to? And then M- Miro was like, these motherfuckers <laughs> left us behind in a private jet. Somebody's got to help us. I'm never coming back here again. And, and Kevin Owens and Brian Danielson and a lot of other people was like, nah, we'll never go back and do that shit ever again. Dog. <laughs> but that, they use it as like a political, like, ah, oh, I'm not going back over because of the way they treat people, not because fucking they got right. stuck that way. Well, time. Sami Zayn definitely does because yeah. they don't treat his people right. Right. All right, that's all I pretty much have for the Indie Mode Show report. So uh, we'll be right back after this. We'll have some fun. We'll talk about uh, Forbidden Door and Money in the Bank, and then we'll have our. How real did I fun. not mention that in the beginning? Damn. What? That we're fucking having a special fucking awesome part of the show. Oh, yeah. I didn't. I that should have been my rant. You're too busy singing yourself happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> you you was singing yourself happy birthday, yeah. All right, we'll be right back after this. I, I don't know, man. Like, the only thing I I really don't like about it is, like, you know, clicking the link and and coming to where our show's at, and we can't even, like, it's not where I listen to any of my podcasts at, so I don't know. I'm kind of over it by now. You mean going on Facebook and finding our uh, page every week? Yeah, yeah. It just pops up the little window or whatever, and you got to listen to it from there. Well, the actually, all messed up. actually, thanks to our host, Anchor FM, uh, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Breaker, Castbox, Pocket Cast, Good Pods, Radio Public. We'll soon be on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and of course you can find us on Spotify. You both didn't already know that? Jeez, you're idiots. And now for the main course. Hey everybody, welcome back. Uh, talk about uh, WWE, AEW this week. Actually, Clint's kind of already summed up most of it in the rumor roll-up for at least WWE. It's been trash. Rhea Ripley's out at Money in the Bank. Carmella's in. Uh, Vince had to be fucked up in some way coming out to announce John Cena. He could barely get in the ring. And then he like jumped off the stairs. Which, oh, I forgot John Cena come back. That that's true. next next or this Monday. Oh, yeah, hadn't happened yet. Oh, no, they okay. just announced it. Uh, almost qualified really, for Money in the Bank. Really, the biggest shit this week happened on SmackDown. It's kind of my highest spot no. of the week. Okay. Oh no! If you don't know, then you're about you'll probably find out today. Oh, okay. Uh, Elias and uh, Ezekiel were on screen at the same time. Called it. They were on screen at the same time. Shaking hands, right? buddy. They McFoley you. 
And then Elias hit KO with a I guitar. Seen, I seen Mankind, Cactus Jack, and Dude Love all sit on the uh, three, yeah, three couches they, at the same time. Yeah, yeah, but like one was not talking while the other was talking in a flashback. These motherfuckers come out and shook hands. Technology is better now than <laughs> 1997, 98. Uh, they brought fucking goddamn Princess Leia back to life. Oscar <laughs> qualified for Money in the Bank. Sami Zayn qualified for Money in the Bank. Uh, the Viking Raiders returned as heels. And they're on SmackDown now. You want to talk about shit gives me a f- spine shiver. Seeing dead people fucking brought back to life and CGI on screen. That shit sends a chill up my spine. <laughs> Grandma, then, Tarkin. Uh, Grandma Tarkin had his own fucking reflection. That's weird. Motherfucker spent all the Super Bowl hoping for a Tupac fucking hologram. And shit would have made me, show. I'm pretty sure everybody did. This shit would have made me have chills that night, too. <laughs> Dude, it's fucking strange, man. And then uh, Pat McAfee challenged... Uh, happy Corbin to a match at SummerSlam. Yeah, I mean he cut a good ass promo going into it too. I heard it this morning on the radio, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Really? Every fucking WWE so, superstar so got a means, promo like that. Their show would be ten times better. So that means the SummerSlam, I get to go. Oh, uh, 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 oh. Well, if Baron Corbin takes it, I mean, if he if he accepts the challenge anyway. But come yeah, on, he's challenging bum gotta, ass Corbin. You get it on YouTube, or I'll get on YouTube when we get done here, and I'll let you listen to this promo. It's some good shit, man. You'll like it. I like Pat McAfee promo. He cut a good one. That's the other. So, like, I don't, like, Brent is famous for his fucking five closets full of t-shirts and shit. Like, I'm of wrestling t-shirts. Like, I only ever have owned in my entire life, like, the wrestling shirts that I really, 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 really fucking like. And Pat McAfee's fucking, when he was in NXT with the, it's great to be great and it sucks to suck. I would fucking love that shirt, and I would no. love British Combat Club or no. Com- Blackpool Combat Club. I want shirt. for the brand shirt. I mean, that's cool, and all and it's his podcast and shit. I'm not really a fan of his podcast per se. I do watch it when there's wrestling shit it's just involved. Cool uh, shirt, like fucking brother me softly. <laughs> I want a brother me softly shirt real bad too. I haven't found one yet, but I will someday. <laughs> I might have to have my own mate. I think I have two more shirts coming in the mail. <laughs> He, no. he comes up there and he's like, damn you, AEW, for having 20% off. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you bought a shirt, didn't you? WWE's like, yeah, hitting them off 30% them. off this weekend as well because Forbidden Door. Well, fuck, Vince, you want to do that? I got more money than you. We'll just <laughs> wait it out. I'll go 40%. <laughs> Actually, the most I've ever seen uh, pro wrestling tees do is like 25% off. Yeah, I can't afford no more than that. And, the, and then you have people like, I think it was the best friends putting out a tweet going, Hey, we really like it when you guys buy our shit, but we make money off of it, so stop just buying it during pay-per-views when it's 25% off. <laughs> See, that's shit they shouldn't be doing. Dude, they're like 35 bucks anyway. Fuck that. They shouldn't be doing that shit it's anyway. It's 28.74 for my size. You shouldn't be crying online about people buying your merchandise. Be happy someone's buying your shirt at all. <laughs> I got two best friend shirts. No, I'm just talking about the best friends in general. Uh, they shouldn't even be bitching about anyone buying their shirt. They should be glad anyone's buying one at all. That's true. To be saying you shouldn't only be buying them when they're 20% off. I only get fucking a small percentage of that. Fuck you. You're lucky anyone's bought your shirt at all from this trash I've seen on fucking national American TV. You got to go back to Japan with it. I mean, even Please. like if you're super famous and doing a great job, you're still don't lucky do, for somebody to be buying yeah, your shirt. Don't like, bitch online about fuck. It's just as bad as a wrestler saying, oh, no, I'm a contract online. So you get 50,000 people to get on your side because you can't just walk into your boss and say, I'm not happy here. I don't want my job no more. And he says, too bad, pal. You got a contract. Well, I'll get 100,000 people on my side, and you'll just have to let me go. Nope. We'll just fucking Mustafa Ali <laughs> Mustafa came back. And you're getting mashed Ish. out every fucking week for the next three years till his contract's out. He's going to lose, 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 lose. He at least looks good when he loses. 
Somebody's got to. Mikey. Whitman. I used to have respect to it for him all the way up until fucking retribution. Oh, you get I, I heard him on a podcast with Jericho and like, which didn't they want Edge to be the leader of that group in the beginning too? Yeah, but they, it sounds to me like they would have done the same shit with that that they did with Judgment Day, and Edge would still be out. So, which is Judge- Judgment Day over since Rhea Ripley fucking <sighs> went brain dead? And dude, they've been only showing them. They're on main event. Main event ain't been on regular what? TV. Wah, wah. See you later. See you later. Judgment Day it was nice seeing. It's it nice having you for two or three weeks. It was fun when Edge was doing his thing. It was cool, and now WWE shot the shit with it. Shot it straight out the shit cannon. They're not good at those things. They look heart attack. No, they had it. They really did have it with Edge. And then even the day they kicked him out of their group, he was tweeting out earlier that day who could be the new you know people in da da da. And, and they had me like, when Finn took over. And then it was like the spiritual demon fucking blah blah blah. And, and then they like, haven't been seen on TV since. Yeah, made of it. Sad, dude. All right, we'll move to Forbidden Door so we can get on to have it on our phone. Fucking dropping that ball, son. It's a, like you know, old fucking Jim Cornette says. It's a wrestling war that nobody's fucking trying to win or can win or whatever. <laughs> They're all fucking it up. Yeah, I ain't no shit. Comedy of errors. Problem with WWE is everybody wants real shit, and they won't give people real shit. They give people that cartoony shit. And problem with <laughs> AEW is they don't know how to give people real shit without it looking cartoony. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, look at Sasha Banks turning on people. So now it's what, Rhea and Sasha? It's the boss, dog. Why not? Even now. Uh, okay. <laughs> A- AEW. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, there's pretty much only two things to really talk about on Dynamite. Uh, Christian Cage's fucking promo. Dude, he went hard. Dude, his, outfit, scared me. his outfit had me straight saying evil fucking villain when he came out. <laughs> like the fucking, he did go the classic fucking like villain route. Like. Light brown felt Austin Powers shoes on, tight jeans. He had the, the turtleneck on with the corduroy jacket <laughs> real tight. Came out talking shit about Jungle Boy's dad and whatnot. Dude said fucking... <laughs> what? Your How dad is it? dead. <laughs> I think your mom wanted me to be your father figure, if you know what I mean. <laughs> What, you know what else is weird? There's another kid that was on that. There's a kid that was on that show, that Riverdale show, that like murdered his grandma here not too long ago, and fucking was gonna go to like the the fucking. He lived in Canada, and fucking uh, his grandma was playing piano, and he shot her in the back of the head and murdered her, and then got a bunch of ammunition and molotovs oh, and shit, them. and was gonna go fucking blow up the prime minister in Canada, and then he, right as soon as he got there, he decided to turn himself in instead. Nice bleeding insanity and shit, but he was on Riverdale. It's like there must be some kind of curse around. Which fucking that show person from Riverdale is that? Some kid that was on there. I ain't sure. Yeah, it was like, and he was like fourteen or something, right? I don't know. I'm was never. I never young? watched it. I ain't really sure. I just know that it said he was on there, and he was also on. Um, I think nine one one. But I thought it was kind of neat. Like that show must have a curse on it now or something. Luke Perry curse. <laughs> Wonder if happened to Brian Austin Green. He ain't pretty no more. So I guess that on TV. Be. Oh, that's right. Megan Fox canceled him, didn't she? <laughs> She, she got with MGK and said he's 40 and looks fucking like he's getting 40, so I got to get rid of him. <laughs> Actually, I think Brian Austin Green's like 50 now, probably. But Have you seen the dark side of the 90s? No. They have a fucking whole episode on YouTube 90s. YouTube or is it? No, no, no. Vice? It's Vice, yeah. It's on Hulu. I'd hate to see it because I'm sure they fucking it's good, dude. did terrible shit to them kids. Uh, 90s teen dramas is the episode that I watched, and it was fucking Party of Five, 90210. Oh, fucking Party fucking... of Five, bro. I forgot all about that shit. <laughs> dude, it was good. They went in-depth on it. And, like, had, I mean, them fucking dark side people do a good job on yeah, everything. Yeah. 
Well, they're about to change it up to some other thing now. They're fucking involved with The Rock. Goddamn played Ryan from Hell. Fucked it all up. <laughs> Which is, you know, there was... Try to cancel Ric Flair. To me, there's been, like, more worse episodes than that. As far as, like, talking about doing terrible shit to women, no. But, like, as far as, like, in-depth, like, shit, like... I don't remember seeing that kid on the show. Must have been after Ashley stopped, like, paying attention to it. I don't know, pal. I didn't watch it. I never have watched it. i just seen it in the headlines. I thought, damn, that show's got to have a curse around it. Yeah. I mean, the way they killed off Luke Perry's character on the TV show was just... He had a car wreck off scene, and then they had his funeral. Hmm. So. It's terrible. I forget, how did he die? He had a stroke. Yeah. Put him in a, they put him in a coma. A medical-induced coma, and they never came out of it. Um, they could have just said he had a heart attack on the show or a stroke and died. That would have been just as easy, right? Instead, they was have him maimed in a car wreck to death. Uh, he was helping somebody change their tire on the side of the road and somebody else crashed into the car. That's even worse. Why wouldn't you just let him have a fucking Maybe they needed attack? the symphony. No, they needed sympathy. a reason to have a No, they wanted, they wanted Archie to know that his dad was a good man. They needed to have a reason to have a closed casket because he couldn't be on the show no more. <laughs> I would have just said he had a heart attack. We had the funeral off screen. This is the reverberation from him as the season starts. Not have him get fucking maimed to death by a car. That's some hardcore shit. I don't like all that shit happening like, off screen. And it's like Archie. I know, I don't quite get Riverdale. Stupid. CW. That makes sense. They have a Sabrina one, too, right? Smallville is the only thing that ever halfway made sense. Yeah, but it's on Netflix. I'm saying halfway. (laughs) You realize you're not wearing headphones, right? Yeah. Okay. My ears hurt. Let's make sure you know. (laughs) Drinking a beer, got his America hat on. Fuck them headphones. You don't need them. I can hear you. You you sure? He can hear us louder, (laughs) probably. Can you you hear yourself? I don't think the headphones is for me to hear you guys. It's for me to hear how I sound myself because I'm fucking dumb about the microphone. And <laughs> you sound dumb saying like, that. <laughs> like I'll be over here talking and be like, oh, I can't hear myself. Okay. It came out sideways. Yeah, and when I'm, I can't hear that shit. Well, half the time when you start doing that, I'm like, hey, talking to the microphone. <laughs> I need those gentle reminders. Okay. <laughs> the other gentle, thing to talk about reminders. was the other thing was Brian Danielson coming out saying that he's not healthy for Forbidden Door or Blood and Guts and he picked a technical wrestler to replace him. He don't need to waste his fucking wrestling career in a blood and guts match anyway. That's true. There's no reason for it. Uh, he don't need to be involved in any. Dude, type honestly, of fucking gang a blood warfare. and guts match is probably easier than what he's been doing to himself. I, honestly, they he's don't been need going to, hard as fuck. Honestly, they don't need to have another blood and guts match because the first one sucked. They don't need to have one ever. Like, I get what you're saying about hardcore wrestling and all that bullshit, but like Daniel Bryan be going hard as fuck. Be bumping his head yeah, off yeah, shit. Yeah, no, he still does the off the top rope fucking headbutts and all that damn ignorant shit. But still, like, they're the preservation of these guys is going to be no good because we need to have a fucking giant cage, hardcore fucking sadistic fucking barbed wire exploding ring match. Except for every, Jericho, every, who's apparently immortal. DDP yoga. But it's like every other month we've got to have some over the top mecha match, and it's like hey, no, it's, we don't need all that. All hey, the getting time. thrown off the top of the cage through the cardboard onto the air mattress is hard work. The first time AEW has a pay per view when it's all wrestling and there's no fucking crazy over the top matches in the whole entire pay per view. It's just a straight wrestling pay per view. I was just thinking that. Have I? I don't think like, I've ever seen no, that. There's always one gimmick match at least. I don't one think I've seen two. it in WWE for a long time either. Probably not now. 
No, I don't think so. even on the I, Monday Night Raw. I just remember, like, being a kid, like, months and months and months, and it was just wrestling match, wrestling match, wrestling Story match. Storyline, like, good wrestling. Bull rope match. Ooh, ow. Yeah, and Ooh. it made sense because you didn't see one every two weeks. And see, now Tony Khan goes gimmick match, gimmick match, gimmick match, and then at the pay-per-view we get a wrestling match. Well, they do that to everyone now because it's just that's, oh, it's fucking, that's what sells. It's fucking craziness and over the top. Blame mankind for jumping off the fucking cage. I don't think it's that. I think everyone just fucking thinks it needs to be fucking. I can't top it. He told he told the Undertaker to throw him. I think it's just become <laughs> such a part of wrestling now that you like companies have like feel like they have to do that. You can't Shoot just have the town. I mean, like, a, like killing the town. I mean, I, I think I don't know. It'd be weird to see a show just to wrestle. I don't think any wrestling company has a show where there's just no crazy gimmick match in it at all. I don't know what I would do if I seen a wrestling company do that. I'd be like, damn, I'm gonna watch you guys From every start week. Start to finish. I'm gonna watch this every week. NWA Power. No, they don't even have wild ass matches down there too. They don't have. They do. It's just pure once. wrestling, I think. Sometimes they have some fucking... They might have an ODQ match every once in a while. Like a, I thought they had a death match, one Texas death match or whatever. One, uh, 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 what's his name? He's a champ again right now. I thought he had a Texas death match down there. What, Trevor Murdoch? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I think their whole gimmick is that fucking... Their 80s studio wrestling. Because it's Matt Cordona went in there swinging sticks and shit, right? <laughs> He's the, he was the champ. Well, got hurt. Otherwise, he probably still would be. Some weird shit going on there too. So everybody, but who's that right there? Who's the Chinese chick? Yeah, sure. Uh, she's Yo, still. Shirai. She's on. Who's on the right? Uh, they're gone now. I can't. That was Candice LeRae. It was Johnny Gargano's wife. So pretty much everybody but hers, like top in the company right now. She had their baby, and they right, right, her from right. the company. So I don't know what the fuck she's doing. But Rhea and, yeah. Rhea and Bianca were supposed to wrestle each other next Saturday. At- Money in the bank. No, Rhea's got brain problems. That's what I'm saying. Everybody else that was pictured there is like the top in the company. Oh, yeah, yeah. In the A company. Because Tony Storm was the other one, right? Yep. Yep. And Eo. No, it was Lacey Evans, wasn't it? No. It was Tony Storm. Pretty sure it was Tony Storm. I'm pretty sure. I thought it was Lacey Evans. No, it was Tony. I'm talking about Survivor Series, by the way. I thought this was before (laughs) Tony Storm. No, it's Tony Storm, Io Shirai, Rhea Ripley. Was Lacey Evans on the regular roster? She was out there just a little she bit was ago. On, yeah, she was on the Raw team. Oh, okay. That's who i seen then. She must not have been in the ring too much because I, I don't remember her being there at all. And that was before Candice LeRae became the Poison Pixie or whatever. Sure. Before <laughs> her and Johnny became the way. There was some good TV there with him and, uh, with him and uh, Theory. Theory. Austin Theory. Just Theory now. Chicago. Well, the next time it comes to Chicago, I'm going. Survivor Series? Yeah. I got Survivor Series and WrestleMania to go to after the summer. Maybe a year or two before they're in Chicago or something <sighs> like that. has been talking about going to WrestleMania for a very long time. Me too. Okay. Forbidden Door. I mean, not, I mean, Roosh made his debut on the roster and kicked Ray Phoenix in the nuts. Brought back their... Uh, was it? I still don't know who the fuck Roosh is. He was the ROH champion before Tony Khan bought him, pretty much, and Bandito beat him. Bandito was. He's the one. Bandito beat, or is the one that beat Roosh. Uh, I asked Lucas who is. We're talking about the draft that we're about to do, and uh, I asked Lucas. We asked Lucas who's top five or asleep. You're talking about Forbidden Door, and I passed out for a minute. He was like Kevin Steen. I was like, who the fuck is a Kevin Steen? He like looked at me like. He also said Kevin Owens. He also said, uh, "What Brian Danielson?" Uh, 
He's injury prone. His list was interesting. You, they want to paint him that way, but fuck. <laughs> I'm just fucking. I'm just joking. I've been saying that his whole career, that's and I've been watching him for why, a fucking decade. That's why I said that shit because his also, whole career has been like he's injury prone. Don't get him. He, he also <laughs> said hi, Busa. Oh yeah, uh, which is the guy that broke his neck in FM and FMW. It's his neck's broken. He ain't worth the fuck. He's injury he's, prone. He's dead. Oh well, I see. You're definitely worth the fuck if he's dead. Can't pick dead people. Yeah, it's all well, no. I, well, he's he said he ain't doing shit with. His, well, no, he ain't doing shit. He, he's dead. But that's what <laughs> uh, I don't remember the other two. So we can pick dead people. Yeah, it's all yeah, time. It's all, all time. Okay, okay. Get your head out of your ass. <laughs> you say all time if you can't. What the fuck? Am I gonna let you pick somebody from nineteen? Well, why are you criticizing him for being dead then? We're not. I was just making the reference that he is dead. Yeah. Mm. And that's but, when I was like, oh, well, then he really can't do shit then. That's why I said. He, he was like, a part. He yeah. was part of FMW. I didn't know he was he, dead. I just thought he broke his neck. I'm so, so I was confused. Like, he said he broke he his to, neck, so I said he's injury prone. He was like, "Well, no, he's dead." And I was like, "Oh, well, then he can't do shit." Then he, he, he <laughs> went to do a, he went to do a springboard moonsault off the uh, middle rope and slipped and landed like uh, Northern Light suplex on his neck. Ugh. Makes me want to vomit thinking about and it, it. And he just instantly the match was over because yeah, like bet. the referees like, "Yeah, no." He probably went st- as stiff as Big E did when he fucking landed on his head. Uh. Okay, Forbidden Door. Interim AEW Championship. Oxley Tanahashi. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with... I'm going fucking Japanese, dude. I'm going with MJF shows up and spoils the party and the Japanese guy wins. Okay. And then Tony comes out like... Oh my God, what have you, said? you got the All-Atlantic Championship. Miro, Pack. Malachi Black, and now it's Clark Connor. Ah, Clark Connor's in the match. <laughs> I could actually see Clark Tony Khan right now. MJF, you piece of shit. He's the guy that lost to Ishii, who they they had two matches. It was Connor's and somebody, Ishii and somebody. And then the winner of those two matches wrestled each other. All that see. shit happened on Japan TV? Yeah. Which mm. Clark Connor's literally is just coming into his own he was one of the young lions see the issue is that we don't know none of us as americans and they didn't have enough time to stress all this to us in storylines so we don't know what the fuck's going on true also why this pay-per-view is not going to work where can you watch Jap- japan shit at they do show it on the roku but i think it's last year they don't yeah, show, they show it, it they have it yeah they have a thing on roku tv they're back on access tv or you can buy new japan world which it's like 10 bucks a month <laughs> It's a lot for some motherfuckers you never heard of. It's nine hundred and ninety nine yen, which ends up being like nine dollars and seventy two cents or something. A lot over there, though. I bet everybody looks rich when they look at their bank accounts over there because everything looks like it's (laughs) fucking hundred thousand. Everybody in the four comma club. (laughs) Uh, You got the IWGP World Championship match. Come over here; they can't even afford a fucking six piece nugget. (laughs) Okada, Jay White, Adam Cole, Hangman Page. Versus who? Jay White. It's a four-way match for the heavyweight championship. Jay White, dude. This will be the first thing I get to. Well, they're going to just make Jay White look like he's the best. You're going to watch it for free on your fucking laptop. What are you talking about? They're just going to make Jay White look like he's the best. They should because I've seen his debut like seven fucking times this year. They're going to have to do that. He's the. That's what they're doing. They're just trying to make it look like he's the greatest in the world ever. I hope for Jay White. I think. Based on how everybody reacts when he debuts. 
<laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what type of match it is, I guess. Like I said, I'm going to watch ups and downs. I ain't even buying the pay-per-view. I don't fucking... I ain't doing it. It's too much confusion and shit. I don't know who's who. Winner, winner takes all. FTR. United Empire. Rapongi Vice. Sounds like some shit Impact would do, to be honest with you. FTR. Rapongi Vice. And who? The United Empire. That's Jeff Cobb and the Great Ocon. UE's probably going to win that. They should. So they're going to walk out as ROH champs and the IWGP? That's exactly what you should do with the ROH championship. They should, yes. Fucking Rapongi Vice. Look, it's on the bottom of my shoe. F- I F- want to like Rapungi Vice. I don't. I F- fucking FTR. read the whole Wikipedia page on the Rapungi fucking district of Japan, and it's kind of like Miami, and that's why they do it. And the whole they don't scream that to me. The whole gimmick's supposed to be Miami they, Vice, really. They, they, I don't see it. FTR has never been the IWGP World Heavyweight What's a, Champions. Ooh, that'd be sweet. I see chips more than Miami Vice. That's, I mean, because they, the same they, they, show. You had, to, you, had to, you had to specify that. If you watched AEW all this week, like the the wrestlers are like, it's heavyweight because they have the junior heavyweight division. Once so, again, some shit you and I would not know. What's the heavyweight? There's two different divisions in New Japan. There's For the, tag teams? Yeah, there's the junior heavyweight championships and there's the heavyweight championships. There's also the too much. There's also the junior heavyweight title and there's the world heavyweight title. Thirty nine. Wow, I get that. That's a cruiserweight, but they have two world heavyweight. You, there's also a junior heavyweight tag team it's division. Too much. Too many. Too much. Yeah, I honestly didn't know which that. Junior, I've been reading about fucking Japan for which the junior heavyweight five fucking years. The junior heavyweight <laughs> tag team champions are also the United Empire. It's too much. Is there a never open weight tag team? Uh, there will be on the American version of New Japan. I was just joking, but they're fuck. They're they're gonna have, <laughs> they're gonna have a tournament for the strong open. Never weight tag team champions. Too many belts. Americans don't care about this type of shit. I still don't know what the first never open weight means. You're not in any weight class. American TV people do not so care the about X this division. Shit. Yeah, pretty much. It's everybody else saying if you're that. if you're a junior heavyweight, you can compete for the never open weight. If you're a heavyweight, you can compete for the never open weight. It's it's everybody. It's see if that's you're, a weird if thing you're about a junior, their wrestling. If you're a junior in Japan, you can only wrestle for the junior titles. So the thing about their wrestling is you can wrestle over there and not be popular and get to be a champion. And like over here in America, you have to be like the rock to get over to be champion. You Man, can't just wrestler and be popular. Not intercontinental or U.S. title. Yeah, but he's late. talking about heavyweight titles, which I know they have so many that really none of them mean jack shit at all. Except for like the main one the, heavyweight championship is the, the only is one that really means anything. The thing is your popularity pretty much is what takes you to the heavyweight. <laughs> I'm just not as good as the champion. When I hold this belt. I would fucking hate to be anybody not holding a championship <laughs> and belt. I'm just not as good as the champion who's not as good as the champion while I hold this belt. And I'm just not as good yeah, as the champion. Could you imagine not having a championship champion belt in that company? Like, when there's fucking like 19,000 right. champions and fucking 20,000 wrestlers. I guess wrestlers. I'm not good. They won't give me one of the 15 belts. Better go to America. Okay, you got the world title. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> well, no, here. No, no, no. No, I don't know. It's too many. That's all there is. You're going to count them off and there's like 10 to 12 and there's too many. Plus tag team titles. You have the two tag team titles. Two of them, even. You have, the, you have the two world titles. You two have world ne- titles? Oh, junior heavyweight and heavyweight. You have the United States title. You have the six-man tag. And then you have the Never Open Weight Championship. That's like fucking a lot of belts. Too many. Too many. I mean, you got to count those tag teams as two belts. So that's four. Plus the fucking... They have the three-man tags. So three tags. That's, that's seven. There's so many, it's confusing. 
two fucking uh, heavyweight right. or two worlds and the never open weight. That's 10, mm-hmm. right? So there's 10 to 12. How many belts is WWE got? Uh, 24-7 Intercontinental US. Tag team, two, two tag team. So that's two and two and fucking... Two women's titles. Two women's two, titles. Two women's titles. They have well, women's you, tag team. Did you count the women's Japanese titles to that? There's no women wrestlers in New Japan. Oh. That's the, sexist. The women tag team belts plus the two fucking... Raw and SmackDown belts or whatever the fuck they want to call them these days. That's 13. WWE got more. Why, why do we need to talk about that? Why is there no women in New Japan wrestling? What the fuck's that about? They're partnered with Stardom, which is his own company. It's an all-female company. New Japan's all males. Stardom's all females. They have a joint. They have a couple joint shows. I don't think I like that. <laughs> I mean, that's heritage from a long time ago. Right. Stardom's what year are we living around. in? Stardom's been around for fucking ever. Time to get moving off the times. Thinking JPW needs a women's main event to be fucking real popular. So Asuka came from Stardom. So are there Stardom females on in JPW shows though, right? The main pay-per-views. Yeah, they have a few matches. Did that American TV show that JR fucking dubbed over have women matches on it? No. I don't respect them. Americans or New Japan's American show doesn't have females. Japan don't they don't they look at women differently still, buddy. They they do that. They got another grading scale than us. Dude, they got a lot of divisions. No, I'm talking about life. <laughs> talking about wrestling divisions. So I'm trying. And about then if they... you count if you count the American <coughs> if you count the American show, they also have the strong open weight champion and the strong open weight tag team champs. Oh, so, so they're tied for with WWE for how many belts they got? It's... Both at thirteen. Did you count twenty four seven title for uh-huh. WWE? Okay. Well, I don't know why tw- I said 24/7. that. 24-7. It's 13. Then you got the uh, four tag, t- two women's tag, intercontinental, U.S. Uh, Raw and SmackDown. Raw and SmackDown. Then you got the two world titles. So 13, yeah. Shit, too many. So many titles, I don't give a fuck about them all. New Japan and them are both tied. That's what's weird. AEW's only got three. Think it's strong. I don't know. Do you count the Owen Hart titles yet? Ooh, I forgot about the Owen Hart titles. I don't been carrying those around with them, though. Those aren't titles. Those are just trophies. Yeah, he ain't carried out with them the last two times, has he? No. I figured he would. I'd be carrying it with me every week just to be fighting, throwing it in people's face like the trophy that Owen used to back in the day. Trophies. If you think about WWE, too, you also got to count the NXT titles. No, no. NXT's not That's part of the they shouldn't be American, on TV. American Strong isn't not part of new japan it's the off it's, it's the offshoot it could possibly be the biggest thing they've ever done though nxt is not it's designed to be their fucking could have been the biggest league. thing they ever did i think they shot it in the fucking face before had they've a been trying to, like, since off. the fucking 50s man not with nxt it's nxt no new japan oh America. i thought you meant nxt trying to nxt get... was never going to be the biggest thing ever wwe ever done no i said they were trying new... to get there and then they just blew the head of it completely new, off new japan was until like the 70s or 80s. 70s i was wondering because sure. I don't care. Uh, Antonio, were, it was a shoot off of all all Pro, all yeah. pro, yeah, all, all Japan. Pro. Jesus, <laughs> easy for me to say. Oh shit! Anoki and Baba didn't get along, so he started his own company. Yeah, it's because Anoki thought he should never lose to anyone. Though. Right? 
that probably goes back to what you were thinking. And that right, Inoki wanted to be Bruno San Martino and just not lose to anyone and also beat them up for real. Yeah. And it was like, dude, it's wrestling. Wow. So he fucking uh, gotta, fucked over Muhammad Ali. Yeah, but it's like, it's wrestling. Sense. We got to preserve lives. And he's like, no, no, no. I beat them up for real. I'm be champion for life. Never <laughs> dude, he ran for president and fucking. Did a lot of things. Yeah. Is he still alive, Antonio Inoki? Yeah. He, is he still alive? God, he's going to be old as shit, right? Is he in his 90s? I'm about to find Give out. Give me a second. All Japan is 1972. Uh, New Japan. They also had war at one point. Was also nineteen seventy nine years old. At the same time, February twentieth, nineteen forty three. A few weeks apart. <laughs> Motherfucker was born February twentieth, nineteen forty three. Seventy nine years old. It's February, mm. baby. I gotta like him now. I like Antonio Inoki. He's the only Japan full name, person I remember. Full name, Kanji Inoki. I don't know where they get the Antonio from. Just I'm going to have to go fucking read about because, Japanese wrestling. Because when, he, because when he came over here, most people couldn't pronounce his real name, so he just decided to go with Antonio. He only has one child, though. He was sure. wrestling down in like Texas for like the Von Erics and yeah. shit. Ooh, and she good looking, too. He's got a daughter named Hiroko Inoki. That's what she'd be looking like. Dude, she's got to be like, uh, like in her fifties. Probably 60s. now, son. But fucking, that don't mean she don't still look good. The fuck. All right, Tony Storm and Thunder Rosa for the AEW Women's Championship. Yeah, still looks good. <laughs> who for who for what? Tony Storm, Thunder Rosa. This is the first time I've given a shit about the women's division. Tony Storm's actually over as compared to Britt Baker's fucking DMD being over. Everybody's waiting to see what fucking tony storm can do she put on a really good match on wednesday night so i don't know it just depends on how thunder rosa feels, and i'm excited thunder rosa is a good wrestler she don't have to look really but she ain't been putting on but good shows here lately so it just no. i think it depends on they that. haven't had her on tv though really though but the times that she has had matches she had a shitty match with serena deep dude who has a shitty match with serena deep that shouldn't happen ever to anyone fucking like it, I think it depends on the mood Thunder Rosa's in. And if she's in a shitty mood, I think she's going to go out there and half-ass She's got boo-boo it. face. She got it, called hey. out for being half-assed, and then she went and apologized for it. it. So she, it she, she did it. It depends if she wants to be the Lamar Mara or the Lamar Mara. You don't. You don't. When someone calls you out for being half-assed, and then you apologize and show a picture of you hugging that person, that means fat, that you went half-assed, and you're apologizing for going half-assed without saying you went half-assed. Which means she has a fucking attitude. They weren't putting her on TV enough. She went out and went half-assed. So it depends on... How fucking she feels when they go out there. I know Tony Stone can put on a good match. I've seen her do it. I ain't worried about her. Why worried about she, Thunder Rosa? Because she has it, the she it, has the fucking just, look and the fucking wrestling and is the it just, is it just and me the promos in the same fucking. Is it just me or every ratio? week when when Tony Storm throws the throws the other person into the turnbuckle and they go down and she does that ass blast right to the face in the turnbuckle. Dude, it's getting more like violent every fucking week. <laughs> I just know that if Thunder Rosa loses the title, I won't be surprised because they haven't done things right. For I wouldn't be yet. surprised though, but I, 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 I don't know. I don't know what it is I like about Thunder Rosa. It must just be her face paint. I like anybody that does the Day of the Dead. Fucking, she's a good wrestler. Uh, it's just gimmick, really. since she's won the title, she's looked like Adam Page. Like she don't care to be there. Fucking, she ain't happy. She's but, got a mousy face too. Maybe just she don't care for the writing they're giving her as champion, so she's like, fuck it. You know, she's got another wrestling company, all women's wrestling company she runs on the side too. So maybe she's just tired and fucking got the mission pro, you know, I don't know. But if Tony Storm was to win, it wouldn't surprise me if she loses. I don't think it hurts her none. 
if at least finally Tony got Storm a- won, and then the next thing was her and Britt Baker would be the first time I'm excited about the women's. It's the first time I want to go outside to pee while we're paying forty <laughs> bucks to watch pay per view. Well, uh, Pro Wrestling Illustrated's new cover has. Uh, I really, Thunder. I really think if Tony Storm wins it, the first person they probably put her up against would be Statlander. So <laughs> I knew you was going to Pro say Wrestling that. Illustrated. I agree. I haven't seen shit out of Statlander though in like six months. Ever since I decided to like Chris Statlander, they have her hanging out. I haven't seen shit out of her. They have her hanging out with Athena. Pro Wrestling Illustrated on their cover right making, now, making fun has, of the baddie. Thunder Rosa versus Jade Cargill and talking about them wrestling each other and shit eventually this both ch- who's a better champion and all Bro, that I, stuff. I'd and, really like to see Tony Storm versus Jade Cargill. To be honest with you who's had the better first year in AEW and all that stuff and I feel like Jade's had like probably a better first year than what Thunder Rosa had in AEW. Jade's had the best fucking year out of anybody. Eh. No, I can't say Britt Baker. And I've never seen anybody use a pedigree as a setup till I was there on <laughs> fucking I was there I seen it's live. I didn't know how to pee. Blew my fucking mind, dude. I still haven't seen it. Still fucking was like, you, you didn't watch that episode back? No, nah, him and Mark, Mark were fucking talking to each other, and I was like, I grabbed them both. I was uh, like, she me, just did the pedigree. Me and the GCW guy that was sitting next to me and Ashley, me and him both like, oh, wait, we got excited because Willow came out. We're like, fuck yeah. And then Jade's music started. We both look at each other. We're like, pee break. See, it's, <laughs> not, it's not deathmatch enough for them to so have to go. Yeah. Something that people actually like and is going to get them ratings. Yeah. No one put a tack in nobody's forehead. I mean, the pinnacle's gone. Fucking back Blackpool Combat Club's not Same. doing shit. Jade's money. That's because they broke up the pinnacle because FTR and Ward, though, are better without MJF. I've been saying Jade's money since she started. And I was <laughs> right. I've been right so far. I'm still right. <clears throat> we even had the baddies walk like Cut the shit. The, bat, the baddies even walked like, what, Can six feet? That? Six feet from you I'm and totally, me, maybe? I'm totally stealing that out of the fucking thing, and I'm making that a fucking clip. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Orange Cassidy and Will Ospreay for the United States title. Sting. Pro- probably Will Ospreay, I imagine. But I don't care. Sting, Darby. I care a little just because I've seen Will Ospreay for so long. I've just been waiting, but they haven't done anything good with it. Sting, Darby, uh, Shingo Tagagi, Hiromu Takahashi, taking on... Uh, God bless you. Right. Thank you. Uh, taking on the Young Bucks with El Fantasmo and Hikaleo. Probably the Young Bucks. Yeah, I like, I like to see that team go over. Plus, it's Sting, and what they they're got names Hick for Leo and the, who? Uh, the Bullet dudes Club and the dudes with, with bad that, attitude. Dude, with that dudes with dudes attitude, with which attitudes. was Stings. Yeah, yeah. Young Bucks, Hikaleo, and who? El Fantasmo. Yeah, I'm pumped about that team. Actually, kind of. I like Hikaleo. He's a good wrestler. I like El Fantasmo. I might not Peter in the Young Bucks match either. Big Oose. What the fuck is this pay per view doing to me? I ain't watching it. Uh, Jericho, Minoru Suzuki, Sammy Guevara. I know Minoru Suzuki. He's the one that got shaved head, fucking takes the chops. One that yeah, looks like he chops. cut his head with dog clippers. Yeah. I can yeah. even remember his name, Minoru Suzuki. Either completely shave it or don't. I can pronounce it. I can recall it from memory. Don't half-ass shave it. Taking on uh, Eddie Kingston. Shout I even out. have a memory of him and fucking John Mo- Moxley having a fucking real good match. Him and Samoa Joe having a real fucking good match. He... There, Suzuki Minora. Minora Suzuki. You're not in Japan, man. You don't have to call him <laughs> Suzuki Minora. <laughs> He's the only one that they've gotten over out of this whole fucking Forbidden Door bullshit. I don't know. You got really excited about uh, what? Kojima's son. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the way he says it, though. 
I don't know. I result. forgot that it was him from that. They should have said something about that. I hope that was next Wednesday. That's we kind of that promo is what got me watching AEW every week. To be honest with you, I hope next Wednesday we go back to regular WWE or I mean AEW and fucking just we get rid of all this wild nonsense. There's gonna be nothing going on. They haven't started jack shit. It's all, right. all fucking culminating to this. Hopefully it'll be all new storylines and everybody's hurt. Have to, just, you think to, Japanese people gonna be involved for a while after I this? They, I hope they will. Osprey wins the title, sticks around. They fucking goddamn start making new stars. I think. Like the heads of the companies are finally backstage together at the same time, and it implodes, and there's a fucking huge division between they're Japan and America. Again, bullshit! Like, they're all back there. For the last fifty years, they've been after, trying this after next week. They're gonna have to get ready to start to go for all out. They're all back there snorting lines, plotting on Vince McMahon's downfall. <laughs> yeah, ask Carly Race and fucking Eddie Graham how that fucking worked out. Well, you think it's not happening right now in a back room someplace? A bunch of wrestling god guys that run companies aren't sitting together at the secret meeting. Going, Harley Vince? Race got retired, and Eddie Graham killed himself. I'm I'll just, tell you that. I'm just saying, <laughs> it, we might see the same sort of thing go on this time around too with different people. <clears throat> hey, you dropped your thing. <laughs> da 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 da. Uh, the, the Jericho team is taking on Eddie Kingston, Shata Amuna. And Wheeler Yuta. Shots to Immunia. <laughs> Thread shoes is <clears throat> No, I'm anti vaccine. Nice. I don't know that wrestler. Who? Shots to Immunia? Yeah, it's Red Shoes' song. Yeah, I don't Who the fuck is a Red Shoes? Red, <laughs> red Shoes. Just, this is red, why I'm not buying this pay per view. Just stop. Red, red Shoes is the referee for New Japan Pro Wrestling. You're, you're oh. just hurting me every time you speak words that don't make Literally sense. Literally, one guy refs like every Who's match. on the other fucking team? I do. You, I got a life bar and so much Jer- life points. Is there anybody in this match that I fucking know? Jericho, Suzuki, and Guevara taking See, on every- Eddie Kingston, Wheeler Yuta, and Shada Amuna. My hit points keep going down every time he talks. Hmm. I don't care for that match. I don't. What, that's a whole lot of nonsense. Right. And then that's you got Zack Sabre Jr. taking on a mystery opponent. There's also three matches on the fucking buy-in, but I'm not even going over that. You literally have, like, I think it's the Acclaimed taking on a fucking group of jobbers. Scissor me daddy ass. Uh, you have Keith Lee and... Str- Swerve taking on a tag team. Nah, Keith Lee just walked off on Swerve and fucking told him, get back, Jack. I ain't got no time for you. He definitely gets a better, bigger pop than fucking Swerve does. Swerve's got a better song, though. <laughs> then, I, then I think you got Starks and Ta- or Hobbs taking on somebody, too. I don't sweat, but I drip. Top rope, do a flip. <laughs> so you guys can talk about how you're going to end the fucking forbidden door, door and then just take off. You're okay, this is the last match. Great. Talk about what match is something it? else. Zack Sabre Jr. And Versus nobody. Company. That's not the main event. Is it? Moxley. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about Zack Sabre Jr. I've never watched one of his matches. Name Moxley's ever. opponent right now. What's his name? Tanahashi. What's his first name? Hold on. <laughs> I'm proud of you that you got Tanahashi out. I don't know. Blah, blah. <laughs> I'm going to take a loss on this one, I think. Uh, Hold on. Masahiro Tanahashi. I get it right? Nice. I I get it right? I have no idea. Brent's in the bathroom. Brent, (laughs) we need your help. What's Tanasani Hoochie's The show's falling apart. First name? We can't pronounce no names. I'm tongue-tied. Dick's drooling on himself. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, AJ just took a fucking weird bump right there. I'm confused. 
Roddy Strong just took out Shinsuke Nakamura. I kind of forget about Roddy Strong. He's stuck in WWE fucking goddamn, uh, what do you call it? The in-between heaven. I feel like I should like him. I've seen him do good things. What do you call it when you're in between heaven and earth? Purgatory. He's stuck in WWE purgatory right now. NXT, For like three years. NXT hell. He got scared. He's the only one who re-signed they were all everybody like, else was Fuck like, yeah, we're leaving. Well, we're fucking out of our contracts. But he's like, dog, it's a, it's a solid paycheck, though. Just keep coming to work. Just shut your mouth. Keep your head down. Nose to the grindstone. And it's like, I think he actually Roddy, Roddy walked away before the rest of them, but then he came back. I think he was the first one to be like, hey, I think we we're all going to resign together. And he resigned, and everybody was like, uh, no, sorry. Uh, are you Roddy. saying it's a revolution uh, type situation with Shane Douglas? Maybe, but Roddy Strong. And Eddie Guerrero was like, eh, eh, he's not with us, though. Yeah, maybe, but he's also been super fucking WWE since he was like 13 or 14 years old. Mm-hmm. You know, he fucking came up with the Widow's Peak move and shit for old girl to use at like 13 years old. So, uh, what's her name? She said that in a podcast yeah. interview with Chris Van Vliet. Victoria. At 13 years old, he gave her that move. I don't remember her name so in TNA. He's related to somebody that had something to do with the wrestling business or something. He's been around for, since he was like a young, young kid. Um, Who's Roddy now? He's this, Roddy? This, How old is he? I'm saying, who's he now in wrestling? He'd be inventing wrestling moves for fucking chicks in the, early, in the late 90s. Fuck, I don't know. And he was like our age when he was doing that shit. He's like he's about the same age as us, or maybe just a little bit older. Hmm. All right, which one of you guys is going first? We ever decide that? No, not really. I, mean, I don't care. I don't care either. All right. <laughs> Was it like six months ago? We did a show where we got to build our own TV show Stop. using only current or current wrestlers. He's thirty-eight, so he's a year older than Dick. Hmm. So, uh, so prime of his life then. No, he's actually not wrestling right now. They announced on NXT 2.0 that he has suffered an ankle injury and is going to be out for an undetermined amount of time. So maybe he's about to be done. We didn't even know that he got injured. Right now, I'm telling you, as as a fucking, uh, he's probably going to get released. I hope. Let him go. Let the birdie free. It'd be a sad situation for him if they didn't. Let him flap his wings someplace else. Right, we're gonna do an all-time draft. Build your TV show. It's got to be a rampage, though. What? If there's a Friday night show, because there's why? only two tag teams and two women. Oh, okay. I mean, it's an hour-long show. I figured you it's guys public didn't access. Wanna, I figured you guys didn't want to sit here as long. I mean, that one was What's, an entire show itself. It's yeah. it's a public access. show. What's that show they have on the free wrestling channel on Pluto that fucking always has the cars driving by in the background because you can see right through the front door? I ain't sure, but that's what I was gonna say. PGW. It's, it's public access TV. It's oh, a wrestling show you're putting wrestling. on. It's, yeah. a, it's a wrestling roster you've got, and you had to make it for a high school gym. You know what I'm saying? But it's all time wrestlers. But that's you know you can only have so many. Cause It'd be the Pactus gym. So right, but you we're can broke. Have, you can have this, or at least in an armory. I'd say armory. Six. Well, there's no armories around here. I tell you what, there's we'll do it in the power plant. <laughs> not the WCW Wofford. power plant the power plant in Havana that closed we'll do it out there it's plenty of room it's about to reopen as a battery station right so we can uh, do it out there it's plenty of room I'm not sure about the mash pit actually so. you know what I do I do a you football field outside football field I, stadium series we're, we're warrior wrestling Las Vegas no no big deal I pick Ric Flair coming down in a helicopter at the baseball stadium I'm doing Iowa <laughs> at the field of, at the field of All right. uh you get to pick your top six, two females, two tag teams. So you two get to decide which one goes first. I guess go third like normal. 
You can go ahead. I got you first on my list to write down names for whenever someone drafts. So go ahead. Mega Powers as my tag team. So Hogan and Macho. Uncomfortable silence. No, I should just put Mega Powers on there. That'd make more sense. Why are you writing them down too? So I can remember and not pick somebody else's shit. Oh, that's oh yeah, that's why I write it down too. Because you never know. I'm just gonna rely on you two to do that. I'd probably <laughs> blurt out a that, name that, or two. That that's normal. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Bret Hart. Number one. Number one. Really, nobody's going to talk about people making picks? Oh, well. Yeah, no, we're just down to business. I think it's a good pick. I, I mean, Bret Hart's a solid pick, but fucking... I figured you had already... Leaves a solid one on the table. There's a lot more on the table still, if you think about it. Wow, there's one tactical one on the table, especially for you, that I'm going to get a round first before it happens. That'll make my show a you just threw, a lot better than your one, If I know anything about the person you're going to pick, he seems to be a journeyman that's been to every single company there is, so I imagine he might end up in my company eventually anyway. <laughs> you just if, I, if it's a person who I think you're talking about, he just made a statement the other day that said, if I was in my prime now, WWE and AEW <laughs> would not be able to afford Because I'm a me. big fucking deal! <laughs> so, I think at some point in time... I'm sorry, Nick. sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm but you just, deal. you just threw a whole fucking wrench in my plan. <laughs> I, I think he wanted to be... A, We've I, been I, talking draft strategies all week and fucking that was not I think what. I think that he still wants to be a belt collector even at this age and if he was in his prime he would still go around and try to at win this all the point belts, I'm right? ready for him I'm ready to watch him die in the ring so you can have him but I guarantee he ends up in my company at some point <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not worried about it but yeah Bret Hart's a good one you're gonna need a good strong worker for your company and god damn that's a good champion to start with if you ask me he's it's ever since he hit WWE he's been Rick one Flair's of, on the table Ever since he hit WWE, he's one of the best. Top, I, I still ain't picking Sting. Top five all-time Bret Hart in anybody's list. Maybe not <laughs> yours because you're a fucking weirdo, but... He's my honorable mention on Mount Rushmore. He Look, I'm, making, I'm, Mount Brett Rushmore. Sweat. I'm making him sweat over here. Actually, I did that shit to him with the group one when I picked the goddamn group. Well, no, I did well, that to you. So does that Destiny. mean that you can't pick fucking... Uh, yeah, you can't pick your tag team or what we are talking about yeah, earlier you can't, today. You can't take the Hart Foundation. Oh, well, you can still have Jim. Well, you could have Jim and Owen. Jim and, yeah. Okay. Actually. It's not as good damn. a tag team. They weren't as tag team as as long. And they wore fruity colors. But, hey, actually, actually, I'm going to go back. You got the cartoon version. I'm, it's like the new Black Tracks. What, what he did with the first pick, I'm actually going to do kind of too. Because. Uh, can't have Sting. Or, I mean, can't have Hogan, I mean. So it can't be the same thing. Uh, Who's Sting? Sting if Vampiro? I, if I if I go back to uh, can't I mean I can't pick Hogan more than once, so he can't pick another version of Hogan and Macho. It has to be I could pick the Blade Runners like I'm going Ooh, to, and I get Sting an Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> this motherfucker that ain't even a good tag This team. motherfucker. So you're picking Blade Runners? Actually, I am. Yeah, just for the fact of what these guys turn into, it's all time. You got to turn them into that though, not fucking. Oh, I mean, that's their trajectory. <laughs> uh, I mean. That's, a, fucking, you that's gotta, a good team to go up against, Macho Man and fucking Hulk Hogan. I ain't like, saying it's a bad pick. It's just uh, both of them. Ultimate uh, Warrior don't know how to wrestle, dog. That's, a that's my, like you calling Vince McMahon as your as your manager that one time. I got my two. All I just got my two favorite wrestlers when I was like four years old. Me too. That stopped the world. <laughs> <laughs> that stopped the world when I did that, though, didn't 
when I picked Vince McMahon as the manager. You can get on any he WWE just game. just kind of stopped my world with that shit. I'm, I'm picking Mega Powers as my fucking, like, it's all time. Like, and there's no two better people to go against the Mega Powers, I can tell you that. Yeah, but then you guys are in two different companies, so it don't matter. Oh, well, we'll have a forbidden door. Oh, <laughs> that where we're headed. <laughs> all right, but do you want to be the brain dead Japanese guy or the cook snorting young kid with a bunch of money? <laughs> I'm going to be uh back to dick. Court Bauer just hanging out, fucking putting lawsuits out for monopolies. You want me to write down Enzo now? <laughs> It's all time. I can't do that. It's all time. I can't do that, he says. But no, I have to pick Ric Flair. Fuck. How am I not? Is that who you're going with next? Time? Yeah, Starcast. Fucking couple Sundays from now. Survivor Series or SummerSlam weekend. It's a big fucking deal. It's a big fucking deal. <laughs> have you ever heard Ric Flair cuss like that in a promo ever? No, because he's always been on TV. You can't cuss like that on TV. That's, I mean, he's changing his character up. Um. Now, if you could go, you imagine a Ric Flair cutting promos against Stone Cold Steve Austin in the same language? If Stone Cold could use the same language back, then yeah, it'd be neat. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're um, all like, "Fuck you!" No, fuck you. Maybe like Flair in Puerto Rico, or Flair might, in like I, well, I imagine NWA, probably. AWA, early early shit with met night. Like maybe some shit that we have never seen on TV before. Like it just know, never was on TV, or that we're too young to still know and about. Fucking, I don't know when it was PC for you to not say the f word in wrestling. So who knows how many places he used to go into? Like ah, fucking, I'm probably the, best the 80s. Ever. I would imagine. And you know who, who knows once, how many shows they did that they, we haven't seen that were live shows where you just grabbed the mic. Yeah. And Most of wrestling you haven't seen. Okay, if That's they were mean, on how many TV, times have you gone total Ric Flair yeah, like that? We on, don't know. If they were on TV, yeah, you couldn't do it. But I'm per, at a live show, you can pretty much do what you want. All I'm saying is, he got a promo. Give me some chills. He was training, dragging tires through fucking yards, talking about video seventy-three like six times. years old. I'm, I'm damn near gonna buy it. I, well, I'll go. I thought we were gonna go half on it. I thought. I mean, because it's two separate things. We're gonna go half on the roast. I thought. I thought we we're just gonna do both. You can oh, just, okay. you can just buy the whole package deal. Yeah. How much is it? on fight tv i'll have to get on there and look is that this weekend no that's summer slam weekend it's the same yeah summer slam all right you ready for my next pick i'm ready brent you ready yeah <laughs> sean michaels mm. i mean it does the feud doesn't have longevity I don't know. That's from like WrestleMania 10 to WrestleMania 14, almost. <laughs> Just that one had to leave the company because Vince couldn't afford him. I like the pick. Had Bret Hart not actually, left actually, WWF, then who knows how long that shit really would have gone. Obviously, Sean lost his smile and came back because he didn't want Bret taking all the shine. So I think it would have continued for years and years, to be honest with you, had he not left. Man, if like it, Sean didn't break his back. If it got to it, I thought about taking the Rockers because... If nobody, so you could have Marty Jannetty? What the fuck? You yeah. get H- Hiding bodies you get in H- Chattanooga, Tennessee, you get river and shit. And his guy tried to blow me. <laughs> I stabbed him in the face. Threw him in the river. <laughs> well, no. If Shawn Michaels wasn't taken and there's a tag team, I mean, you, if you're well, thinking it. about it, you get HBK. You're, yeah, I get it. You're getting the discount Marty Jannetty for some reason. <laughs> It's an extra wrestler. Trying to get the extra basket. He needs a you get the extra, you get the extra. You get the extra guy, and you only got to pay one of them. <laughs> yeah, Sean That's the reverse. Brent's, that's the reverse Vince got, McMahon attitude. He's got Jeff Hardy syndrome <laughs> where he wants some guys who aren't going to show up to dates and shit. 
<laughs> That's fine. I still no, got Shawn Michaels. Is that your fine. pick? What? No, you can't. That's my pick. Sprint no, Michaels. I was, I was, I oh, you thought he was taking Marty. Now he can't. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can't have Sean. At least I have Marty. I was, just, I was bringing up that I was considering that Rockers be, at one oh, point. That would be something Alex would do. Yeah, right. Oh, well, I'm taking Marty then. What? <laughs> well, no. <laughs> All right. Go Rick, for it. Rick Flair's last bundle on Fight TV. Yeah, it's 200 bucks. Yeah, we can't do all of it. Woo! The roast of Ric Flair is $100? No. Go the total package. The, uh, everything. The total package. You can't the even The whole walk. weekend. Oh. You get you get every Starcade show. No. Nah. Or, or you get every Starcast show. Nope. You get the last match show, and you get the roast of Ric Flair. We just need the roast in the last match. I can give a fuck about Starcast. That's well, probably 150 Well, I'd go half. Really? 200 is just fucking ridiculous. But 150 is all right? Yeah. It's 50 less. Gas is high, man. Well, now I, if I'm going to fucking invest fucking 75, I might, might as well invest 100 so I could fucking. Well, I mean, if you're going to buy the whole cast. thing, I'll come over to your house and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't not going to come watch it if you buy it, but I'm just saying, I'm not paying right. too much. I'm I'm if you want to pay 200, I'll come watch it all. <laughs> I'm going to act like Pat McAfee right here with my next pick because I'm going to take the most electrifying man in sports entertainment for the millions. And millions. So much it wins. Whew, that's a good pick. So John Cena? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking The Rock. Well, he's no showing shit. So he's The Rock. What year of The Rock you want? What's your favorite year of The Rock that you like the best? About the time that he's wrestling Mankind and all that. So like 90 Intercontinental. Corp- before he was corporate the- Rock. I mean, that's where he got that's over. good shit. <laughs> Put his brain in a parakeet. Zing, fly backwards. They're having the fucking, they're having the fucking, <laughs> the big red. they're having the last man standing match in the, what is the fucking halftime of the Super Bowl? The MT Arena match? Yeah. That was yeah. the shit on MTV. That's the first time I would ever switch the channel. You know about you the, taking fucking HBK, you kind of threw a wrench at me because I was going to take Triple H and HBK together. Oh. Hmm. It's your turn, Dick. Fuck your wrenches, bro. God damn it. You got you to know the five Ds. Duck. Dodge, dodge, and dodge. <laughs> I can't, I can't dodge. He's throwing wrenches at him the whole time. Outsiders. Ooh. So you got, you're both your tag teams now. I've got all of 1996 to 19 <laughs> to 2000 fucking WCW on my roster. Mm. You do indeed. So I've you, have the, weeks. you have the NWO. My yeah. Well, and Ric Flair and fucking. Well, I mean, Macho was in the NWO, but he, I wanted to call him a core member. His best run was fucking... How was he not a core member behind He was Hogan? a fucking hanger-on in the NWO. Yeah, and then he went to the Red and Black. He went to the NWO because it was cool to go there and he needed to be He was actually again. on the opposite side of the NWO when the NWO was formed. Right. That's and his Hogan like Yes, I know that, but he, I'm saying... But he was less relevant. You, you had Hall, Nash, Hogan... And then Ted right after that, I see X Pac is then Macho fucking Buff Man. Bagwell, Lex Luger, and Macho Man at the same yeah, time. Macho Man was supposed to be like a big Steiner's Lex, broke up, but like the like next week Lex after Luger, that, Lex Luger was Wolf Harlem Pack. Heat. Steiner's shit was cool though. Luger was in the NWO before he was in the black and white before the red and black. He was with Sting and everybody. He was W. He was Team WCW. Who Luger? Luger. Uh, he, he, yeah, because he had the sting paint on his face when they had that fucking match. Remember? He, he I'm pretty sure he was only in the Wolfpack. I don't know. When they had the fake sting shit going on, he was in the NWO. 
with Jeff Farmer and shit. I thought. I don't, I don't know. I don't remember. That's something we'll have to. I, I don't. I only remember him being on the Wolfpack because Luger I, Luger was always like Team WCW. Sometimes I have a hard time with the history of it because I revert back to Revenge on '64, and like that's how I kind of learned all the WCW wrestlers. Like reintroduced myself. As a preteen? Yeah, Luger joined... After the Longworth NWO, Luger joined the NWO Wolfpack on May 25th, okay. 1998. So, All right. I forget who my pick was. Outsiders? Yes. yes. So, so I've got Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, Macho Man, Hulk Hogan, and Ric Flair right Ric now. Ric Flair. Right. Yep. Right. So you got WCW 1996. Got the giants of the industry. But I also have WWF 1996 as well. So, <laughs> so we're in the same boat. Brett, I've Brett. also got all the 80s of WWF too. Brett you, screwed Brett. Yeah, you got all the old people still. He's got the dinosaurs. I mean. WCW. <laughs> <laughs> you got the Nacho Man and the Huckster. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, uh, my next pick is uh, I'm going to counter Brent with his rock, and I'm going to take the sock of the connection and take Mick Foley. So I've got Cactus Jack. You pick Mankind before you mankind. pick Stone Cold? You're leaving some people on the tables today. You're throwing my whole strategy off. I was going to either go real defensive against you or or just, you know, name the top four or whatever, but, like, you're leaving shit on the table. Sean Michaels and Mick Foley, you don't think they aren't good? I think Stone Cold would fucking beat all three of them up. I mean, yeah, he had his time to I've shine, damn, but I'm talking longevity. I'm damn sure. No, I've seen it a million times. My team beating that team. I'm thinking longevity. <laughs> and Stone Cold only had was here for a Even small Even later in their time. career, Shawn Michaels fucking... And fucking... Selling for the Hogan in 2006. No. SummerSlam. Do you really think that's overselling, or is that how you sell for Hogan? Look at every time he threw a punch at like X-Pac over the years. How many I remember being enraged about back? it and it being like a controversy... But it then wasn't I, to I, me. I watched it like a Watch month Hogan ago or so. Watch Hogan fucking fight smaller guys for years and years, and they all fucking got look like I got hit by a car every time he threw yeah, a punch at them. I every mean, single one of them. There, so there he, was like two or three, maybe four spots where it was, but the rest of it was. I think it was just him masterfully doing it, to where think, Hogan couldn't complain. Hogan never. I've never heard him bitch about it. Hogan did. I've yeah. never heard Hogan say one Hogan time. Hogan was out of the company after that. I'm saying in interviews. I've never heard him say one time he felt like Shawn Michaels fucking fucked him in that match. You before. could see he had boo boo face. It's Hulkster, bro. He knows his last match. <laughs> but I, that's one of my favorite matches. And oh it, my there's God. every time I've seen Hulk Hogan hit somebody like Shawn Michaels' size, they always fly over the top rope. Even Billy Kidman when he wrestled, he hit him, he'd like <laughs> jump 90 feet back. Hogan's a super mega power guy. That's what you do when he hits you. He's got all the fucking vitamins and prayers yes, going I through guess his fists. That little though, it just looks weird. Even at WrestleMania a couple years ago, when NWO was yeah, old as see, shit, hobbling down the ring, and X Pac got hit, he threw it like he fucking got hit by a car. You didn't see like Hacksaw Jim Duggan and fucking King Kong Bundy and shit doing that shit though. It was because they were bigger guys. I'm talking about guys X Pac and Shawn Michaels size taking a shot like that. They make it look like a million dollars because Hogan's a fucking. You know, the mega fucking... The one thing I remember about it is him kicking him in the fucking stomach on the fucking ropes or whatever. Yeah, he sold over... just being like the, super high. I was like, oh, I cringed a bunch of times. I don't know, dude. Hogan's got the mega kick. Then he went to those nuts and shit. The vitamins and the prayers and the milk. Kick that rope so hard it sent him through the moon. <sighs> I mean, I can't agree with Hogan against the W, but... I don't think he's... I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I got a good roster. Fuck Hogan you. must pose. I got three characters now. Out of one guy. Oh. <laughs> it's three wrestlers out of one, out of one person. That uh, Well, fucking now he's got Brent's fucking attitude about it. Discount wrestlers. It's Mick Foley, dog. I, mean, I guess he is a discount wrestler. But 
I'm one saying, of the greatest discount you got wrestlers three of all of them time. Out of one fucking guy, right. you, you got the value. And not only that, but promo, mic work, motherfuckers going to be coming back to see Mick Foley That's more again. value than Brent was picking with the rosters. Mick Foley spits the on Rockers. titles. Mick Foley spits on titles. He's just Foley. trying to plus a Genetti. You're fucking yeah, getting three different versions of mankind. <laughs> but at least my guys are fucking, they'll do some wild shit. Marty Genetti, he just fucking, he don't show up for his dates at all. <laughs> I was just joking. He didn't try to blow me. I wasn't going to kill him. Dude, the AWA Rockers <laughs> were the shit. Uh, Rockers and WWF for like six, seven years was the shit too. Hmm. All right. It's Brent's pick. What? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it's your pick, dog. Um, since Stone Cold's still on the table. <laughs> yeah, you left him fucking rock and Stone Cold. I'm actually going to go, uh, I'm going to go the Hollywood Blondes because then I get fucking Brian Pillman too. So your attack teams are both off the table. Mm. I ain't picked a tag team yet. You motherfuckers both got both your tag teams off the table, haven't yeah. you? Just so we could pack our roster. <laughs> You're just picking straight singles wrestlers that are t- like the Mega Powers. You know what's going to happen there. Liz fucks that up. No. <laughs> no. Hogan's got lust in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bad one. You know, it used to get Hogan off brother guitars and fucking surfboards. And <laughs> now he gets Hogan off his kids. <laughs> Wait a minute. What do you say? <laughs> I told him, he said, that's fake news. I said, I don't know, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, wait, can I, can I still pick 1980s so, Metallica bass player, Hulk Hogan? Te- <laughs> technically, technically, you still have only picked one singles wrestler on your... Yeah, Ric Flair. And fucking, so have you, you only picked one singles wrestler technically, so... Yeah, and you got three, you got, you got six guys already. The problem with him picking the Hollywood Blondes is, though, he's not Stone Cold Steve Austin yet, he's stunning Steve Austin, so he doesn't have all Stone time, Cold. Though. It's all time, so it's that's what time. they you become. Can't pick Stone Cold. Right, but will you be able to morph him into Stone Cold Steve Austin, or do you it's just have they, stunning Steve they, Austin from now until become. infinity? I think you just have stunning Steve Austin from now until infinity. I think you have Frosty McFane. <sighs> Brent would probably turn him into that. <laughs> you got to remember, these are what the people become. It's all time. It's their career. Yeah, but... I feel like the timeline can slide at any point. I feel like you should have picked him as Austin 316 instead of Stunning Steve because without him leaving WCW going through that to become Stone Cold, he won't go through that just being Stunning Steve for your your company. So he'll just always be Stunning Steve Austin with the like half-bald blonde hair. He'll look like Hulk Hogan eventually, actually. I don't think he'd get it. (laughs) Like by picking it, I have Stone Cold Steve Austin and Brian Pillman. Right. Well, you got Brian Pillman and Stunning Steve Austin, not Stone Cold Steve Austin. It's all time. It's all so, time, Clint. So yeah, I know, it, but it's their entire career. I guess maybe, maybe. <laughs> if not, I'm fucking out with the Outsiders because that wasn't why? the greatest they, tag team. Because but they it, showed up picks, as the Outsiders, though. But right? he picks the Outsiders, so therefore he also has Razor Ramon. Right. He has so I Diesel. Get Kevin Nash is a Booker. I get Scott Hall's a drunk in the fucking out back. <sighs> I don't know if I'd want him in that that age of their that's that fucking seven no. career. You're, you're not thinking like this is fantasy. I get football. all of them all though. Yeah. I get I get Razor Ramon, Scott Hall, and so motherfucking. You got, you got the Marty Resurrez, Resurrection then. of Jake the Snake. You really got the Marty Jannetty motherfucker then. Scott Hall is not the Marty Jannetty of the fucking. <laughs> I'm outsiders. just saying he don't show up for dates. <laughs> <laughs> so Kevin you, Nash is the Marty Jannetty. No, outsiders? I can't believe you just called Scott Hall the Marty Jannetty. You just said of the he wasn't, outsiders. so that implies that Kevin Nash is. They ain't that great of a tag team to fucking One have a Marty Jannetty. There's Gennetti always a Shawn Michaels and a Marty Jannetty in every tag team. You just they said were it wasn't famous Scott, first. They were so famous it had to first. be Kevin. 
tag teams that uh, debut as a tag team. Every tag team has a Marty and every always every have tag team a, has a Marty and a Sean. But those who are formed afterwards, after they've been made stars and household names, they that is not to, true. You still have to there is no, that. there is no. Who's no. the Marty Janetti and Jerry show? Do, there always has to be. Who's a, the Marty Janetti and Jerry show? Big show. Big show. There always, <laughs> there always has to do. There has to be a guy who gets in there and gets beat up so I can throw the hot tag so the other guy can get in and save him. Shawn Michaels was that guy. So Scott Hall was always the one getting beat up so Kevin Nash could get in and save him when they were tag teaming. Together. Even when they weren't tag teams, though, because it's, it's the big man. In the medium-sized <laughs> man, but in your wrestling company, Scott Hall is the fucking or Kevin Nash is the Marty Jannetty, and Scott Hall is the Shawn Michaels. I'm going I don't for, know if I would I'm lean going on for that. Scott Hall, circa 2011. You also, putting the band back together. Hey, Scott Hall. you there also you, you also get Vinny, you also get Vinny Vegas in the Diamond Stud. <laughs> no, uh, what was his name in AWA when he had a big old mustache, looking like Magnum PI and I shit? He was just Scott uh, Hall. He was, Scott Hall. was he Scott Hall? That's yeah. the version that's on my when he was the healthiest. Roster. After he blew a dude's brains out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Months after? Mason PTSD. Big damn good wrestler. Spock okay. is still holding up to the BCs, putting it through. I, I think he screwed <laughs> up. You could have picked him with uh, Mr. Perfect because they were a tag team in AWA. Uh, damn it. You're, I'm out of tag teams anyway, though. You're, uh, yeah, and I'd pick Kevin Nash over Mr. Perfect anyway. You're uh, your pick again, by the way. Dick, that is. I got no Stone Cold. No, no he took him with the Hollywood Blondes. You want to call him Stone Cold? You can have the Varsity Blondes. We'll let you have them. You can have Junior. <laughs> <laughs> you mm. thought about it for a second. No, I picked him in the fucking last draft yeah, we right. did, and it makes me sad. Like, I was... I need to go back and listen to the show, because I'm pretty sure I was like, oh, dude, it's the future. Blah, blah, blah. I want to know how he got his hair to grow so fast. I, I, he, he Extensions? Had to be. Had to be. Too many people complaining on Twitter. <laughs> uh, God, we've picked all the greats already, I think. No, there's still some more out there. You're just not mm. thinking about them, because you... you because why? You're thinking. Because why, motherfucker? You're thinking these are the only dudes who are worth Roddy, talking about. Roddy, Roddy Piper. Are you going Piper? Yeah, I think that's a good one. You fucking asshole. <laughs> that's who my number two was that I told you until he throws wrenches into shit. <laughs> Your whole game plan got blown up, and you're just reacting now. You got the best fucking heel in wrestling. <laughs> Next to MJF, he's better than MJF. <laughs> I'm gonna go with a better heel M- than MJF. You think MJF? You think MJF? What? I think I'm gonna go with a better heel than. You think fucking MJF will walk into fucking the heart of LA and play the Cucaracha on the fucking bagpipes <laughs> with blackface at WrestleMania? That's true. Which you know you can't watch that on well, Peacock. Half blackface. You have to own WrestleMania the tape or DVD to see it now. But hmm. Peacock don't have that shit. I know. Neither did the network before they switched that Peacock. Took it away. Yeah, they did. Oh, they did? Mm-hmm. As soon as Peacock hit, they edited that out, and they edited the Raw out with the DX doing the yeah. making fun of the nation. Um, Piper's a good pick, though, dude. That's solid. Uh, you got uh, Piper's my, pit. You got nope, fucking... I've got RP the VP. Well, you get his whole career, remember? I do. I do, but that's my favorite version. Like, I get that, but you can throw a pit out there anytime you want. It's funny that you get that. Like, people, like, all the WWE documentaries and shit, how he's coming up WrestleMania's 1 and 2 or whatever, and then fucking the backlot, backlot fucking brawl, but... My favorite version is being vice president to Ric Flair's president of WCW. Mm. They're crazy. It was some crazy shit. Ric Flair got killed, left in a desert, fucking ended <laughs> up in a crazy back. bin. And you, then you got kidnapped and taken to the desert too, and you're he back. <laughs> he did. He made maybe that's why I like. It. Maybe that's why I like that version the best. I could be. Right, Clint, who you be. got? My next pick is gonna really fuck both of you up, I think. And I'm gonna go for my first like. I guess he'd be my, I guess, like... Of all time. 
I guess this dude would be like the baby face. The ladies love him for my company. I'm going to pick Magnum TA. I mean, we'll never know, right? Because he got... Right. But had he not been... Dude, he was for AWA or... Not, NWA. Like, NWA, I'm sorry. He was like cute face. Fucking ladies loved him. He was the had next Had the Harley. Trip. Had... He might not been, only that, he could do fucking 60-minute Broadways. Right. Fucking... Twice on Sunday. The motherfucker had it all. Wherever the fuck else. Oh, yeah, he would have took the belt off of Flair. He, I mean, we, would, we might not be talking about Ric Flair right now had that car wreck not happened. Well, there'd be a way different wrestling history, a part of Ric Flair, but a part of WCW, a part of WWF eventually with Magnum, a part of all that. It would have been really, really fucking neat to see what he could have done later on, I think. And it's sad that he got got uh, crippled and everything. But that movie you gave me, was it the, the uh, one that had Vern Gagne and all them on it? They highlight them. Well, you let me borrow it a long time ago. DVD. Talking about the spectacular legacy of the AWA. Yeah, he's on that movie. They talk about was him. On that. Was he in the AWA for a small amount of time? Maybe before he went to NWA, or maybe I'm he was not, in NWA went to AWA. When he was back. a traveling champ, he might have been when AWA is part of the NWA. They talk about him in that movie, and that's like really yeah. the first time I'd ever really sat down and watched any stuff on Magnum TA ever. So I've been able to go back now that we've had the network and all that shit and watch a lot of his old shit, and it's like, damn, dude, like him and like Ric Flair together, him and some other motherfuckers together, like it. The only time I have memories of Magnum TA, like I'm watching him actually live or whatever, he was a commentator in WCW, WCW in the he was early crippled 90s already or and whatever. Stuff, yeah. But you never see, you always sitting down, so you never really knew that he was, right. unless you knew. But yeah, and then he's been on T, uh, AEW here every, he's, when AEW first started, he was on there. Really? Uh, who do you, who was Magnum on there with it when AEW first started? He showed up with, when did he manage somebody or come, bring somebody out to the ring or? I thought he was in I there. Know, was, Hart, maybe he was helping him in the back or something. I remember him being on there because like, he was like on there. I remember seeing his face and they said Magnum, said Magnum TA under. Did he still have the mustache? Yeah, he still got the mustache. He's kind of bald now and stuff, and hmm. but it had him on there. But it was when they first started because they had Jake the Snake on there and Magnum and Tully and a bunch of old ass wrestlers when they very first started. I want to say he was managing. I don't remember who he's managing. I really don't. It was quick, fast, and he wasn't out there really too much anymore. But but yeah, I think that's a good pick. You're going with like a, you're like, I don't know. Your team's like a, it, it's definitely the underdog. It might have some fucking like promise and shit. Like certain things don't happen. Brett Hitman Hart, Shawn Michaels, Mick Foley. I mean, Mick Foley, I feel like the, TA. the smallest. Well, only because he got, cri- think? only got crippled. But you know, had he before that, like you said, the motherfucker could go fucking twice on Sundays, fucking all week long. Fucking, you know, it's hard to say what would happen with his career, but. Where he was at when he got, you know, hurt, he was a fucking extremely popular. So it's, it's just hard. I, 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 I can't. It's hard to say because it never did happen. Right. But he was good for the time. Like you I'm him. thinking in my head, like versus my team, like Magnum TA versus Macho Man or something or Magnum TA versus. You gotta think Roddy of his Piper. wrestling style in your head and then try to put them together in your mind, bro. Yeah. We'll never know. But that could have been huge. Like that's. So I think it's a good pick. That could have been WrestleMania fucking seven eight nine and we'd have never fucking had or fucking starcade yeah you know he probably would have been starcade or great american bash whatever the fuck who knows wwe might have lost the fucking or they might have got magnum and said who the fuck we don't need hulk hogan they might have lost the monday night wars dog if magnum ta becomes champion and shit and fucking 
has Stone Cold and fucking Mankind and fucking all those as his undercard as the most popular show that's enduring and shit. Like, there might not have been a fucking national takeover of WWE. I thought it was an interesting pick when I was sitting down thinking about it all week long and shit. And I was like, you know what? I've never, and I've never thought about taking him on a list before and things like that. And I was, you know, reading on wrestlers and looking on highlight reels and doing all kinds of shit. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm taking him. Just because I think it'd be, and it's a good talking point. Obviously, we're still here. Because <laughs> it is a big what if, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I liked it. And so that's why I took it. I think Jim Hurd would have tried to get him to wear a gladiator helmet. And Damn. <laughs> Damn. Or, he'd, or he'd have been a straight up cowboy, desperado with the, with the mustache <laughs> right. and shit. Or he'd have always just been Magnum because he looked like Burt Reynolds with blonde hair. Vince Russo would have had him fucking creeping in, looking at a kid, looking like a pedophile with a white mask on. He'd come out and cut a shitty promo. That'd be fucking weird. <laughs> All right, Brent, back to you. By I ground a pole match, fucking Magnum TA versus fucking Billy Kidman. <laughs> Can't happen. I'm about to take Billy Kidman. No. no. <laughs> wow. I'm gonna take the Undertaker. Undertaker. That was the other, the other legend that I was thinking about when now, I. Now, had you been smart and not took the Hollywood Blondes, you could have took the Brothers of Destruction and had Undertaker and Controversial Kane. No, Kane's an asshole. <laughs> That's why I called him Controversial Kane. <laughs> not corporate Kane anymore. No, controversial, controversial Kane. Kane yeah. Ah, oh, poor Mary Kane. I got the Monday Night War WWE roster besides uh, Shawn Michaels. Kind of. Yeah, I got the WCW 83 weeks crowd. That's true. <laughs> hmm. Besides one of them, he's on my roster. I got Sting. Yeah. It's back to you, buddy. It's my turn. There's nothing to uh, say about The Undertaker. So how many people I got on my team so far? You've got the Two. Mega Powers. Uh, Flair, The Outsiders, and Roddy Piper. Do you actually have two singles wrestlers? and then so Two singles wrestlers and two tag teams. Your right, tag teams right. are out of the way when you have two singles wrestlers, or five, four singles wrestlers. So I think two. just to pack the... Two, so, so we got them of all time ever, so we got them as tag... Like, I can yeah. use them however I want to on the show. Yep. Right, but they're, you've got them as a tag team, but you, got, you can't pick Hogan again, So, obviously. really, this is my sixth member of my... Of my... Uh, It'll be your seventh. Seventh? Oh, yeah, tag yeah. teams are two people, yeah, buddy. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's hard math. It's hard. Steiner math. <laughs> Say when you come out with two thirds chance of picking a tag team. <laughs> oh, you, want, you want Scotty? No, uh, I'm. I'm gonna use. Uh, you want Tessa Blanchard already? Uh, what's his name? Little Papa Pump. <laughs> You're taking Petey. Petey, you know, a little Petey Pump. Are you serious? No, okay. not at all. <laughs> I mean, uh, if you want a jobber? I'm think. I've never had to think out to number six before. I don't think we've always talked about our Mount Rushmore and shit. And that's kind of what I'm trying to do is like pick my favorite wrestlers of all time. One of these right, shows. Now, you got, now you got to expand your mind because you got four of your guys. I'm going to go with Booker team. T. Ooh. One of these shows will have to get real integral with it and get down to like having a jobber, who the booker is, <laughs> head writer, all that shit. We're going to have to book a show with our forbidden door. It's <laughs> a good way of putting it. It's a good way of putting it. Hmm. <clears throat> well. Let's see. I think you got to have a good heel, right? All-time heel. Not all-time heel, but a dude who can I mean, turn. I mean, I do with Roddy Piper, so turn, who you got? Dude who can turn in any second. Someone who's probably like, I don't know, a little cerebral, maybe. <sighs> I'm going to take Triple H. Oh, you didn't get Triple H or Shawn Michaels. Your plan is all fucked. What? <laughs> so if you didn't take Triple H or Shawn Michaels, your plan is all fucked. I mean, I got them as separate. I guess they can be DX if so they want to. So you've got Triple thinking, H, 
cerebral assassin. I need a guy who's going to hit somebody with a sledgehammer. And who else is going to get Magnum to fucking be real super over other than somebody like Triple H? I mean, he's probably running the show. I don't know. No, maybe. I don't know. He's, he's trying. Definitely having he's an a, entrance. Is he, well, yeah. But he's at least trying to sleep with somebody's daughter to run the show. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got Triple H, Magnum TA. Mick Foley. Mick Foley. Sean And Bret Hart. Bret Hart. That's a pretty good show That's so solid. far, buddy. It's a good card. He has all wrestlers. I think I have the wrong strategy going. And I got five. I still got one more singles and still my tag team, my women's left, so. Hmm. I think it's your turn. Yep, Brent, you're back on the board. It's my turn. I don't want to be I don't want to be my turn. <laughs> and even if Triple H does go executive, I mean shit, he does all right. It's just he's got a bad ticker now. Well, that's the thing. I'm gonna hit him with some shit because I know his future. You're gonna have. You're right. You're gonna have to. Like, now you got a bad heart coming. Pal. Get him started earlier. Right. Like you don't need nine years on TV every fucking Monday night, twenty minute promo. Right. Like and come back I'm here. Gonna, let's run uh, that show. Come out here and uh, <laughs> pedigree. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna take my favorite WWE wrestler currently right now. Drew McIntyre. He's a 14 time world champion. Randy Orton's not a bad chip. He's got a broke back. He's injury prone. He's been wrestling for like nah. 20 fucking years. He used to be a Randy Orton no. and then became Randy Orton and fucking. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Plus, I kind of need a heel and you guys took took the good ones. Took two of the best ones. Dude, Legend Killer. That's my favorite version of Randy Orton. Now, he was heel as fuck. Dude, that, him, fucking, uh, him with Brooke Hogan and Hulk Hogan on that. Very beginning of evolution fucking <laughs> so, Randy Orton. So, dude. I got I to gotta take my best Spitting bud. Mankind. I got to take my best bud, Randy. No, that's, <laughs> I think that's an excellent pick. He's going to give you a good match every, He's day, been every time he wrestles. Since OVW. Yeah. He's got a good character. Fucking fluid. Fucking nobody can move like he does. It's weird how he yeah. looks like a fucking snake. And the cool thing with him is, is like he says, he don't have any reservations to go to Hollywood, do nothing else. He wants to be known as a professional yeah, he went, wrestler. He wasn't real good at it, if we're being honest. He went and did it solidly like John Cena Rock all the time and had someone hired to teach him how to coach him to be the all condemned that. Two. Was he on the condemned two? Yeah. I'm thinking 12 rounds too, maybe. But <laughs> he, was, he, was, <laughs> he was the sequel guy. But 13 if, rounds? It, you know, John Cena was a shitty actor, and now look yeah, at him doing yeah. Peacemaker and shit. It's because he has an acting coach that he can pay to be with him seven days yeah, a week to also, teach him how to act. He also does one of my favorite finishing moves. And I think if Randy Orton out of nowhere, that, it's I mean that's that's fucking uh, things change on your TV screen when Randy that, Orton's on there. And the only other person that's done that ever, in my opinion, Stone Cold with the stunner. Like that's also out of nowhere for the most I, part. I also think if anybody ever does actually beat Ric Flair's championship record in WWE, it should be Randy Orton. Hmm. It should be more him than John Cena. And I've said that since the fucking John Cena-Randy Orton feud started fucking 15 years ago. I mean, how many fucking pay-per-views has John Cena? And I know we bitch about Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar a lot nowadays, but how many fucking pay-per-views has John Cena and Randy Orton fought together on? Yeah, or headlined or been in the match and the match under that or opposite yeah. or tag team main evented or, yeah, dude, two minutes. Yeah, uh, I honestly think like he's just as deserving as John Cena, and I don't really like John Cena, and I've always been on Randy Orton's side of the whole John Cena. You know who helped get Orton them guys thing. to who they were too, right? Ric Flair? Well, Jim Cornette. Oh, with OVW, yeah, OVW yeah, yeah. you know, helping them guys yeah. mic work every week, having them guys in front of a bar every week. And Jim, fucking people that were three feet from them to be able to tell them their fucking promos suck and, dog uh, shit. Kenny, what was his name? Kenny the Star Maker Bolin? Yeah. And then there was also the dude who was on Tough Enough, the bear guy, whatever his name was, the blonde haired oh, guy with the beard. Fuck. 
He was a he worked for the NFL. Was a talent scout for NFL, and some reason WWE liked him, so they hired him or some shit like that. Uh, I can't think remember what his full name was, but he was on there for a while. Brett, you should grab me a beer. I haven't grabbed any beer, asshole. It's also Sweet. your pick, it's also your pick again, by the way. It's my pick again. You have the Mega Powers, Ric Flair, the Outsiders, Roddy Piper, and Booker T. That's a solid fucking show. You don't have no tag teams left. If I was 12 years old, I'd watch it. Oh, I did. Fucking Monday Nitro, dog. <laughs> Sweet. Even took the cap off. What a fucking gentleman. Oh, he fucking did it like a sir. Did it like a sir. Fucking Sir Bentley Sperry. Oh, shit. That was funny. <clears throat> sir Bentley Sperry. Uh, hmm. Goldberg. Just as over as Stone Cold Steve Austin was in pop culture in 1998. Like, cover of TV Guide magazine, fucking uh, Universal Soldier The Return, was it? <laughs> he was not the best part of that movie, by the way. I'm just saying, he's been on a ton of movies. Santa's Sleigh. He has those car shows, if you're a Top Gear guy. He met his wife was on Santa's Sleigh, his current wife. Really? Yeah, she was one of the chicks that he murders, one of the strippers or whatever. <laughs> And obviously enduring talent. Vince yeah, highs him every fucking he, he year. Start, he had a 33-0 and record like one of your favorite chicks, too. <laughs> yeah, but his, <laughs> his is really to be called into question because every Monday it was like a fucking ridiculous they, amount. And it was like, there's only been four days between last week and it's like doubled. Hers doesn't do that shit. At least the, the matches she's had. I'm kind of thinking Tony does. To, like he, Tony does do that. And then he's just like, no, it was on, it was on dark and elevate. You didn't see that? Yeah. <laughs> No, it actually was. She was on there all the fucking time. See, dude, she actually did hers and put them on TV somewhere. And Goldbergs are questionable because and, and Brit, Brit well, Baker. fuck yeah, Goldbergs are questionable. <laughs> Brit, Brit Breaker also went on dark and wrestled like seven joppers for a week. He got well. So did Goldberg. He ran over motherfuckers. I never heard oh, of. I never, never seen again. Constantly, constantly. Yeah, but it was they like put him against two dudes. And six say, and zero. They they put him seventeen against, and zero. Thirty five and zero. They do the same thing. They do the same thing Goldberg. Goldberg. They did with Wardlow the other night, where he would fight two dudes at once, and they would count it as two wins instead of one, two. Also, sometimes. I do What's your favorite Goldberg that. match? To be honest with you, there's a match at. It's either I think it's New Blood Rising, or Fall Brawl, or it's Goldberg's actually pissed at Kevin Nash. It's Kevin Nash, Scott Steiner, and Goldberg for the WCW Championship, and I believe Kevin Nash wins the match. If it ain't Steiner, then it's Booker T. But either way, Goldberg's supposed to take the jackhammer. And in the middle of going to take the jackhammer, he fights out of it, and he says, fuck this, and he leaves the match. And it ends up just being Kevin Nash and either Booker T or Kevin Nash and Steiner. And I think Steiner wins or Booker T wins, maybe. I'm not sure. Hmm. But it's a really dope-ass match until that point, and then Goldberg just like, fuck this amount and leaves. Other than that, dude, none of his matches are very long. Duh. I I can't say the one where he fucking took out Bret Hart because that makes me sad every time I watch it. But I'm going to Starcade 98 when he lost to Kevin Nash for the world championship. With the fucking stun gun, stun gun. The ladder Scott match Hall with Scott Security. Hall right, right before the next night with the finger poke. That's of the doom. most memorable one. The ladder match with Scott Hall, I guess. Um, I want to say William Regal, the Giant, maybe when he jackhammered the Giant, or Sid Vicious when fucking that it ended. Halloween Havoc. That's the first one. Let that, it bleed. Yeah, that's the first one where he like actually lost or what? Like his record was what his record was or whatever with Kevin Nash and all that shit but like they stopped it because of blood because yeah. they were both fucked up yeah. and though he won had won both titles that night I kind of got over Sid Vicious both. to me actually like because yeah. I didn't really know Sid yeah. Vicious as Psycho Sid and all that shit the world after that and like well he was introduced to me as the I, I could have swore he was the fucking 
driver of the Hummer. Until next summer came and he had to go play softball. That's probably <laughs> why he wasn't the driver of the Hummer, because he left to go do his softball shit and they couldn't finish the storyline. But Or he's off stabbing Arn Anderson in the fucking stomach with scissors. Yeah, I guess Goldberg's a good one, because him and fucking Hogan had one of the biggest TV matches of all time. As soon as SummerSlam's over, fucking Goldberg's going to be back for one of them belts anyway. I guess, yeah. And, you know, I don't That's know. if Roman loses. So... Everybody's thinking old school. I'm going new school. I need all-time heel. You know who I'm taking? Is MJF? Motherfucking MJF. He's an all-time great, I think he would be great against Bret Hart. I think he'd be great against Shawn Michaels, Mick Foley, Magnum TA. Him and Triple H, I think, would be dope. To be honest with you, young Triple H versus MJF now. I've been saying it for a couple. I mean, I've been saying it since at least the pinnacle started. 100% heel. He's an all-time great. All the time. You know, and he's young. I was entertained from him as soon as I knew that's his name and shit. Than you. He was cutting his and shit from his penthouse it. and all that. And I was like, oh, that's entertaining. He might be a good heel and shit. But by the time the pinnacle was formed, I'm like, he's a fucking all-time great. And I say, like I said, you know what I mean? you got the good mic work. People are going to tune in to watch what he's got to say on the he mic. He kind of made me, like, I knew FTR was a fucking Plus good tag the- team and shit. Like, I watched him in NXT and stuff. Fucking watched them when they got called up to the main roster. I was like, they're good, but they're never going to be like the fucking great guys. Their whole fucking shtick is that they're fucking Arn Anderson and Ole Anderson and shit. Plus, I need a yeah, I need a killer like on the Arn mic. And totally. Needed a killer. Them on the joining mic. the pin- Pinnacle and MJF's good work before that. Like, like he rose them in my mind, and now like it's no question. I see those guys on TV. I'm going to see something I enjoy. Even the fact that I'm not turning it off right now because they're with fucking Orange Cassidy is bullshit. Well, he's he's in, he's a killer on the mic, and I don't but have that in my good MJF is. I well, I guess Mick Foley's really good on. I think MJF and Mick Foley would have been really fucking good too. But um, I need somebody who's a killer on the mic who's unpredictable. You got Ric Flair who says any type of wild shit. He's also got Roddy. Brent's got the rock yeah but roddy was he knew what he was going to do rick flair just say whatever the fuck comes out of his mouth and mjf is some dude who's just going to be you're not going to know rocks and a man that's got hand grenades that's the dude who read a book before he went out to see what he was going to say he thought about it he's one of them guys like read a quote book before he go out there (laughs) to fucking put his promo work in and shit like mjf i think thinks about it a little bit and goes out there and just comes out like rick flair your mom should have got aborted rick flair takes his shoes and pants off in the middle of the ring because he gets so heated and fucking (laughs) you don't know what he's doing and you got the rock who oh, says off-the-cuff shit wild all the time. So. Could you imagine The Rock and MJF fucking promo battling together? It'd be neat to see, dude. The bad part is, if you didn't fucking take Roddy, could you imagine what what happened in my company with fucking him and The Rock? <laughs> Have we seen good. Rock and Roddy in the ring at the same time ever? I don't think so. Uh, maybe they were wrestling at the same time and not in the ring at the same time, I don't think. I don't mm. think they ever did anything together. Uh, That's sad. Back to you, Brent. That's almost as sad as not seeing Stone Cold versus Hulk Hogan. Ever. Maybe. Or Maybe Undertaker not. and Sting Maybe ever. Maybe Undertaker and Sting, I think, would have been better than Hogan and Austin. I don't think Hogan and Austin would have been as good a match as Not at the, the time where it was good that it was going to happen. Hogan and Austin in 1997 would have fucking blew your tiny little seventh grade mind. I don't think so. I think it would have been cool, but I don't think it would have been as great a match as what, like, Rock and Hogan was. I don't. For some reason, I have a feeling that him and Stone Cold wouldn't have. I think it would have been because Stone Cold's. I don't know. They're both difficult to work with, obviously. I mean, not maybe difficult to work with. Obviously, Stone Cold went home because they didn't promote him and Brock Lesnar. So, and Hogan's, that ain't going to work for me, brother. And I feel like that would piss Steve Austin off. Well, it would have because he was lesser there. And you, and you know what I'm Hogan. saying? And then Hogan's in WWF where it's Stone Cold's land now, not your own. So, I don't know, man. It, Stone I, Cold with James Storm did it? I think what it, you're saying? No, I think it would have just been a bad clash. of. I don't think they're the type of wrestler that needs that Their styles are too similar. Rock and Hogan had a fucking Man, one of the classics. They're two opposites, though. 
You still got your red and yellow gear? <laughs> I think they're too too opposite though. The Rock's prima donna, Stone Cold's redneck. You know what I mean? I don't it's know. Very I think polar it, opposite. That's that's the only dream match in the wrestling industry that even matters, in my opinion. Hogan and Austin. That's the only one that you can't argue against. Like every bit you joint to whole WCW versus WWF and all this bullshit. The whole point comes down to so Hogan more move more units, but Stone Cold sold uh, more merchandise, made more money. Because the shirts cost more, and you can't really measure that at all. Well, you can't help the times, bro. and then right, you can't measure that at all. And impar- so the argument—that's the reason the argument goes on forever, and that's why it's the ultimate fucking matchup. But they say to this day, though, still Stone Cold still holds the record for most merchandise sold for WWE. Most right? money made on merchandise. There, Hogan sold more units, but the shirts were like three bucks a pop then. But right to this day, though, Stone, no one's broken that record for Steve Austin. Money-wise, yeah, yeah. Hogan sold more units. I didn't know if there was more Hulkamania shirts out there than there are 316 shirts. I didn't know if like John Cena had got popular enough to break that, but I mean, Stone Cold was in stores like not even close. Stone Cold was in stores like Pomida. You know what I'm saying? Right. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, but you never picked yet, motherfucker. You guys start talking about Austin. Yeah, well, you know how it is. I'm gonna go Eddie Guerrero. Ooh, shit! That's a good one. He's looking out for the future of his company. That's the problem with my shit right now. I'd say I'd pick Chris Benoit next, looking for the <laughs> future of my company, but we know how that happened. We know how that ends. <laughs> I mean, Eddie's another. I mean, we know how Eddie ends, too. Maybe Ed- Eddie's one of those guys that could be a really great face, or he's the ultimate heel. You lie, cheat, steal. I mean, my, come on. What's what's your favorite thing that Eddie Guerrero ever did? Like, shtick that he used consistently, and not like moment from a show. <sighs> The slamming the chair on the ground, throwing it in somebody else's hands and falling down and acting like he was yeah. knocked out was fucking fan- was, fantastic to watch. Yeah, um, I liked best. when he would get on his knees and be like, don't hurt me, don't hurt me. And then he would <laughs> go back to the corner and Crawl like around. hug whoever was down there and like, don't let him get me type shit. That was a taunt on fucking yeah. Mercy and shit. Um, Latino Heat shit, he come out hand China the Roses every week and do the little strut out to the ring. I don't think I watched WWE at that time. Um, in fucking WCW, still Ric Flair's watch would bring it out and fucking on a necklace. <laughs> Um, he did the shit with the camera when he was with the filthy animals for a while. He brought the camera out. Clint's pretty much touched on all of it. <laughs> LWO. He used to, he made fucking Chavo come out with the goddamn the horse. Remember? The horse, yeah. And then Pepe. Pepe became a thing after that. <laughs> mm. uh, fucking my I love Eddie Guerrero, man. S- still Rey Mysterio loves me some Eddie Him Guerrero. at Halloween Havoc's my favorite match. Shit, my heart hurt that day when he died. See, my problem with that whole situation though is like. Rey Mysterio is bigger than Eddie Guerrero. Shit, I didn't even time. mention the fucking lowrider coming out there. I forgot about that towards the yeah. end of the career. The lowrider riding the ring. No one's done that shit since. I mean, you know, I mean, Ray did it a Tesla's. couple times. <laughs> yeah. JBL. Cowboy shit, right? Brock ripping sides off the fucking shit. And throwing yeah, but I'm it. talking about as far as their entrance goes every week, a low, different lowrider coming out to the ring. No one's done that since. This WrestleMania, they got a little stupid with it where people are coming out in cars and shit, but... I always thought Rey Mysterio was the bigger wrestler like the whole time growing up, but WWE made Eddie the oh, bigger dude. wrestler before he ever died or anything. Yeah. And Ray was only on that main level because of Eddie Guerrero dude, him, dying. Him and Brock Lesnar at that No Way Out, man, there was legit people crying around the ring. Like, random people just crying around the ring after he won the title that yeah. night because people were so happy that he won that belt that night. It's insane. I know watching Eddie, there's times where I fucking hated him, and there's times where I loved Dude, him. And he was always the best heel and the best fucking babyface, I felt like. 
So I, I want to say like cuts a promo like it make you hate to cut fuck a promo like fucking MJF does or anything. No, like no, no. That, but he had the ability but, in the ring to make you by his movements in the ring and what he yeah. did make you hate the fuck out of him or make you love him. You know what I mean? That's that's saying a lot without saying a lot. You know what I mean? I, I don't know how many times and just watching the cruiserweights in WCW when he's going against Malenko and Jericho, Hoovy, all Ray. There's times where I'm like, yeah, he's a fucking champ. There are other times where I'm like, just fucking drop him on his head. Do it. <laughs> when he was a heel, he would always do that shit where he'd get him on the mat and he'd take his boot and put it on their face and then look like he'd do this burn on their face with yep. his boot like he'd burn their face real bad. And he'd, uh, you know? The but, heel uh, shit. I mean, from a huge wrestling family, fucking uh, Amarillo, Texas territory is what his family fucking owned and shit. Figuring grew up with the wrestling ring in his backyard. In his back fucking yard with his brothers whooping his ass. That's what I did for figuring, figuring the night that your boy Piper did the La Cucaracha. His family is the ones that is the the Guerrero family when they were in L.A. doing all that shit. That's one of the nights that Piper got fucking shanked <laughs> because of that. My favorite fucking Eddie Guerrero story is when fucking he was feeling frustrated about, uh, you know, because he was part of the Monday Night Wars. He, him, the, them fucking jumping is like the turning oh, yeah, point yeah, of him and Jericho. The Monday Night War, like that was the right. death nail. Like people call it the finger poke of doom or fucking Mick Foley winning the championship and Tony Schiavone saying a kick. Uh, no, it's the young talent jumping from WCW yeah, was, to. WWF. Revolution coming to be the fucking radicals or whatever the fuck they were. But, uh, so, I mean, that was the, that was the fucking tip of as far as numbers go with ratings or whatever. And everything started to slowly decline. WWE did start winning the war and everything, but ratings as a whole started to decline or whatever. And by the time Eddie became champion, that shit really wore on him and shit. He was, uh, backstage and fucking, uh, had a match with Kurt Angle and it kind of sucked and uh, he's super fucking hard on himself as the world champion or whatever and he fucking shot a single leg in on fucking Kurt Angle and Kurt Angle being a fucking uh, Olympic wrestler like easily fucking countered it threw Eddie's face to the ground fucking circled around fucking was like you done you done and Bruce Richard's like why would you uh, why would you shoot a single leg in on a fucking Olympic champion I don't know because I'm stupid yeah that's one of the fucking funniest stories to me ever, too, about Eddie <laughs> fucking He'd fight any motherfucker at all at any point in time. In the back. He had a little bit of a temper. <clears throat> a little bit. <sighs> right, it's back to you, buddy. Hmm. What you... I'm going to go with John Cena. I mean, longevity... He's over like fucking the rock and stone cold was ever was. I mean, uh, I mean, he's Hulk Hogan light. I already got picked Hulk Hogan. (laughs) (coughs) I mean, I don't know. He's an addition to any roster at this point in his fucking career. I can tell you that like John Cena going to AEW would fucking turn the tide. Yeah. You got Vince McMahon coming out drunk to announce that he's going to be on Raw next week. (laughs) I don't think that'll ever happen because he's... See, I don't suck him out of touch. I still got John Cena. (laughs) He's too much of the product at this point to not be... I don't see him ever being in another company. He pops a number for sure. Yeah. I don't don't know. I just don't know. Vince called him his biggest attraction in the ring fucking last week. As Uh, far as most reliable fucking 
tra- uh, uh, attraction he's ever had. Like John Cena's their fucking dude. Like he he's more the face of WWE than Hulk Hogan was of the WWF. Yeah, Hogan left. John Cena stayed his whole right. entire career. So fucking uh, uh, he's done more Make a Wishes than Hogan did, and Hogan was the champ before that with Make a Wishes. I don't like any of his. I don't. I don't particularly like any of the bullshit he's ever done in the ring or any of his promos. I think the coolest thing I might have seen was him doing a hurricane on CM Punk. You gotta remember where you're at in the draft. It's like when Aaron Rodgers is still sitting there. I'm like, I hate that motherfucker, but I'm gonna win. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I uh that's probably the most memorable thing. Like when when I stopped just blatantly hating on Cena is when he did the hurricane on fucking CM Punk I was like, Yeah, okay, all those haters fucking it's a little too much overboard. Like he does actually have some wrestling talent, but I mean, I don't, I don't, he don't deserve to beat Ric Flair's record or nothing, but no, it's, that's Randy Orton. <laughs> He's actually also what's wrong with wrestling in general. John too. Cena. Yeah. He came up with the only, you have to do three moves and then the WWE changed it around to where all you have to do is that to be able to get your character over type shit. He made it more entertaining. I've always thought the five moves of doom fucking argument was stupid though, because he, like he made it more entertainment than wrestling, wrestling for 80 fucking years. was a hold. <laughs> there, there's the argument that he made it more entertainment than wrestling because of that though. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. he took the wrestling. It, it was the start of fucking, it was the start of fucking uh, spam finishers and shit. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Thuganomics is all right, though. Dude, yeah, that was the best part of his career, bro. What's the music video? Bad man. Which one? I say With the mic in my hand, I'm a bad man. One where bad it's, man. Uh, looks, that's that's my favorite John Cena. That's who I just drafted. Well, one. What's it? What's the name of that TV show? Eighteen. You got all the You got all the John Cena. You also have him looking like. You got all the John Cena. You, you got him looking like Ernest now. Oh, so I got him also in the NWO shirt with fucking. Dude, Macho every single wrestler has worn an NWO shirt. <laughs> you got you got a uh, John Cena that was a part of fucking uh, it's uh, Shattered Dimensions. John Cena. <laughs> Dude, there's a there's I'm pretty sure there's a person multiverse on YouTube. of madness. John Cena. I'm pretty sure there's a person on YouTube that has a wrestling video. Can't believe you just called it that. That's, that's what it was. That's it what that whole show was before was. there was a multiverse of madness. I mean, if you think about it, that's what he went through in that scene or that shit. You know, you know, people, you, you know people that play like WWE, whatever, and then they build their own storylines and shit with the video game. I'm pretty sure there's a YouTube guy that has John Cena as the leader of the NWO <laughs> right now. It makes sense for a YouTuber to do it. But uh, yeah, he should have fucking turned a long time ago. That match with Bray Wyatt was basically John Cena going through the multiverse of madness to it wrestling totally multiverse was. of madness. It's weird. It's like Bray, was. Bray Wyatt stole Disney's idea before and this WWE. Ch- Tomasa Ciampa looking motherfucker. It is, is Tomasa oh. Ciampa motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> He's not a part of uh, the, 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 the fucking... Uh, the club that fucking uh, Max Dupree started yet is he? No, no, because the last the, th- the last club, the last three weeks, every time he's supposed to debut somebody, something ain't right. So it's just him standing an inch away from Adam Pierce's face, going, "No, it's not right. We're not debuting this week because because the lighting's not right. Because there is no. There's a lot of weird history in this match right now. It's because there is nobody. Look how much taller he is than him. It's weird. All right, Clint, who you got? Uh, so I got a tag team, my first tag Keith team. Keith Lee sitting next to Matt which Riddle. Which I'm pretty excited about because I didn't pick any tag teams. And I thought, I didn't think anybody would take them, but then I thought maybe because he was talking about fucking the Heart Foundation. You're going to get the Rockers? No, I'm taking oh. Owen and Davey. Yeah. Multi-time tag team champions together. He's been thinking about that all week. Yeah, I, I actually talked to Luke for like 10 minutes this morning about it. I'm like, I'm really feeling the Bulldogs. 
<laughs> I mean, they weren't really the Bulldogs when they were together. They weren't really the Heart Foundation either, I guess. They well, no, just... I was talking about, I was talking about oh, Dynamite. Not... And... You'd had problems with Dynamite in your company, Doug. He'd been trying to put... Tom Billings. He'd been trying to put dimes in his fist and fight people. Fucking uh, Owen and Davey's a good pick, though, dude. David Boy Smith had a real good wrestling career until he broke his back. You know what I'm saying? Even after he broke his back and came back, he still that's was a, he had a that's good... That's my favorite blue jeans fucking... Fucking slamming people on dog poop and yeah. shit. Slam, that's my favorite. You know he slammed on the, you know he slammed on the dog shit, don't you? Huh. The Rock. <laughs> it's a whole fucking surfboard full of dog shit. Power yeah. slammed him on it. That's awesome. Uh, and Owen Hart. I mean, you know. Oh well, yeah. I got the best ribs in the back too. <laughs> <laughs> Thing is, when you when you they, look at, when you look at me and Clint's roster, Magnum TA potential. We don't know. Owen potential. You don't know. I had Eddie, whose potential would only went up, and then uh, Brian Pillman could only went up too. Like they all died young and early. I ain't sure about Brian Pillman because that leg, his leg had bummed out on him. I think, and I think he was more on the. I think he would have went back to WCW before his career was done. But I think he was on a downward trend. Owen, on the other hand, I don't like. I would have loved to see him as champion, but I don't necessarily know that he wanted it. I think he was just having a good time being a professional wrestler. But he put on some of the best matches I've ever seen him. I think early in his career, when it was him and Brett together, he was real serious about it. But later, I think he was just just there to have fun with his friends and shit. He also um, he also broke one of my aces next. Yeah, yeah. Outside of that though, the motherfucker was solid in every match. He used to come and get on the top rope and do the backflip. Everybody always says that you wouldn't know Owen Hart, but he was on like the downhill of his fucking career as yeah, a that's, blue. That's blue what I mean. Where, where he was at when he passed away, unfortunately, he did at that point in time in his career, he was just there to have fun with his friends and get a paycheck. Now Owen from like ninety two, well, ninety three, ninety one. Well, because he got a big ass paycheck for staying, right? But after the fucking yes, everybody yes. else took off. But Owen ninety two, ninety one, ninety three when he wrestled Brett at WrestleMania ten, that was Owen who won the WWF championship. Not that he to say he wouldn't have taken it had they offered it to him or whatever, or maybe they had before and he said no. But like you could tell he was just there to have fun with Jeff and fucking D'Lo and all his friends at that point in time and The Rock and all them. He was just there having a good time when he passed away, unfortunately. You know, I don't think he had too many years left in him after that. I think maybe two or three and he'd have been done and showed up for a spurt here and there probably. Unless they decided to try to do the Hart Foundation one more time or some shit, which... They could have. Had he not passed away, maybe Bret Hart would have... Feelings might not have been so sour that maybe Bret Hart would have came back to WWF a long time before that. Or maybe Owen goes to WCW and fucking... I don't know. Either way, Bret Hart got kicked in the fucking head and it ended his career. So who's to say? I mean, I'm sure that that was always going to happen. That was just, I don't know, fate's fate, I guess. And people die and get crippled and shit. And is what it is. But we'll never know, I guess. But That's what I'm saying. The potential, you don't know. But accolade-wise, so far, they're doing pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> but So I guess it's back to you, ain't it? Yep. I'm going to go Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Ooh, yeah, always that's a good call. Always a good guy. I can't see it very good, buddy. Severe thunderstorm warning oh, for good. all of you in area. It'll be a good night tonight. Ricky Dragon's and, the shit, except and, for when he brought a dragon to the ring in WWF. And, and then I can ask Dick, we're going to forbidden door this shit. Ric Flair and Ricky the Steamboat. Macho Man and Steamboat's I mean, better match. They've had that match a couple times before. I mean... Well, we can make it a three-way. <laughs> Macho and Steamboat at fucking... Was it three? Mm-hmm. That, that, that's better than Andre. That's number two next to Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, and Christopher Daniels. Yeah, it's better than fucking... Uh, it was better than Hogan and Andre. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking goddamn thing. 
Um, and there ain't nobody ever been able to keep up. Well, I mean, besides Magnum TA, but it didn't happen. <laughs> but uh, with Ric Flair with the fucking 60-minute Broadways fucking all the time. He's WCW champ. I mean, he's got the world championship. I mean. You know what my favorite Ricky Dragon is, though? Like, I was kind of too young for him and his greatness. Uh, my favorite Ricky Dragon's fucking, I don't remember which WrestleMania it was, but Jericho and Roddy and uh, I don't even know who the third person was besides Ricky the Dragon. That whole fucking match was just Ricky the Dragon fucking, you still got it. Like, over the top ropes on the fucking Jericho at like 70 fucking years old. Wow, uh, he's probably 60s. 62. He's, he's like 70. Wow. He's he's like the same or at least close in age to Ric Flair. I mean, they both started around the same time too. But I mean, there's nothing bad you can say about Ricky the Dream or Ricky the Steamboat. No, not a wasted move in the ring. Is this motherfucker got the uh uh? Is it the shit off the Batman game, Arkham Asylum? Yeah. Yeah. All right, Dick. It's back to you. Uh, so. Who is your favorite Ricky the Dragon with shoes or without shoes? <laughs> I was just saying that fucking Chris Jericho, Ricky the Dragon at WrestleMania with fucking. Who was the third guy in that match? Oh, when he was an old man? Roddy Piper and. Was it Dusty Rhodes? No, I don't think so. Randy oh, Rick? no, it was fucking. Uh, 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 fucking uh, he who should not be named. Yeah, don't Nancy Argentino's fucking murder. That crazy coke monster. <laughs> they don't even let his daughter use the last name. Oh, Tamina. Tamina. Yeah, I forgot it was Jimmy. Suit, 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 suit. Was this the last time he was on TV like that? Last time he was on TV, they honored him for being a legend. Mm. He was super old, and he came out there and got down on one knee and did the. Huh. He had sandals on, looked real weird, but he still was jacked to the nine, dude. <laughs> Yeah, my favorite Ricky Dragon's. I, I was just saying I wasn't there for the greatness. Like, I was too young so, for the greatness of Ricky the Dragon. And he wasn't really around WCW or WWE in the fucking prime right there. I had the Stone Cold What DVD. There's a match on there with Stunning Steve Austin and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat and WCW for the United States Championship. And at that time, if you went over the top rope in WCW, you lost the belt. What lost, the fuck was Ricky the Dragon the Steamboat match. doing during the Monday Night Wars? It wasn't He quit wrestling at home. Take care of his kid and his wife. Really? He wasn't. He didn't like the attitude era shit. He didn't want to. Thought it would have desecrated his character, so he went home. So he didn't wrestle from like. I think WCW just paid him to sit at home. Huh. I don't remember when the last time I seen him on TV before he WrestleMania didn't. He was. Just went home. I think I, I can Google it real quick. I'm pretty sure. What the fuck was Ricky the Dragon doing during the Monday Night Wars? Not wrestling. Yeah, I think he just sat at home. He did. He didn't want to be a part of that t- that style of or story. He, like he thought it would make him look bad and his family look bad. Like, he thought he was Bruce Lee, dude, or some shit in real life. For real. Hmm. Like, he didn't want to be healed, and that's what held him back. Like, he wouldn't turn. Like, at that time, you had to turn at least once. Like, work for John Cena did not turn heel, obviously, after he'd been healed. So what you're saying is Ricky the Dragon didn't want to be fucking... It's not going to work for me, brother. Yeah. That's how it was. He didn't need a shit sandwich. And they wanted Ricky the Dragon to be Attitude Era, and I think he was like, well, I'll be milk and cookies. And they was like, that don't work, I think he was on the WCW side, though, when the timing was around. I'm I'm Googling. He's only in WWF. He was retired from 1994 until 2005. Yeah. He returned for TNA. 
Why? He was in, he was in was WWE. He, like he just retired, like I've done enough I, by '94. I think in TNA he was on the board of directors or whatever. Yeah. The NWA original shit. Yeah. Uh, Directors of authority. Heading into 1994, Steamboat engaged in one last feud for the WCW Heavyweight Championship with Ric Flair, culminating in a match at Spring Stampede, where the title was briefly held up due to both men's shoulders being pinned at the same time. He wasn't even on fucking World Tour or Revenge. He then went into a feud with stunning Steve Austin, inerred a title shot at Bash at the Beach, and lost. Got knocked over the top rope, I believe, to lose. Or No Mercy or Clash fucking WrestleMania 2000. In August, at Clash of Champions, he got a rematch against Austin where his back is hurt, but he managed to pin Austin for the championship. However, he gave up the belt due to injury at Fall Brawl and was replaced by Hacksaw. Uh, Ricky the Steamboat was fired by WCW president Eric Bischoff via FedEx while injured and Happened to lots of thus ending nearly a two-decade relationship with Croner, or Crockett Turner Wrestling. And then he retired for eight years. Jesus. He wrestled for the heavyweight championship against Flair in 94, though. So That's what I started with. Yeah, no, but I'm just saying, he, can't, he went out on somewhat of a high note. I've never had that thought before. I don't know. It's because by I've the time most like, of Ricky and Dragon's career, like right, he was by the time he, like WWE, he, he, he was, apparently didn't fit Bischoff's vision of WCW. Well, a lot of motherfuckers didn't. <laughs> a lot of greats didn't. A lot of greats didn't. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, he uh, he um, he what he? I believe he was one of them guys that was totally against the fucking attitude era and all that shit as well. So I think he just elected to stay at home and he Bruno San Martino did kind of a little bit. He might have like been an agent or something maybe. Hmm. All right, Dick. It's up to you. Well, I wined and dined with kings and queens, and I slept in dumpsters and ate pork and beans. That's a good one, dude. Dusty Rhodes. I was looking for, the other night I was looking for, like, if he had actually been in a tag team before, and I was going to pick him as a tag team. Yeah, he was Rick Flair's tag team partner when he first started. But a legit tag team. (laughs) I mean, like, fucking Jericho type of shit, you know what I'm saying? One Jericho, he was like Rick, he was like somebody Flair. I know, but he, well, Rick Flair was supposed to be, I thought Dusty Rhodes, or Rick Flair was supposed to be a Rhodes, not the other way around. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was rambling Ricky Rhodes. Yeah, you could have had both of them. You could have them the same way he got fucking the Blade Runners. No, nah, I wouldn't have liked that. Rambling Ricky Rhodes and Dusty Rhodes together. Yeah, but they got you got we'll their get whole Dusty careers. and his little brother Rambling Rick, and you'd have been like, "You motherfucker, <laughs> you can't do that." <laughs> uh, wasn't legit enough. Uh, that was my favorite promo of his. That's my favorite moment. Like. I know everybody likes the hard time shit, but that was kind of like late seventies or whatever. I like when he came back whatever. as the heel from New York and shit, and was fucking, that was good as shit came too. Came back with the WWF attitude and shit. I and fucking love the I love the polka dots, man. Like fucking what's her name? Uh, who was this? Sapphire. Sapphire. That shit was good. That's where I know Dusty Rhodes most from his WWF. Yeah, me too. Side of that, I never really got to see any of that because I didn't. Well, wasn't, so I that's I how I was introduced access, to him. The most intimate, fam- intimately familiar I am with him was like. NWO Dusty Road That's Wild. the only other way I knew him from. And then which, they'd talk about all the shit he did before, but I was like, how's come wa- he never which wrestles? Walk, which watching the history of the NWO, that's one of the greatest parts of that documentary where they talk to Cody. And Cody's <laughs> like, I went to school the next day and like everybody hate me. <laughs> He's like, Your dad turned and went to the NWO. <laughs> <laughs> But no, dude, Dusty Rhodes is solid when fucking, you know, uh And honestly though, Dusty's uh 
storytelling capabilities, he, his fucking his the ability to tell a story in the ring, man. That, just not in the ring. I'm talking about behind the scenes, fucking oh. running companies and shit. Like, yeah. a, like there is no greater influence on talent than Dusty Rhodes. Like, still to this motherfucking day, Roman Reigns is a Dusty Rhodes guy. So Seth Rollins. Yeah, That's I mean, true. Dusty classes. I mean, at fucking performance center, they're called Dusty classes and shit. Like, yeah. That's where you learn how to cut a promo. I mean, Sasha Banks. The bad part is all this new people in NXT really needed Dusty to still be here because none of them can do it. But, I mean, nobody can do what Dusty does. Well, I think he was just so good at cutting a promo and helping people learn how to cut a promo. And there's in not WCW, ever, like, nobody unless, reined him in a whole lot. Unless they hire, like, The Rock to help with promos, there's not going to be another person as good as them to help them learn how they to do They could hire MJF. Right. As a promo but, class. You know what I mean? <laughs> if they want to have people good on the mic, they need to hire wrestlers who used to be formerly good on the mic to help train them be good on the mic, so, not fucking Albert who couldn't cut a promo. Sorry, he couldn't. You can you can have fucking L.A. Knight go down there and start teaching them. He had draws who couldn't cut a promo. <laughs> together Mike, together they just went Bleh, a lot. Like, like if you watch NXT for the last year, L.A. Knight has had the best fucking promos. To be honest of, with you, that might be the problem with the wrestlers is the fact that Matt Bloom is the one who's training them. He never was the best. That's true. Tattoo gun, about uh, three minute matches. Fundamentally sound like the basics. Like, like so, if you're that good, you're not going to teach it. If you can't do teach. It's like, well, you just got a guy who can just get him through it and get him through the basics, so we can get him in the ring. I'm just and get saying, him like, on TV. He, he's a person that understands that people learn auditorily, visually, yep. hands on, uh, I mean, and like is able to mix it and connect with them. But to if do he's it. helping them with the promos and all that shit too, and it's like, dude, no, you, I mean, they definitely got to have like he ain't doing his job promo if he coaches ain't. and shit like that too. But I know he helps with a lot of stuff too. And I was like, how the fuck can you get a guy the job? You're gonna like Johnny Ace, like the motherfucker ain't got no talent, so how can he look for talent? I think they should make Norman Smiley the head trainer. Trainer-wise, that would probably be smart, as many people as he's trained in his career. Or hire well, He Ken. was over as fucking Mexico. They could hire Ken Shamrock as a trainer for the motherfuckers, and he would he would probably help out a lot, to be honest with you. Not Triple H's back dog. You're right. All right, who you got? You can't have jacked up Al Bundy. I'm still thinking on my other tag team, because I don't know yet. I'm kind of torn on it, so I ain't going to pick a tag and pick my first female wrestler, and I'm going to go Trish. Most coveted female in WWF history. Well, I don't give a fuck what anybody says about Charlotte. Everybody loves Trish. I can't talk Everybody about always has Trish, Trish in the current climate. She put her fucking hard work in and became was a manager who was actually a Canadian model. Biggest became part a of- manager, became a very good prof- women's professional wrestler and multi-time champion. And now she's what? She's got a like a fitness brand she runs and shit. And yeah, it's like yoga. Does all kinds of shit. Like makes mad money, comes back and wrestles when she I'm wants to. I'm not comfortable to. saying my favorite is Triple H and or Trish Stratus in the current climate. The only thing I know her from how I was introduced and shit is Linda McMahon being in a catatonic state while she. That was unfortunately out not the highlight man. part of her career, man. <laughs> As I'm sure it's not with a lot of females who had to deal with Vince McMahon in their career, like Sable or Tori or, you know, just a multitude of other ones who aren't going to be named right now. Or might come up later if we have court depositions. You never know. He's about to get. Maybe that's why Brock came back now because in six months, Vince ain't going to want nothing to do with him because Sable's going to be on that deposition trial. What's it called in WWE? It wasn't me too. I don't remember what it was called. Speak out. Speak out. If they decide to have every female that's ever done anything come in, like Amber Heard, Johnny Cosby. Depp. Well, Amber Heard, Johnny Depp. What if they do some shit like that yeah. and put it on TV? A defamation trial? Right. They might. He gets sued by enough people for whatever. If this girl, somehow they find that she can, the $3 million shit or whatever, if she can somehow sue him, they're going to be like, well, we need witnesses. 
How many former female wrestlers and former fucking attendants see, and might, former backstage agents? I might get agents? to see fucking uh, Jerry McDevitt on TV. That's what I'm saying. You might see the retirement of Vince McMahon without him being retired. <laughs> It'd be wild, wouldn't it? I'm ready for Jerry McDevitt's promos. So, but no, Trish is good. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That's what we were talking about, Trish. Uh, she got a promo, uh, too. First woman to fucking main event Raw, right? Yeah. Not first woman to main event WrestleMania, unfortunately, but... First woman to main event of Monday Night Raw. She, I mean, she she ran down the she paved the road that fucking put her work in with down. them. She wrestled men too. Put her work in doing that, which I don't like that or condone it. But you know, she went through the Dudleys put her through a table like for fucking six weeks in a row. So every Monday night for like six weeks, they put her through a fucking table every Monday. And the bad part is Bubba and Devon didn't want to do it. Yeah, she she was down with it, and they're like, no, 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 you're too pretty. We shouldn't. And they're like, no, no, you're gonna go through these tables. All right. All right, we'll do it then. They put old fucking Mae Young through a table. <laughs> off the goddamn stage. And she fucking... Loved it. Got pissed that he was trying to baby handle yeah. her. <laughs> That's weird, isn't it? You know, uh, they said when she did the stink fish to Eric Bischoff, they had her in the back and she put tuna fish down the back yeah. of her underpants, so it smelled like real bad when she I did I heard it. Conrad ask Bischoff about that or whatever, what it smelled like, and he's like, he's like, honestly, the story's got blown up out of proportion. I don't remember it smelling like anything. Well, yeah, right. I'd, <laughs> I'd say that shit, too. <laughs> Fucking hilarious, dude. <laughs> hilarious. That's what you get for FedEx and May Young at some point, apparently. I guess it's me. Yep. I'm gonna go with the phenomenal AJ Styles. Get a little new school. He's been a champ everywhere he's been. I mean, he can fucking work. He's Not busy. everywhere. Won a champ in WCW. That, yeah. well, that's true. Thought him, was him and Eric Paris only won one match on a fucking, I believe, of Thunder. He was in a I tournament up for the. Time. He was in the tournament for the cruiserweight. Okay, tag team titles. That's what I was about to say. I thought, Ray, he, I thought Ray, they won that. Uh, Ray and Kidman won that. Yeah, uh, I think they're the only holders of that belt. I'm pretty sure him and Eric Paris only won one match as a tag team, and it was on a Thunder. I can look it up again. We looked it up one night. Yeah. I okay. Well, he was, was great everywhere besides WCW. <laughs> <laughs> that was just his starting point, you know. And he was a small guy, so they wasn't going to. I mean, it was WCW, w, bro. I mean, if WCW would have continued, he didn't and really actually grew yeah, talent. He probably would have been champ. Well, somewhere. they started. Well, they, he didn't immediately go to TNA. No, then they started uh, the when tag, they started or whatever because he was on like NWA Wild Side and shit. They, they started the yeah. um, uh, what do you call it? The the WCW Cruiserweight Tag Team Division. Yeah, and yeah. then they hired just a fuckload of independent tag team guys. And he happened to be one of them. So, yeah, his career might have been a lot different had WCW stayed open. Had Magnum TA not gotten a car wreck? Came back with a, the, AJ, the Big Bang or whatever the fuck. AJ can be a face or a heel. Dude, had, there's nothing you were saying earlier with Magnum TA. Had he not gotten into a wreck, the landscape of what a professional wrestler is supposed to look like might be different as well. The what the pro, typical prototype of what a professional well, wrestler. Was, you know what I mean? mean? He was uh, You know that Silas Young guy. guy that was on wrestling the other night? That's kind of like what T Magnum TA would probably look like now if he was a wrestler, like if yeah. he didn't get crippled. The guy that fought Daniel Hang Bryan and Hangman or Hangman and ROH. I think he was a little taller than that guy, but yeah, I know you're talking about. I'm just saying, like perspective. I mean, that's what you're Magnum kind of TA at. brought a body to the South. The South wasn't necessarily worried about a yeah. body. I had like fucking uh, uh, Stan Hansen. That's because they're right. <laughs> South was used to seeing like Dusty. Right. That's what I said. Stan Hansen, motherfuckers Hart who are just big. Harley Race. and Big country motherfuckers. Nick Murdoch. <laughs> but, I mean, there's nothing else for me to say about AJ. I mean, there's a lot you could say. I mean, there is, but. 
teenage my triple, favorite teenage AJ. triple crown grand, grand grand slam champion fucking been the ngpw heavyweight title holder before as many belts as you know brent don't say like you can't say here so right. that, I, iwgp world champion wwe champion tna champion he's the greatest x division wrestler of all time the uh, uh, grand slam champion wwe he hasn't he hasn't won the royal rumble my favorite back. He debuted at the Royal Rumble. He should won the. He should have won the Royal Rumble this like year. The second year, I feel like that he was in. I'm he should have won sure. it this year. Yeah. I kind of like who they he should have won it him. every year that he's ever been in it, but hasn't yet. That's true. Maybe this year. <laughs> Wait, no, because Cody's coming back. So no. The. Uh, <clears throat> so like the downpour of his career is tag teaming with Air Paris. My favorite. <laughs> my favorite story backstage story about AJ Styles. Uh, Bruce Pritchard was talking about him coming into TNA and everybody backstage was like, that's AJ Styles guy, man. He's uh he's hard to work with. I don't know if you're going to like writing for him, blah, blah. And like he went to AJ's locker room to talk to him and like haven't heard of his reputation being hard to work with. And he's got his hair dyed blonde and he's in a Ric Flair robe and shit. And, uh, he's like, I don't really want to do this. And he's like, you know, they're telling you that you're fucking hard to work with because you don't want to do this shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't know if he was or not, but I, I, I didn't like that part of AJ's career myself. Right. Like, who the fuck wants to see AJ Styles as Ric Flair? And he looked uncomfortable as fuck. <laughs> I mean, I liked Fortune, but. Yeah. You could you could have got Ric Flair and uh, Macho AJ Styles Man Light if you just would took Jay Lethal. Him in a suit, <laughs> look, the short hair, even with long hair, I don't know. I could, just, do, I could do him in a suit like that, but not looks weird him coming down in a robe saying woo and fucking strutting yeah. and dropping elbows Especially on mats. when he couldn't woo. <laughs> the only one thing I can still say about AJ right now is I'd still prefer him with short hair. Yeah, I kind of do too, but he didn't get no attitude, no edge to him until he got his hair started growing out. That shit don't bother me Growing too a much. beard. Like, he was pretty vanilla. I've had long-haired John Michaels, and I've seen bald John Michaels, so at this point, it don't bother me no more with about <laughs> long-haired or short-haired or soccer mom. I'm just saying, I, like I, prefer, I prefer the short hair. Back to you, Dick. I do. I kind of style my hair after him when I used to have some still. You got two women, buddy. Fuck. Moolah. Moolah. Ooh. What can I say? 28 years as a motherfucking women's champion. Yeah. Like ran the women's. Ul- the ultimate pimp daddy. People want to talk about the women's revolution taking over wrestling and shit and who it was. Sasha or fucking Charlotte. Blah, blah. Was it Ronda Rousey being a big part? Moolah is women's wrestling the same as Hulk Hogan is yeah. wrestling. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for back in the day, dude, she used to fucking, she used to beat the shit. They used to beat the shit out of each other. Them women did. You Questionable know. background, I've heard, but <laughs> yeah. depends who you talk to, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Depends who you talk to. There has been no lawsuits or anything. Yeah. No, but there, there has not sure been. No, well, I'm not sure there's anything left to not, sue. Yeah, like. anyway, but there could be some more. I guess some guys could get sued. Maybe. And part of Moolah's story could come out part but. of the reason she was champ for like 20 years too because there was another women's wrestlers and they kind of like defunct the women's title she for made really sure time. of it she well, made sure of it also Alundra Blay is taking the shit and blowing it up uh, on WCW original screwjob yeah with yeah. Wendy Richter <laughs> fucking the spider yeah well you know fuck these non-fucking entertainment talent motherfuckers <laughs> that's the first time Vince McMahon tried to venture into the entertainment world <laughs> maybe, maybe it wasn't the first time but the rock and wrestling connection was that the first one <clears throat> 
the WWE yeah, was oh, that yeah. the first oh, entertainment yeah. Rock and w- wrestling. was yeah. that the first one that w- was the rock and wrestling connection no yeah. i'm saying was that the first one wwf did like yeah. entertainment wise outside of con- trying to connect entertainment to professional wrestling or it's the that prelude be? to wrestlemania so, like so they did, did partnered with mtv and they sent lou albino to fucking cindy lopper's shit to be in the girls don't want to have fun video and then fucking it all culminated in the war to settle the score on fucking MTV, fucking you no know, rock and wrestling connection or whatever, and the next year was fucking WrestleMania. And I say because Liberace was the first WrestleMania. Muhammad right. Ali was a referee at the first WrestleMania. They were there too. So well, the, I was, was just wondering, they, it was, was it the screw job, wasn't it? No, what you're talking about is the, the screw job. That was uh, Wendy show. Wendy Richter that was and the, the rock, Spider. Yeah, that was the war to settle the score. And his WrestleMania one was Wendy Richter and uh, yeah, we looked Le- at it. Liani. Akalele, yeah, something. something like that. It's Wardley. <sighs> no, no, the original screw was with Mula. Yeah, that's what I picked. I know. Uh, I wasn't sure when you noped out. Gave <laughs> up on the show. Said fuck it. Had to get a beer. She knows how to go through a table. I called her. I called her the original pimp daddy. <laughs> she, <laughs> rolling in the caddy. She took some mean ass bumps as well. By the way. Uh yeah, so the yeah, I was ones. just gonna say Mula fucking uh, I've seen Randy Orton punt kicker in the face as well. I was just gonna say the end of their career, Mula and May Young and shit. Like that's what I know her as. I don't. Seth Rollins might have spiked her too on a Monday Night Raw or some shit. Like when he first became heel from the Shield, I I think I remember seeing that, or maybe somebody doing it to Mula, or you know what I mean, like spiking her into the mat when she was super old, and it was like, oh my god, she shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> I could be wrong, but I thought I seen Seth Rollins maybe doing that to her. Or May Young. I don't remember. I think she might have been passed Back away by that remember. time. Too many. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and do it with my second women since it's my turn again, unless you've just got more to say. No, not really. About you? No? All right. <laughs> Take my second women's. I'm going to go with uh, the female who's on the tips of everybody's tongues right now, and that's Sasha Banks. Or whatever you want to call her. I don't know what her real name is. Merce- thought about Merce- taking Paige, but... Eh, Mercedes Renato. How about going Paige, but she ain't been around long enough. She's been gone for too many years for me to be like, I should just take her. She's she started the, the Roman's Revolution. She's rusty as fuck, though. She ain't been in the ring for a while. Hmm. I wouldn't pick her right out the gate. I can't. I'd love to, but I can't. It's yeah. like, I'm a, I wanted to pick Tessa Blanchard as well, but she also yeah. hasn't been in the ring in a long time, man. That was who else was on my list was Tessa Blanchard from last yes. time. I was like, so, ooh. You took my favorite female wrestler. I went with, so what's my favorite female wrestler? So, golf, Brent. <laughs> You like Chris Statlander? Get out of here. Yeah, I do, right. but Sasha Banks is my favorite. No, fucking the other one's his favorite. He can't switch up favorites because the other one's got a brain injury and can't wrestle no more. Rhea Ripley. Yeah. You over here talking about how you eat You're her? Kind of a wrestling perv, really. What? My favorite wrestler, girl wrestlers you got. Right. Every time one gets injured and goes on a brain injury, he's got a new one. No, I'm pretty sure it's been Sasha this entire time. <laughs> I'm high know, on man. I'm high on Rhea. I don't know, man. I'm not. I don't know about that, Brent. <clears throat> I don't like Sasha to be honest with you. Like I, she's never lived up to the hype for me. I can't handle it. I think she's one of the best female wrestlers I got. Be- Becky Lynch was the fucking thing that made the fucking four horsewomen work, and she gets the least amount of respect for it up until here lately. She been doing. She dresses too weird for me now. I can't deal with it. She's big time Bex. <laughs> she looks like a fucking beaker. <laughs> me 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 yeah, me me. I can't deal with it. <laughs> Cannot deal with it. But yeah, Sasha, multi-time women's champion women's tag team champion obviously she left that belt on the table uh had, had one of the best women's matches of all time her and bailey at and, brooklyn takeover yeah and and in she, wrestlemania she's had a, a couple of real good matches at wrestlemania do i still get another woman's pick you yeah. get two buddy okay yep 
I'm good now. You can go. Snoop Dogg's cousin. It's my turn. It's his turn. It's my turn. Oh, yeah. Fuck you. He goes. You just took his turn. Snoop Dogg. It's his cousin. Throwing wrenches Snoop. and plans again. He's about Snoop. to fucking. Snoop. Snoop a limp. Yeah. You says, bring your green hat. It's his, it's We're his, going streaking. It's his, <laughs> it's his cousin. <laughs> what? Snoop's my cousin? No, no, no. Sasha's oh. his cousin. Yeah, I know. So, so that means I get Snoop to do a fucking a rap show in the middle He's of the night. He's going to prison. Drink. Brock Lesnar? No. Cain Velasquez? Oh, yeah, well, he murdered Drink, the motherfucker. Drink is a snoop well, he actually right murdered now. the wrong motherfucker trying to murder the motherfucker who <laughs> who uh, touched his child. Which I can't say I wouldn't have done the same thing. I'd have freaked out, too. I'd have just tried that to murder. That was the saddest him. shit I ever seen. Yeah, I'd have just tried to murder the right person, not the wrong one. That's all. When you shoot people in traffic, you're not guaranteed to hit the right person. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> He's going to go to jail now for a long time. Okay. Cain Velasquez, nice, nice to see you. Your pick. I ain't saying he was wrong. I know it's my pick. I'm letting Clinton talk. Bury himself, I mean. I don't well, think he was wrong at all. I'd done the same shit. I just made sure I'd hit the right person. What'd he do? Somebody uh had their way with his child, touched them, and then he was going to kill that person, and he seen them in traffic and he pulled a gun out and started shooting and killed the dude's dad sitting next to him and didn't kill the guy at all. I have not heard that. I read all the stories. That's, that's what crazy. Happened. That's what happened. Oh, Dominic. His child was abused by a male sexually. <clears throat> he it was a teacher or something like that, and he knew who it was, and he got a gun, and he tracked him down, and he seen him in traffic, and in traffic he started letting loose on their car, and he killed the guy's dad sitting next to him, not the guy himself. Allegedly. So the dude, so far. So the dude's still alive that abused his child, and is in jail for that, and then Cain Velasquez is in jail for murdering that guy's dad. Hmm. So I mean, his it was a. a he messed us. He, he he messed up, man. He he didn't aim well enough. He failed. He should have kept on fighting in UFC and got a lawyer instead in the cops. I think you inferred too much on that story. I just I you know it's what got released. That's all I know. How do you know he that his dad wasn't the target? Because he meant to kill the person. Why would you? Kill his dad when he's the not the one. He's Cain Velasquez's I, dog. I, like, I think he's seen him. As you're gonna be the person. I, I think he's seen I make him. My pick now. You're gonna hate me just as much as fucking. I think he's seen him. As I hate you, driving. motherfucker. Boom. I think he's seen him as they were driving by and he pulls his gun out. You inferred too him. much of that. You know what the situation was. That's just what I read, buddy. <laughs> you go. I'm gonna pick Gail Kim. That's a good woman's pick. Yeah, uh, she never got a just dues in WWE. She's the real start of the revolution, if anybody. She Knockouts had, division kicked the fuck out of WWE for years. Well, she tried that shit and when she first showed up in WWE because she had the she was like the Matrix shit or whatever and showed up in WWE. She had the trench coat and the sunglasses and yeah. like wore wrestling gear, didn't do the bikinis and shit, and then they like evolved her into that from a wrestler. And then she she was also named the most influential female wrestler for impact at the 20 year anniversary. I'm saying then when she went to impact from WWE is when I felt like she really was able to come into her own. Was she in ECW before WWE or where was she at before she first came to WWE? Do you know? I think it was very mm. brief. She was it tough enough, wasn't it? No, I, she was I, a professional I, wrestler someplace I, else. Cause I, she was known before she came to WWE. It may have been W. I thought it was WCW. Like, maybe I thought yeah, it, she definitely went in WCW. She's from Canada. So it might have been a Canadian wrestling company, maybe. I'll try to see. I guess I don't know Gail Kim start. It's probably had to have been OVW. No, I'm not sure. Or F- Florida Championship Wrestling, maybe. Or what was the other one? OVW? 
OVW Florida Championship Wrestling, and there was one other one all around the same time. Let's see. She obtained a degree from Ryerson University. Uh, she went to Ron Hutchison School of Professional Wrestling in Toronto. Um, Squared Circle Pro Wrestling Gym. She debuted in December 2000 wearing a mask as wrestling as the Queen of Cats, La Filina, for the Southern Ontario-based Apocalypse Wrestling Federation. Yeah, her like her first actual... She worked in the main... independent Canadian circuit yep. for two, two years. Before she made it to WWE. There's a whole-ass Canadian independent circuit, too. Fuck. She had a, she had a hair versus mask match with Tracy Brooks, which is... Frankie Kazarian's um, life, right? Yeah. She was introduced in TNA WWF original. as WWF employee Nora Greenwald. I fucking... That's, uh... Isn't that goddamn, uh... That's fucking... Her real name. That's, uh... Oh, uh, the Hollies. Molly Hollies. Isn't that her fucking real name is Nora Greenwald? I guess they called Gil Kim that for a minute and then... Molly, Molly Holly and fucking Gail Kim are like best friends, aren't they? Maybe what's Molly Holly's real name? Because they're, sure. they're both her they're both can, they're both Canadian. Her, I think Gail Kim actually her, got her the chance to wrestle for her WWE. Her real name's Nora Greenwald, is what is what fucking Molly Holly's real name is. And then something about Jason Sensation had was apparently a backstage WWF person too until two thousand and one had something to do with her getting the, her tapes to WWF. Uh, she was hired in two thousand two. I actually think I heard. I think her and Molly Holly had a. She spent eight months in OVW, and then they brought her up to the main roster. I think her and Molly Holly actually had a. Uh, yeah. Tryout <laughs> against each other after showcasing Matrix-like vignettes. Effects on, aired on Raw. Kim debuted on Jane, June thirtieth as a fan favorite with a Matrix-inspired outfit. I remember it because it was like they had like the weird numbers and shit going through her outfit on the Titan Tron, and she was wild. Yeah, dude, she came in at the wrong time, unfortunately, for the main roster, and then they turned her into, you know, the fucking wearing bikinis and all that shit. And then when she went to TNA, like, I feel like that's when the the real work. I mean, I didn't see any of her independent shit. I'd heard of her. Obviously, I knew who Gail Kim was before she came to WWE, but like, I, like the independent stuff, like, uh, you know, who who knows what she was doing out there and TNA sh- shit. She fucking talked the talk and walked the walk in that motherfucker. You know. All right, Dick, you got one more female. Uh, Medusa. Biggest moment in wrestling and women's wrestling history every to date. Ooh. Dropping uh, the fucking belt in the fucking garbage can. Everybody knows that shit. That was the fucking women, shots fired. Yeah, women in the main event at WrestleMania, Shot. I think, is a little bigger than that at this point, though. Shots heard around the world, man. There's not a single person that doesn't remember that shit that's ever been a wrestling fan. There's lapsed wrestling fans that's never got back into yeah, it. Yeah, her dropping it in the trash can. It was on TV and all that, and it's a thing. But, I mean, I don't know. As far as, like, yeah, it's a sh- it was a shot to WWF big time. She's also wrestled around the world fucking everywhere on but the independents. For women's uh, wrestling, yeah. But, she, yeah. She pretty much goes as a laundry blaze, though, now. Yeah. Well, slash. She got the... Slash. <laughs> She came out. She was cruiserweight champion. She has a fucking monster truck driver. Yeah. Uh, she's a badass chick. She kind of saved rest, women's wrestling in the fucking early 90s, like when everybody wanted to forget about it and shit after the Wendy Rector situation. and I agree. All that shit. I mean, she... I don't know. I mean, it was kind of transitional because it's the, the lowest that re- women's wrestling's ever fucking met or whatever, but 
If there was no Alundra Blaze, there would be no women's wrestling today, simply for the fact it would have just faded away and nobody would ever would have thought of wrestling again. You're right about that. She's the only one I, I remember in like the early 90s. Being, WCW, WWF, anything. And she might have wrestled some motherfucker you'd never seen or they'd put her against like a Japanese was, women's wrestler. There, yeah, there were no wrestlers for her to even fucking wrestle, but really. She, I do remember her being on there every once in a while and I'd be like, oh shit, a women's wrestler? I don't want to see that. But then she <laughs> would actually put on a good match and you'd be entertained by it a little bit here and there or whatever. But back in like the early 90s, it was so strange to see a women's wrestler come out that it was like, what the fuck are they trying to do? But then they would do, WWF would have the midget wrestlers and then luchadors every once in a while, but they didn't have them regularly like WCW had. Yeah. You know, cruiserweights and luchadors regularly. And WCW kind of AEW-der, but... WWE was like they couldn't decide whether they wanted to have Japanese guys or luchadors, and then it was... They tried to do them both against each other one time, and it was fucking weird, man. <laughs> it didn't work. I'm just saying they, they AEW-der. They, she had a really good debut and really didn't do nothing with her again. Yeah. she's Well, she was part of Team Mach. That was the, that was the most I remember out of WCW besides her dropping the belt. Evan Cray, just that whole storyline. She did the shit with uh, yeah. she did the shit with Oklahoma. Yeah. She oh also had uh, who was it? Uh, well, after the one chick got done being a fucking uh, a dancer because they they got rid of the Nitro girls, she started becoming her. Uh, she was her fucking little lackey after that little blonde haired chick. Was it Spice? Not Spice. Something like that. One of the uh, one of the Nitro chicks. I can't remember her name. Little blonde haired one. But she started following her around for a little while after that, and really after she lost her cruiserweight title, she wasn't on there anymore. She'd show up every once in a while and, like, be in a bikini and fight dudes and then disappear for, like, a year. It's like she had to show up for her one yearly date so they could keep paying her and shit. But she was always entertaining and mean as fuck. I was always like, dude, she I'd hate to just be. She'd always come out and, like, straight go over to fucking uh, the announce table and start beating up the announcers and shit. Or fucking, uh, uh, fucking what's his name? Uh bobby the brain she'd always like walk yeah. over there and get real cute with him and then just smack him or deck him out of his chair and shit just to piss him off and shit but she's definitely a good good female wrestler and you know she's gonna put that work in when she gets in the ring too so i should have picked jade probably as my as my second female but you know i like she she likes sasha a little more so uh, that's like, because jade's fucking sasha light like i got one tag team left yep and um I'm gonna pick a fun tag team. Um, it gave me a lot of joy for my high schoolish area of life, I guess. I'm gonna go with too cool. Fuck man, I knew you Grandmaster gonna... Sex A and fucking uh Scotty Too Hotty. And I guess if you wanna throw Kishi in there, I suppose you could throw him in there too, right? But I was just yeah. thinking more nope. I was thinking more of Grandmaster and Scotty myself. I don't first, I mean first we gotta hear you uh reference the free bird rule. Yeah, fuck that. Uh <laughs> I mean, it's so, really too cool as a tag team, and then Rikishi was with them. But they then, and then later they were kind of like Rikishi, Rikishi's backup Riki, dancers after Rikishi, that. Rikishi's part of it. They should have never done that shit. But not that it got ruined him in the it. main event. Rikishi and not yeah, they got him to the main event, and then he ruined it. But I did it for the <laughs> rock. <laughs> I mean, he didn't even say nothing to him at the Hall of Fame speech. But uh, one time tag team champions never got the rematch. Uh, they were repackaged like four times before they hit the too cool mark and were like like over as fuck with everyone and i think scotty invented the word man that still is fucking lasting legacy forever like i think they were set up to fail with their characters and they were able to get them over because it's just they hit the right time with the crowd and there's always certain characters that are going to come at the right time it's like kurt angle debuted the same night too cool did at survivor series 99 and like 
Kurt Angle got booed out of the ring that night, but he was supposed to get booed out of the ring. That <laughs> night. And too cool, like got over as the bad guys in the match when they weren't supposed to get over as the bad guys in the match. And then from there on, it went all the way up to fuck. They were in the main event of a couple of Monday night raws. Actually the last main event of a Monday night raw that Mick Foley was in, it was Mick Foley too cool. I think Chris Benoit and Kane versus Degeneration X in the main event. And there's Mick Foley's last Monday Night Raw main event. And then, you know, they were fucking super over for a little while. And then I think, unfortunately, Brian got busted for drugs at the border. And Scotty had some injuries and then got nut cancer. But WWF, I don't think one of them, I don't think Vince wanted them to, he just, we're going to throw you guys together and we're just going to have you guys lose all the time because you, you know, you're good at it. And it was like, they got so popular. They got, they started selling so much merchandise. It was like, you got to, Unfortunately, let him win some matches. And dude, too cool was they were good, man. Can't say you didn't watch them. I was entertained. entertained one time. Yeah. So like, Rock got me to change the channel. Too cool got me to stay. They stopped the whole Royal Rumble to have a dance session in it. That was you know what I'm saying? And Rikishi fucked him and threw him over. But <laughs> they were cool. Uh, rest in peace to the Grandmaster. Scotty's still out there doing stuff. That's still being investigated. So yeah. And they got ties to Jerry the King that way too. Uh-huh. He's one of my announcers, Jerry the King. Oh. Gotta be. Yeah, we're good doing announcers? His son, no, but his son works for my company, so you gotta oh. imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the last one we did, he did have Jerry the King. He would it. deny it that it's his son because he you, always did you that had, shit. You had JR and Tony Schiavone. Tony Schiavone. I had, uh, fuck, uh, Joey Styles and Pat McAfee. You had Jerry the King Lawler and Corey Graves, I think. Yep. So. I guess it's left for me. And I got a female. <laughs> he said I knew he was going to pick them. He thought I was going to pick Hillcousin. Can't you do pick it. any of the four horsewomen, your team's trash. Can't do it. What? You pick any of the four horsewomen, your team's trash. Who the fuck has left a pair? <laughs> My two choices are Charlotte or Becky. No, you can go with uh, Rip Baker. No, <laughs> no. Go with Jay Cargill. You can go no. with Thunder Rosa. No, I was just pointing out that the fact that you're fucked on your team. I mean, there's no way out for a female. That's a good pick, Charlotte or Becky. What fuck about, it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go number two at Impact. Go with Paige. You can go with fucking uh, Deonta. I got, I got Gail Kim, who's number one at Impact. I'm going number two at Impact. I'm going Madis- Madison Rain. Go Deonta Perrazzo. You can go Tony Storm. Beautiful people got over for a point. They were, they actually made money as a. Uh, wrestling faction uh you mean oh this is yeah. an all-time draft the, though the actual it. beautiful people not the knockoff yeah she's beautiful. still wrestling right fucking now kind of she was just like she, champs like kevin sublin used to say it best like you start off in wrestling at the bottom and be careful about who you meet all the way up because you start your career on the bottom and you end your career on the bottom and madison she's rain wasn't the original on the, leader of the beautiful people was she yeah i think so no but she's still the second most impact champion and has always been with impact velvet sky and uh, the other one and then they added velvet madison, sky, madison rain i thought they added madison rain later i can't remember what her name was is madison rain bully ray's old lady no that's that's uh that's velvet sky uh you're thinking of uh, Angelica Love and... Yeah, Angelina Love and Angelina Velvet. Love. Angelina Love and Madison Rain started it, and then they added Velvet Sky, and then they, gotcha. they broke up and then got back together and added Lacey Von Eric the second time they got back yeah, together. Yeah, I remember that shit. That was terrible. And then they had... Whatever happened to Lacey Von and Eric? Then, and then, and then they had cute Kip with them, <laughs> a.k.a. Daddy Ass. Scissor me, Daddy Ass. <laughs> <clears throat> so he, he picked and then walked away, or he didn't pick and walked away? He picked fucking Madison Rain. Oh, yeah, that's right. 
I honestly couldn't pick her out of the lineup. That was a bad pick. Uh, I used to be able to, but she's changed her hair too many times now, and I don't. I've, she used to be a mainstay on TNA ten years ago. Um, but right now, I couldn't tell. I don't you. think she ever like made it, got over. She was their champ woman. Is she Frankie Monet? No, that's uh, Ty Valkyrie. Yeah, uh, Madison Rain, short, tiny, itty bitty thing. Um, Terrible pick, Brent. Terrible pick. I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to think of another time she was relevant other than when TNA was like first popping off there on TV. Oh, hey, Brett. What? <laughs> like he just reached for one because his first name came to his mind. Right. That was a terrible pick. I like Madison, right? I mean, I do too, but all time, dog. All time? Yeah. It's because I threw a monkey wrench in the shit earlier and fucked him all up for the night. <laughs> pick Brett, pick Brett Hart right off the bat and you didn't know what to do after that. <laughs> What's wrong with having the two best? Mula would fucking whoop both of his asses with their arms tied behind the back. Mula's on your show. She ain't on my show. Forbidden door, dog. I'm Forbidden I'm door. It. I'm closing that door. <laughs> He's got fucked. <laughs> I'm gonna let Brett Hart come over. What now. the fuck is a forbidden door? I'm just gonna throw a wrench in both of you guys. <laughs> now you got honorable mention. You got one more pick: female tag team, one more person, anyone. Did I have all six of my motherfuckers? Yes. This is oh. the draft's over. Now you have one more pick. Anybody? I'm gonna say fucking uh, Paul Heyman for just a all around badass fucking wrestling persona that you need on your fucking team to make your production fucking run and your storylines make motherfucking sense. TNA should have gave him full creative control. Then, then that when then, they got the fucking chance, they might still be, be on a fucking network. And that would be another whole category for who you want to be your booker, not for fucking who else you need. For I don't give a fuck what position. He'll fill all of them. He can wrestle. He's wrestled. He take bumps. Fall off the side of the ring. You can write your fucking show. Hmm. Right, you got. Hold on, I gotta think now. Good. There's no thinking. You gotta go off the top of your head. <laughs> Quit that shit. I'm gonna go with uh, the first ever Intercontinental Champion, Pat Patterson. That was a good one. That's a good response to that. I think he does a better job than Paul. He's the finish guy. He's the only person that's. But he's the best finish guy in wrestling industry ever. Period. <clears throat> Mr. Pat Pat, I thought. About I think the, this backfired on Brent. I was thinking the Dudley Boys, but Pat Patterson. You know what I mean? He's all around. I can use him in the back end. The, Either had an idea why his pin. Or this completely backfired on Brent. <laughs> Why'd it backfire on me? I gotta Who's go. your pick? Who's my pick? Off the top of your head. Fucking wildfire. Wildfire? <laughs> Off the top of my head? <laughs> yeah. Bang, bang. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got him. You done talking about Pat Patterson? No, bang, bang. Oh. oh. I thought we were trying to go fast. My bad. He said bang, bang. I said I got him. Bang, bang. Bang, bang. Cactus Jack. Yeah, I know. Mick Foley. I like the Stooges, too. That's why I picked the Micker, not just Mankind. <laughs> the Micker. Mrs. Foley's baby boy. It's Egyptian Bailey. How's come you didn't pick Egyptian Bailey? Oh, man. Why you remember I... Egyptian Bailey? <laughs> no. That's when she first became a bad guy. Hmm. It's her first heel character was she was an Egyptian. Okay. Not really Egyptian, but she wore, like, Egyptian headdresses in the ring and shit. Changed her hair around. It's weird. Yeah, like, ah, lose the headdress. I think Vince liked it. That's weird. You had way more time to think about it than me and Clint did. And when you guys fucking rumble on? 
<laughs> There's no reason to get mad. I'm going with Oscar and Charlotte tag team champs. It could be anything. So you're just massive women outnumbers our women. That's right. I think Pat Patterson's a better pick than that. <laughs> you just wanted to say Oscar and Charlotte. Are they tag team champions? They ain't shit right now because Charlotte ain't wrestling. She's got a broke arm. Oh. Yes, they were a two-time tag team See, champion. Charlotte's injury prone. Half your roster is injury you prone. You can't call her injury prone when she's a 14-time fucking... She's hurt all the time when she ain't the champ. How many championships she got? Too many. 14. She ain't even wrestled she... half her dad's career yet that and has 14 guess. already. Half them championship reigns don't matter. Half of Ric Flair's don't matter. The fuck they don't. She he went to other one. countries and fought and got stabbed and hit with beer bottles for that shit. He went from 22 She to became 16. the champion because fucking there ain't nobody else to wrestle. He went around territories and put the goddamn work in. She is the champion because fucking nobody else can hold the title in WWF other than her. One of her fucking title else. runs as a fucking asterisk because somebody had to give up a belt and she lost the next they, day or some they, shit. They took that off. Oh. When her and Becky switch belts, yeah, they, they... Her title reigns are like Goldberg's fucking wins that don't... Half of them are fucking suspect. Charlotte's Fuck title reigns shit. are akin to Goldberg's and, dream. And that's why no one will ever actually reach the championship the bat, pinnacle level of Ric Flair's actual 21-time championship level. The bad part for me is you had Sasha Banks, so I couldn't take the golden role models of Sasha and Bailey. There's no professional wrestlers anymore that will ever do the work that Ric Flair ever did to become a 21-time champion. Or however many Who the times fuck is talking about Ric Flair? Is. Pick Charlotte Flair. I am saying she, she, I'm saying half her title <laughs> and wins. And that motherfucker is on my team. And all her title wins are for one company. He's jealous I that Charlotte got, did. I done got the best. Most he, he's money. just jealous Charlotte did it in half the time. I'm just saying she ain't never going to be as good Count as Count all the ticket sales all the motherfuckers ever did and their lives on that whole ass list. Put them together. Mine made the most money. Right. But. Like I said, she didn't travel on like Rick and win titles everywhere. That's how you know a motherfucker's a real champion. Went everywhere and did everything. What'd you do? I was in one company for fucking 20 years. Cool. Who's on my team? Right, but I'm, I still got to defend him. <laughs> he's my guy, whether he's on your company or Nobody not. Nobody was attacking him. There's, there's, but he's better than his daughter. You, <laughs> you, he's trying to say he's not. Bullshit. <laughs> did it in half the time. Fuck her. Her shit don't matter. Did it in half the time. Fucking, she wins the belt every other Friday. You pushed a Ric Flair button on Clint, buddy. Yeah, well, actually, when I looked at your roster, shit, you, you had three guys. that fucking fired up over here now. You have three guys that traveled the fucking territories and actually became the men. Uh, you had Magnum TA. I did, not Dick. Yeah, you were talking about traveling the territory. No, I was talking about Ric Flair and his, yes, his, his daughter. Has having Ric, my team's got three of them, dog. He's, he's got Ric Flair. Actually, he's got... What about Sean? He ain't a tra territory traveler. He started Fuck AWA, went to WWF. And got fired and had to go back and then came back again. That's not the territory. He had to travel around. AWA is he, the Shawn opposite. Michael's been more than just there. Bret Hart didn't travel around a little bit before he came to WWF. Bret Hart did. Stampede. Stampede and then WWF. Davey Boy and Owen didn't travel around at all. Stampede, Stampede and then WWF. Still went to someplace else. Mick Foley didn't travel around they to every other fucking country in the uh, world. Uh, Rick Flair or Mick Foley is your world traveler. So it's, not really though. So is Mick Foley's WCW and fucking. He spent quite a bit of time in Japan though. Like one shots and shit here and there, not a fucking 
She flew running in, shit. Uh, if you listen to this podcast, the motherfucker was yeah. going to WCW and then he was flying to uh, Japan. He was doing Germany and, and then fucking... he was coming back and going to Iowa for somebody in Iowa and then going back to that. He was going all. Over he wasn't a traveling place. champ, dog. There's been like six. Not as champion. No, he's Mick fucking Foley. Like but Luthes, he's talking about people just traveling. Luthes, fucking uh, Carl Gotch, fucking Ric Flair, Harley Race, Brian Christopher didn't Magnum travel around TA. to different territories. Not as the traveling champ. I don't think you understand champion, what the team means, but, but as just going to different places here and there. I mean, Nashville, dog. Like 10 years after Nashville is relevant. Brian Christopher was another place. 20, 30 years after Nashville is irrelevant. Or Memphis, I mean. It don't matter. There's still territories whether you hear about them or not. There's a thing called the traveling out, champ. Out of I all, got three of them. You got none, motherfucker. I, I don't, I don't care. He was just talking about people traveling around to different companies. He was talking about I was nerds. talking about territories. Right, people going to do. He said Magnum no, no, TA. No, he said my traveling champions could beat yours, and you were like, "Well, Brian Christopher well, in fucking Memphis in front no, of thirty people in the said, basketball fucking." He said stadium. Magnum, Magnum TA was the only guy I got that traveled around. Anymore, he was so the only it. traveling champ that you have on your list. He, he fucking went the territories. NWA. I didn't hear him say champion. He said the only guy you had that traveled. Anywhere. He said my champs could beat your tra- champs. You got one, I got three. You, he, <laughs> shit, he's got Hogan and Macho. He's got Flair. He's got Piper. I'm not disputing that. I just thought you Rose. said that he um, was the only guy you had that traveled anywhere. No. And no, I said, he no, said, he's my not. traveling I know that. I'm champ. not disputing that. I said, I did not hear him say that. All I heard him say was the only person you had that traveled anywhere was Magnum. And I know I that's not true. I ain't got any. So. No, you're, 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 Bret Hart fucked you up. We've been talking about this all week. Yeah, and he tripped and stumbled on the road when I threw that at him. <laughs> I can't afford Ric Flair all the time. What the fuck you mean? <laughs> he ain't either. Your first fucking show is going to be broke, paying Ric Flair everything you got. My first show is going to draw all the money. And you're going to have to fucking find a place to hide dead hookers. I just, no, 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 that's bullshit, because <laughs> I didn't build the hooker today. You got Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, and Ric Flair, and you don't think there's going to be dead hookers? Oh, there's most definitely going to be dead hookers, but that's a wrestling tradition. Yeah, and you're going to let okay. I know okay. you, motherfucker. Correct. You'll let Marty Cor- Jannetty in your Cor- party. Okay, correct. <laughs> correction. I got one traveling champ. I got Ricky. Yeah. He's only one-time champ, though, right? Yeah. 94. Uh, okay, technically, staying in the dingo where but, you traveled but, around to Was for Ricky a while. NWA champ yeah. as well? Did he get the NWA title? WCCW, then the Memphis, then the fucking thing. Never, they were never the traveling champs. Well, I'm saying they still traveled. Was he NWA yeah, champ? argument. Magnum TA was only the U.S. champ, but that's the fucking next guy in line and well, doing the I same that, fucking schedule. But as I'm that saying, <laughs> like he has him, he has you have the actual real traveling champs. I know I have was, the best roster. Was of Ricky all time, the champion? Which of, is the goal? Was Ricky the champion in any other company other than the one time in WCW? Probably Florida Championship Wrestling or something like that. It wasn't like WCC, like Eddie Graham's. Like Florida Championship Wrestling was a big fucking deal at one point. I was wondering, like seventies. I thought thought he got Eddie Graham. I think got a beat for by Flair in another company for another title at one point in time. But I thought I was going to say it's NWA, but I think it's just the WCW. Ricky was a U.S. champ a lot, but he he was only the world champ one time. It might have been a U.S. champ in another company, but he was also like. Like so, the the champ traveled around territory to territory. Your local guy, fucking uh, up and comer, like people will get excited. Person and it can make a person. Your champ would always fucking lose or whatever. But uh, Ricky was like the first opponent to the traveling champ that fucking like could do sixty minute Broadways. That's because that motherfucker could go like two hours. Right. The cardio. All right, who we got for uh, 
high spots of the week. Vince McMahon fucking memes. I've been cracked up by him all week. I told you the one I seen him kicking Joe Biden in the head. <laughs> yeah, I'm knocking him off, off his bike. bike. Shit made me laugh hysterically. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with Vince McMahon. I, I, Weird shit. I respect don't, the man. Don't, don't turn your mic off. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> Weird shit. I think he's trying to make sure he stays relevant somehow. I told you guys it's like the fucking. I tagged it's you this morning. I tagged you. I fucking live it. Yeah, tagged you this morning. Clint looked at me like four years ago, three years ago. I don't even know. There was some time vortex in there. COVID fucked us up. Yeah, he was like, dude, I think we're witnessing the end of WWE. And I mean, Vince McMahon doing his fucking Ric Flair fucking I'm fired. I'm not fired. <laughs> Vince McMahon jumping down the stairs and being made a meme of is same as Rudy Giuliani's meeting at the four seasons dude if vince like handcuffs himself down. to the ropes and starts <laughs> taking his clothes off that's gonna be the shit first fucking 20 minutes of raw is vince rambling on he handcuffs himself my, to the ropes and starts stripping my low spot of the week now that clint just fucking ruined it for me i, I was excited about when storylines become real life bud can, can, we, just made can, me we, sad again. can we change the segment to the high spot or low spot i'm just saying we've week. been hamming on tony conflict like, the last like two gotta, weeks like right? you gotta, like you gotta pick one <laughs> well, I'm just saying we've been hamming on Tony Conflict the last two weeks because he's so hardcore and he comes out and screams at the crowd and shit and he just looks like he's on drugs. But like Vince McMahon like just a, <laughs> Vince McMahon might just be an old billionaire version of him who, you know, is just now starting to well if Tony Khan's gonna act this way, then fuck it, I'm gonna act this way. You know? Or maybe he's just said fuck it, he's fruit looping. He's you know? old, dude. That's what I'm saying. He's, he shouldn't be able to be left to weigh thousand pounds at four o'clock in the morning. I don't know how he has a, still has the power for them to be like, no, dude, you can't go out on Monday Night Raw and just announce that fucking WWE Network's nine ninety nine and leave. Like, <laughs> we no, we're not letting you do that tonight. But people still cheer like crazy when he the, comes out. Like, best, oh my god, the best part is, it's like the, the best part is half the people are like, they should just have Vince come out every week and be like, hey, this week it's thirty percent off T-shirts. That's what I'm saying. Woo! He's doing that shit right now, basically. <laughs> Came out two weeks in a row and said absolutely nothing and left just to get a rating rating spike. Uh, then now forever together, together. Yeah. yeah mic drop okay and so hey, when John one of you guys gets week. brought up on some on some fucking criminal shit tell vince mcmahon hey i was together with you on your criminal shit so i need your help and yeah. see if he comes and helps you be like i bet he's hey. gonna go ha ha for then and i was there for now i'm pretty sure i might be there forever so you're with me together <laughs> Oh, damn. No, you seen my promo. We're all in it together. It's not just me. We're all going to jail. WWE wishes you back. <laughs> Rico charges, right? We're all together forever. <laughs> I'm right, fucked Clint, up. What, Everybody went to jail. All right, Clint, what do you got? Uh, Pat McAfee is my high spot this week. I got to see this Baron now. Corbin to a match at SummerSlam. Baron Corbin made your high spot, huh? It's fucked up, isn't it? <laughs> but only because Pat McAfee. Can, can I just say Not because Baron Corbin. Can I just say Ditto? It was good shit. It's it one was. of the best promos oh, I've seen. Turn it on here I'm gonna try to find it here in a minute as soon as we get done, dude. It's some of the best shit. I was fucking just like, oh my god, like I'm excited. I get to fucking see it. I'm actually <laughs> mad that I missed SmackDown because I didn't get to see it live. Really? Uh, yeah. Pat McAfee is that good? That's what I'm saying. Like he's gonna have me. Like, I didn't want to watch here, SummerSlam here, on. This is here, the only reason here, I want to watch it now. How Bar the fu- Baron Corbin make me want to watch SummerSlam? WWE always be how, doing that. How, to me. how the fuck did Excalibur beat Pat McAfee? <laughs> For commentator of the year. Because Uncle Dave sits in a pile of his own papers in his mom's fucking basement and makes stats up while fucking Excalibur makes fucking words like, up. Like this like this week, how they let Excalibur do the fucking they're showing everything and he's like, This week you got this guy with the and 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 then and, 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 and 
Oh, yeah, he's off his game. Because there was so much shit going on, who could keep up? I couldn't, and my kid was asking me. She said, so what's going on right here? Can you explain it to me? And I said, no, you're going to have to pick somebody and watch them. (laughs) I think at one point he said that Orange Cassidy and Will Ospreay were wrestling for the World Heavyweight Championship. I don't know. She picked he the fucked only... up, and he, he's trying to read everything as fast as fucking possible. She decided to pick the only two people who weren't doing anything, which was Moxley and Tanahashi, yeah, instead of everything that was going on inside. And she's like, why are they just keep looking at each other? Wide eyes and slanty eyes and wide eyes and slanty eyes. And I was like, I don't know, but they kept doing that. Like, wide that's eyes. A, that's a New Japan thing. It was looking like a... I said, it looks like one of your goddamn cartoons you watch. At the end of it, there's always two dudes standing in the middle like they're getting ready to fight, and there's chaos going on around them and shit. And it's like, is that what we're trying to do here? I mean, I guess it's New Japan anime. It's no good, and America's always known it's no good. It was it was a bad it was a bad last whole last fucking fifteen minutes of dynamite was whew, it made me sweat trying to watch it. Like, who the fuck's gonna figure out what this is? Bad man. <laughs> can't believe this shit. I really can't. It just gave us his high spot and his low spot. I'm telling you, dude. This whole Shit's got to be in after Saturday. It's got to be done. Has to. Sunday. It's whatever. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Whichever day. It has to be done and over. All right. Hopefully all you guys enjoyed this episode. We made it one year. Woo! Uh, listen to the buffers. You know where to find us. Uh, we're going out to the bar to celebrate Dick's birthday. So that's the end of the show, right? Yep. All right. Well, cut the shit, Brent. You cut the shit, Clint. <laughs> and Tony... You also cut the shit.